The microphone on radio, 10 years. Yes, go on. Had my uh, dinner date with the wife Friday night. Oh, yeah? Where at? Uh, a little Mexican place out in East Lake. Oh, well, let's see. You want to see uh, the image of him? Sarah. Guess what? Here it is. There oh, he right is. There. On his phone, of course. He's showing... He... I was showing a picture to uh, the, lady that, the lady that invited us out. I was showing her one of my uh, pictures. Uh, I can't remember exactly what picture I was showing. I, th- I was like, oh, that's so cute. He's, like, showing his His wife kid. something. No, no. He's, no, no. He's showing the other woman something. Wait. You're not hey, here's the, here's the Dean pic I sent to uh, uh No, I think it was one of, my, one of the old pictures of myself and my wife from back when I worked. Where is your wife in this? If I see this picture, where's your, where would your wife be? She, she was sitting across from me. Hmm. Oh, oh. What, what a cute couple. They sit across from each other. Did they share like a drink? Yeah, it's like two Did straws and the margarita. Who's drinking that? No, I don't drink, I didn't drink any margaritas. But the straw's facing like your wife and then the girl. <laughs> Well, they, that's just random. What do you mean that's random? Who drank out of the margarita? No, I didn't drink. I didn't try who, to who drank out of the margarita? The other couple that my wife and I were with had margaritas. And so they both drank out of the same margarita glass? I have no idea. No, they had their, own their own individual margaritas. Well, what's, Jeffrey, what's that? There's two straws. What, what, what are you looking at? What's that on the? What's that? <laughs> the I know what I see, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, just because it's like that yeah, doesn't mean anything. It's just no, no. What, Jeffrey? Why is there a giant margarita glass with two straws in it? If they were both drinking out of... That was hers. Her husband's was not in the shot. Then why are there two straws in there? I think that's just the way they come. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't work in a Mexican restaurant. So they if they came in? that way, if they came that way, you'd leave it like that with two straws? I don't know. I mean, you have to ask her, not me. She's drinking the Corona. You see, it's yeah. completely... Completely full. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not even just, uh, oh, yeah. One and you can see they're already done because you can see that some of the food is in a to-go box. Right. So if you zoom in, for the entire meal, he drank the neck of a Corona. <laughs> no, I drank the whole bottle. Thank you very much. No, no, no. It's a lie. Yeah. Look. Can you zoom in, Seth? Are you able to or no? He's trying to... There it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah why is that mar- margarita's already down to the bottom, and your beer is just slightly drank? And you're right, to-go boxes already on the table. Oh, uh, real funny, dude. So you had, oh, had two sips of a Corona. No, I, I mean, I've, I've had Corona before. <laughs> yeah, but not that day. <laughs> yeah, not Friday. Yeah, I, whatever, dude. Anyways, uh, it, was a, it was a very good dinner. It was a very good time. Who paid? Uh, she, she paid. She offered Oh wow! When you have a full-on, your emerald card is completely charged up, unlike uh, Charlie's gas tank, and you <laughs> refuse to pay. No, but she, you know, she had offered to take me and Mary Elizabeth, you know, to join her and her husband to, jo- you know, uh-huh. join her for dinner. He said, "Don't worry about it; I'll take care of it." So it was very nice of her. So when you guys sit down, you sit across from your wife, and I'm trying to figure. Uh, I, I don't. Is that weird? I don't think that's no, because there were six of us. Oh, there's six. Oh, yeah. Me, me, my yes, wife. It is weird. I'll tell you why. Sometimes it depends. I hmm. if you're by yourself with your wife across from each other is normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when you're in a booth. Yeah. Yeah, but table six with a group. If it's tables of two, once you sit across, probably from your wife. Yeah, I would think so. Because yeah. if you sit next to each other, then it's going to be who sits in the third seat. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sit in the third seat. Well, yeah, there's six across. There's right. six. So if you're sitting next to your wife, everybody sitting next to their wife, one couple's going to have to sit across from each other. There's only four people at this. No, there's no, six. There, there are six altogether. Oh, there's six? It was her, 
It was me, my wife, her, her husband, her daughter, and her sister, and the woman's sister. Uh, so there were six of us. Two guys, four girls. Oh, wow. You said actually guys. Nice. Heaven. But it was, Who's it was the hottest. I'm not going to say at the moment. Why? That's, that's the Roger. daughter. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. How old's Don't put me. Don't put how me. How old is the daughter? Is she like twenty-five or something? I, I don't know. I didn't ask her. What do you mean? Well, yeah, just approximately. I'd say approximately close to between twenty-five and thirty. Yeah. So she's the hottest. Nice try, Charlie. <laughs> I liked that grandmother. I saw a picture. She was Real funny. It, it, other than that, we all had a good time. It was a very good conversation. What did you guys do after? I didn't do it. My wife and I, we, we, we went home. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys all went out and did karaoke or something. No. And then you stayed home Friday? I stayed home Friday. That was Friday. Well, then I'm saying after that. You oh, stayed oh, home. Oh. Uh, let's see here. Ryan writes, Yo, Rover, we bumped into you this weekend at a local restaurant. My wife and I enjoyed talking to you and your wife. You were so personable and we appreciated the time you took to speak with some of your fans. Uh, thank you. Well, uh, oh, look at that. Oh, yes, there. Well, that's me. Yes, there. Okay, where is B2? How many straws do you have in your drink? What's going on here? Did you drink a full beer? We or? were walking out, actually. So we were already done with dinner, and we were walking where out of this? this place. So this is at a place called Lanning's, which is not two, maybe ten minutes away from where I live, a steakhouse. Ooh. And we were walking out, and this guy uh, ran. Uh, this guy saw us and wanted a quick picture, him and his wife, and his, I think his in-laws or somebody. Somebody's parents were there, and uh, unless it was in-laws. Oh, who's, some parents were there. and uh, Who was the hottest? <laughs> oh, that guy was, for sure. <laughs> he is good-looking. Yeah. Is yeah. he happily married? Wait till you see the pictures of me and him later that night when I took him home. Yeah. We shared a margarita. Three One straw. straw. <laughs> right up the ass. Right. <laughs> Two guys on <with> straws. <laughs> yep. Straw right in between the, uh, it's like a bridge between us, basically. Oh, God. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'll be happy to send that picture. Right yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Andy writes, did Charlie clean out his car this weekend? A little. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, I did a little bit. Why? He says, because uh, you've been using the excuse of cold yeah. weather for how dirty your car is and how it's not cleaned out. It was 70 degrees all weekend long, so wondering if you cleaned it out. I did a little bit. So face on him, buddy yeah. boy? Actually, yeah, you know what? Face on him, buddy boy. I mean, it's still pretty filthy, but I did make some, I made some room. You know, you're not the kind of person that washes their car in the driveway, right? Like, you go get it washed. Oh, I didn't do that. Okay. No, I didn't do any of that. I'm saying the interior is the part that I'm... I know, but have you, are you that guy that does I've that? I've done it once or twice. I don't know. It's yeah. too much. You get too wet. <laughs> now, here is a... Uh, I, what? This is... I love this photo. This is very interesting to me. Um, this guy writes, we all have had to deal with slow drivers in the fast lane here and there. By the way, people also don't like it. When, from 
This area, if you refer to it as the fast lane, they don't like it. They're like, it's not the fast lane. It's the passing lane. Same thing. People know. No, Peter, have you, every time we talk about this, some asswipe calls up. It's not the fast lane. It's the passing lane. They're both the same thing. Yeah, the Joe Walsh song, Life in the Passing Lane. Anyhow, he says, uh, for some reason, some areas seem worse than others. I recently moved to New Philadelphia area, and people here drive slow in the fast lane so frequently, so frequently that I bought and installed this sticker on the back of my work vehicle. And this is here, crazy. Here it is. Yes, this oh. is, this is crazy. And then he has a sticker on the back. It, it says, it's a big sticker, by Ooh. the way. It's the law. Slower traffic, keep right That's, with an arrow to the right. I love that. This is a psycho. No. <laughs> I have to be honest. You're, this guy has a road rage issue. Yeah, you get in front of a car, you brake check them so they see that sign, and then they go, oh, I should be getting over to the right. That's what this guy says. He says, oh. when I pass them in the right lane, then cut them off. Yes. At least they know why. I want to get one of those. Yeah. That guy's my hero. <laughs> I love that. What else? What other kind of stickers did he have on his car? Well, he has science. In Science We Trust, oh, okay. Freedom From Religion Foundation. All right. And then I don't know what that other one is. Three teeth? What is that? I don't know what that is. It's all over the place. It's a band or something. Who knows? It's like maybe he bought the car with some stickers on it already. <laughs> you know? Well, except for that traffic one that he put on. Yeah, he... Uh, well, I, I guess... Now, if you were a cop and you saw that sticker on the back of a car... Would that make you more or less likely to pull that vehicle over? To me, this guy likes to speed. Like, immediately I see this guy, he likes to speed. And he has road rage issues. <laughs> Is he one of those cop helper guys? Oh, it comes on the accident scene? Yeah. <laughs> he knows the laws. <laughs> Jacob writes, hey, Rover, I love the show. You guys were talking about cars full of stuff. Here's a picture of my work car. I'm in need of a truck bad. Yeah, this is... Oh, my Lord. Oh, wait. Oh, my cars. God. That's his truck. Yeah, but that's stuff he uses. Right. I mean, it's every tool belt, tool bag. I mean, he's got... It's just... It's a trunk just full of stuff. You get, oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Like somebody that just... First of all, steals. If, if, if the guy <laughs> showed up to... If I... If I was getting work done at my place and the guy showed up in this, no, no, no. You, I would be extremely nervous about any work that's this guy's about. That's a full vacuum in the top right. <laughs> the shop vac is in the passenger seat, <laughs> right. I think. Is there a driver's side? I mean, so there's a, and just in case you're listening, there's a massive toolbox in toolbox the back. that's taking up the entire back seat. And then buckets of fluids. They took the headrest off to fit the power stall right there. <laughs> if you zoom in, is there a driver's seat right there? Like, what's the, is well, that green thing? He's got to be able to drive no. the car. Where's that green thing at? That looks like some sort of, what is that? That's is a miter saw. No, oh, that's what the green thing is? Yeah, I, that's a Hitachi miter saw. Okay. That stuff is expensive. Like, you would be Oh, nervous. that one's, yeah, that's a price, that's a good one. I would, <laughs> somebody could steal that. Wow. All right, I've got to take a break. Alex, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Alex. What's going on, Rover? Hey, man, what's happening, bud? Peter! Yo! Doozy! Good morning. 
So quiet. Uh, uh, hey, I went to WWE. I took my 14-year-old son to the WWE event in Madison Square Garden this weekend. Mm-hmm. I wore my RMG hoodie. Nice. Took a picture. I think Charlie liked it, so I'm, I'm proud, man. Uh, I'm a fan for about nine years. And I just, uh, I always questioned why uh, Jeffrey was so into WWE. Mm-hmm. But there's, I just noticed that there is uh, an extreme amount of people that are, I guess, considered normal, uh, that are not Jeffrey people, if you know what I mean in quotations, that are into WWE and you would never think that they are. Yeah, uh, I've been to WWE events, and I would say the number of Jeffrey people is the highest out of any sort of public event you'll ever see. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we had a good time. I, I, I've been to a few WWE events now. The first one, I go, this is this is going to be miserable, but I actually had a good time. <laughs> people were, like, really into it, and, like, it was just sort of entertaining, the spectacle of the thing. And It is, it yeah. is fun, but... Like, they are, I mean, they're buying $400 uh, WWE championship belts. Oh, yeah. And and wearing all this. I mean, they are, <laughs> I don't know, man. It explains how, how America is right now, actually. Jeffrey's been wearing insane. that WWE medallion that he bought there, this big gold chain. He's been wearing it every day for, like, six months. Dude. He loves it. Hey, man. They had last year. Oh yeah. The one I took my both my kids and my daughter, my daughter's boyfriend came with us. Alex, thank you. Uh, I've got to take a break. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rovers morning glory. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. I got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at two on MNS. Your smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Step aside. The big guns have arrived. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. I just wanted to see like what it was all about. You'd hear about like these crazy soccer hooligans and stuff, so I went to some soccer games and I haven't seen anything like completely crazy there at all. In fact I would say NFL games here are way rowdier than anything I've experienced. Really? Yeah, at any of these English soccer games. Now maybe it's maybe I need to start going to the <clears throat> the lower level soccer games. Like they they have different tiers. Like they have the Premier League at the top, and then they have these other leagues below. Maybe I need to start going to these other leagues. I think that's where people maybe they they're getting a little more rough and tumble at those things. Uh, but I want to tell you about something that happened at a soccer game in just a moment. But first, here's a little bit of a sad story. Hmm. Tyro in Los Angeles, who emails all the time. Uh, he emails Rover. I would like to know if JLR has one more tax song in him. Uh-oh. I just lost my mom. I'm 68 years. Just writing Jeffrey's age preference. 
After five years of battling cancer, the cancer, uh, the cancer finally said, forget about it, rip it up. My mom will now be his little enchilada in the sky. JLR once gave her a birthday shout-out in the last annual birthday celebration show. She was one of the very first mentioned. Without their mom, there wouldn't be me. Without me, there you wouldn't have another super fan. Love you guys forever. Just like my mom. Attaches a photo of me and my mom. There, there she is. Sorry, man. I'm so sorry. I think that's how you pronounce it. Erendira. Jeffrey? Do you have any somber words you can say for our friend Hyro? Well, Hyro, I just want to say, um, your mom can rest in heaven and she's at peace now with the Lord. <laughs> His uh, mom only speaks Spanish, so if you could please I'm so, I'm pass sorry, that along Hyro, in Spanish. forgive me, I don't know any Spanish. Oh, just not try. say that in Spanish. Just try. I can't. The only Spanish word I know is how to say goodbye and how to say hello. And well, that's okay. Then. Improvise it. Yes, let's go. Goodbye is important. I mean, I, I don't know. Come on, guys. Let's, how do you say goodbye? goodbye? You yeah. say adios. All right. So what? can't you say adios? I say adios. I say adios uh, rest in heaven. And um, she'll be watching you down from heaven. So that's the best thing I can, best somber words I can come up with. All right. Very touching. Sorry. Tribute there from Jeffrey LaRoque. Now, I don't know if Hyro is, I don't know where he's from. I don't know if he's from Mexico, but uh, in Mexico, uh, they have gone absolutely insane at a soccer match there. And I don't know if this is true, but... Uh, some of the articles I read, they have like 30 fans injured. I saw an article that claimed 17 people were killed at this soccer match. This was in central Mexico between, you know, uh, boy, Querétaro, K- and uh, uh, they were the home team, and Atlas from Guadalajara. And uh, during the about two-thirds of the way into the game, a bunch of fights broke out into the stands, and then they actually, for whatever reason, the the workers there, pe- the, pe- people were fighting in the stands so much that they opened up the gates to the actual soccer field to let people flow onto the soccer field because they were like, you know, little old ladies or whatever, trying to get away from the from the fighting, so then the fighting actually just spilled right out onto the soccer field. Do I have video of this here, Charlie? Oh, yeah, you got a whole montage of okay. different clips. Uh, here is a little bit of this. And you can see people now just... There are the, the players actually still on the field. And they're now being escorted off. Now... now now look at all these people on the field. That's it's like a stampede. Where are they running? They're running towards the tunnel to try to get out of the uh, the stadium, I guess. But you'll see here all these brawls just break out. I think they blurred a uh, a body just on the ground there. What are they fighting over? 
I don't know. I'm pretty much. Uh, I think he should go f your mother. I think. Oh, oh my chair? god! This guy has a chair. It's like a WWE event. Yeah. He's swinging a metal chair at people. Jeffrey, you should go to this instead of wrestling. There's a chain link fence in no, between thanks. the two I'm, sides. I'm be, uh, hold out a bloody, bloody mess. Thank you very oh, much. Terrible. Um, what's that with the chair? He just comes out of nowhere and yeah, here it is. Oh man! <laughs> Look at this guy. And he, oh, he's going up against like twenty dudes. You know what in the world are these guys doing? And uh, they have a, like a chain link fence in between the home and away team fans. You can see just fighting in the stands here. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this at any of the games I've been. I mean, obviously, it's, I think, a pretty rare thing, no matter where you are, but... So it's just, it was multiple fights everywhere. Yes. It was just one area. All over. Yeah. All over. The like whole it, place... Uh, like the NFL, it might just be one fight. Now, this spread, and it's all... Uh, I read in an article that they were stripping people naked, like if you were... A fan of a particular team. I mean, here's another guy with look, here's another guy with a metal chair. It is like a WWE event. He's got a folding chair, and he's on the field, on the soccer field, hitting people over the head with it. Ooh. I, I don't look at these guys down there, and the, these three shirtless guys. They were uh, they were stripping people naked after they would beat your ass if 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 they had. If you had on the wrong jersey, if you had on a visiting team jersey or whatever, the yeah, home supporters would rip that yeah. off of you and not stop there. They rip your pants off. This is oh. after they stomp your head in. Does this start tapping? You stay and watch. Like this person filming right now, they're not fighting. Do you watch or do you try to escape? That's a great question because where do you escape to? And are you with your wife? Like if he chews there. Like she's going to be freaking out. I use her as a shield almost yeah. because <laughs> I assume I assume that they're not going to attack a woman. Yeah. So I cower behind her and we try to hastily make our way toward the exit. Well, what do you do? Because it, it, don't you think that if it's this rowdy in the stadium, what do you think it's like on the street outside the whole? Good point. Yeah. I'm throwing like rocks or something towards the crowd. Look at these guys. I think they brought the from home day, or it's free chair day. <laughs> yeah, and imagine being somewhere, like at least if you're going to a, a soccer game in England, they all speak English there. Imagine being at this thing and you don't speak Spanish and you're just caught up in this. You know, I think I would, if I were. Rover's wife, I wouldn't let him go. I would say no more soccer games because for fear of that happening. It's like enough already. You've been there, done that. Do something else. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun though. No, I mean, we had, had a great fun. time. And you could end up in a fight like that. Uh, I haven't so seen many. anything like that though. I mean, I, I, they're pretty they're pretty strict uh, in England on these soccer games because I think they had these sorts of issues twenty or thirty years ago. Thirty years ago. And um, they had all that soccer hooliganism going on. And they have really cracked down on 
what they allow, what they don't allow. Like, uh, <clears throat> you're not allowed to wear opposing jerseys in certain areas. Um, they don't serve alcohol in the stands Just during the game. Sucks. Mm. Uh, that's why, well, you have to, in between, like, the, the way that we do it is they have these various packages that you can get, and you, you go there, you get dinner, and it's, all your drinks are included. So they open up, I want, I can't remember if it's two hours or three hours before the, before kickoff. So they open up and then you just go there, you stuff yourself and you just drink as much as you possibly can. And then the first half of the match is 45 minutes or 90 minutes total, but it's, it's just straight. So it's not like 45 minutes of a, of an American football game where there's timeouts and there's commercial breaks and there's penalties and there's all that. Just the clock starts. And then it just goes for 45 minutes, and then that's halftime. Yeah, that's and, the one thing I do like is that. Oh, it's great. No, no commercials, no breaks, no timeouts, boom, straight forward. Then you get to halftime. And then at halftime, you go you go back inside. You load up on some more drinks. Get your buzz back. Get, exactly. Yeah. It's almost okay. like a mandatory little, like watching the game is almost a mandatory no drinking phase to sort of slow you down a, set, a little bit. And then you go back out, you watch the second half, and then after the game, you have another hour of drinking in these lounges. No drinking while the game's happening? Correct. Oh. That's funny. (laughs) What's the point of that? Well, you you get to drink for three hours before. No. You take a 45-minute break. You drink at halftime. You take another 45-minute break, and then you drink for an hour after the fact. I guess if it is just straight up 45 minutes, that's not bad. Taste yourself. And it's... uh, it's all, all your drinks are included, so you just, you go, you try to get as much as you possibly can. If your wife said, I don't want to go anymore, would you not go if she says I'm scared? No, of course I would go. <laughs> are you kidding me? Really? That's hey, honey, it's gonna, it's, it's, it'll be okay. Don't I'll worry protect about you. Yeah. <laughs> Ari in Rochester, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, love the show. Thank you. Um, I was listening. I was listening to some interviews uh, yesterday. I follow the the Mexican League. The uh, the, the town where it happened is uh, Querétaro, and um, presumably there's speculation that the local police was in on it because uh, coming into the stadium, all of the visiting fans were checked to make sure they didn't have any any keys on them or wallets or, or anything. They had to come into the stadium completely bare, just with the clothes that they were wearing. Mm-hmm. But the but the home team, they found, uh, after the fight, they found ice picks uh, on some of the, um, on the ground. Some people got uh, ice picks, uh, guns. And uh, at one point, they were saying that the actual local police opened up the fences so that the local fans can beat up the visiting fans. And and even the police were hitting uh, some of the visiting fans with uh, nightsticks. Who takes an ice pick to a soccer game? Like, uh, hey, uh, Javier, grab the ice pick. Let's go. I mean, maybe maybe they like mixed drinks. That's insane. You want to break some ice up for your... That's crazy. I mean, uh, and yeah. what are they are? They're, they're just fighting because it's two separate teams. That's the history of this, uh, Ari. Is this a rivalry, or what? What? What's behind this? Well, the whole the whole league is a rivalry, but it's never been this 
this bad. Uh, so uh, I don't know really much more than uh, than a typical uh, rival game. I, I don't know if there's much more than that. Maybe there's more to come out. But um, this is definitely uh, not a common situation that happens. But don't you think it's just part of the game? What do you mean? If two teams they hate each other. It's just it's it's warfare. The fans are supporting their team. They fight each other, just like in, in any sport. So that's that's okay as far as you're concerned? Fights always happen. Like you said, NFL fights happen. This is more common. I don't know how many died, but to me, I just feel like if you don't want to get hurt, stay at home and watch it in your living room or go watch a golf match. So you, you wait a second. Hold on. So you're telling me that you shouldn't, you can't go to an actual sporting event in person unless you're willing to put your life on the line for the team. Willing to fight. You're That's the your dumbest team, thing I've ever heard. Colors, really? That's team support. That's team spirit. You want spirit? That's it. Fight for your team. Love your team. Die for your team. Your team doesn't care about you, They Peter. do. You they, always say they don't. They, they don't. They, 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 they don't thank their fans when they leave. <laughs> That's oh. worth dying over? <laughs> I mean, they're putting their bodies... Well, but these football players especially are putting their bodies on the line. They're tearing their knees, tearing their shoulders. You know, all, all these major problems. That, and they can't even walk the rest of their lives. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? For money. Money, for money yeah. and fans. And no, fans no, for the money. money. They don't care what team they're playing for. They want to play for whoever pays them the most amount of money. And I think it's insane that you... Uh, that you think, well, just stay at home. I mean, I, yeah, if you don't want to get hurt. Like, someone just asked me, like, can I take my kids to a game? And I said, if you can sit in the family section, yes. Otherwise, no, because fights break out all the time. Did your dad ever take you to a football yeah. game when yeah. you were a kid? Yeah. yeah. And so uh, didn't you enjoy doing that as a kid? Loved it. Okay. So why shouldn't people be allowed to enjoy that today? It's just it's just, it's more rowdy now. Way more fights now, more drinking. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why it is. But so, so the thing that you enjoyed as a kid, going to football games, should be taken away from this generation of kids. Can't go. Yeah, I say stay at home, or or sit in the family. Right, Robert, Why did they make that family section at the stadium for the families? Because they know it gets damn rowdy. And How do you even know if you're in the family section? You buy those tickets I think specifically. It's called the family section. Well, I I know. I get it, but. Oh. I know, but I'm saying, do you if you buy a ticket online, like through StubHub or something? It's apparent. I went to a baseball game recently, I think over the summer, and um, I think it was the summer. Yeah, it was very obvious you're in the children's section. So it says alcohol-free. It's like section 541 to 543. So oh, God, who wants to sit up there anyhow? That sounds like that's a you million miles. You should take your kids. Section 540? I mean, 541, 543. Oh, my God, Peter. That's like, isn't that at the top, the very, very top of the stadium? That's where they put the oh, families. Yeah, it's just white, it's out in Siberia. You want to go? You said go to the game. Okay. Oh, and it's alcohol-free, so if the dad goes, you can't even drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, I think that's insane that people would. You know, you hear these stories about these teams, they had rivalries, and then there's a fight that breaks out in the parking lot, and some poor guy is beaten to death because he's wearing the wrong jersey. People are so dumb. It's part of the game. No, it's not part of the game. It shouldn't be part of the game. 
I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. We'll be right back with the shizzy, the news, next. Hang on. Rosers Morning Glory. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. i got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MNS. A lot has changed over the past year. One thing that hasn't? Rosers Morning Glory still Rules. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. The shizzing is coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Doozy? We'll do the recap regarding the latest in the war of Russia and Ukraine and the fallout, how companies are trying to stop any kind of business in Russia. So we'll do that in the news. Also, um, Dieter, do you ever take caffeine powder? Like when you before you work out or you just drink a cup of coffee? I don't know, there's caffeine in my pre workout. But not not the concentrate. But yeah, the, the pre workout I drank, there's caffeine in it. Okay. Why well, you have to make very sure how much caffeine you take mm. if you're a personal trainer before you work out. I'll have it for you next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Aaron, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, Robert. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing all right. What's happening? Oh, not much. Just driving home from work. I was, uh, you know, listening like I do every morning. Um, and I heard you guys talking about drunk people at sporting events. Yeah. So I, I live in the live in the area. I live on the east side. And I went to Jarvis Landry's um, celebrity softball game last summer. And I was sitting in an area with with a bunch of uh, bunch of kids, little kids. Probably it was a little league team. They were there, and there was a guy in our section. I don't know. He was obviously been drinking. I don't know if he's half drunk and half stupid. I'm not sure what was going on with him, but he threatened an eight year old kid. He said he was going to slap him so hard he was going to end up on the field. I heard he say that to this kid because the kid kept bumping into him. He just kept. You know, the guy, it was hot. You know, you know how it is around here in the summertime. So it was hot, and the, and the kid was just kept pissing this guy off, and then it just, you know, it snowballed up. That kid's dad obviously stepped up. I, you know, I sent my kid back up to the top, and I stepped down there to him, you know, because I'm not going to let some grown 25-year-old man beat up some 8-year-old kid. And this kid's bawling because his dad's in a fight. It was insane. Did the, did you know, the, did the like, parents actually, did the parent, did the father and this other guy actually get into a fight? Um, there was some pushing and shoving, but the, the police would be, they were right there. They were on top of it. They, yeah, it didn't last it more than 30 seconds. But then, you know, you got Darius Garland and, and, and Travis Kelsey standing right there. Like, I mean, literally right there. You know, you know, people who represent Cleveland and they turn around, they got all their friends, they got all these, these, these celebrities here. And, you know, they're people here that live here in Cleveland or from Cleveland. And, they, you know, it just, it kind of makes us, kind of looks bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People just can't, you know. It sucks, man. I feel bad for those kids. I feel bad for that kid. I really did. Uh, Aaron, really thank you. Bad. As Dieter would say, the kid shouldn't be bumping into someone, though, right? Right. Hey. Uh, are you ready for the shizzy dude? Yeah. Here we go. Russian troops continued to pummel Ukrainian cities, even as Russia announced a ceasefire and an opening of humanitarian corridors. So what makes me nervous is... Are we going to help them? Are we going to go in and help? I feel like the President Zelensky from Ukraine is mm. saying, I'm begging you. Mm-hmm. Somebody has got to stop this. Mm-hmm. You see the pictures. I mm-hmm. think you see a little bit more graphic pictures and videos than I can handle. But Well, there's a pretty good plan out there. I don't know if you heard about what we could do. To what kind of- could we do? So... 
somebody, I don't remember who, um, oh, Trump, he said that we should take our F, what's our new plane, the F-22? Okay, our F, what's the brand new one? F-35, F-35. I don't know, yes, okay. Whatever one, the brand new one. Got a billion dollar plane. Got it, okay, yes. All we have to do is we put some Chinese flags on it, on that plane, we'd fly it over there, bomb the crap out of Russia, and then when Russia Russia says uh, who did this, we go we don't know. Apparently it was the Chinese, and then the Chinese and Russians can start going to war with each other. Charlie, I don't believe this actually was said by your hero Donald Trump. Even even he wouldn't say something like that. That this is fake. This is definitely fake news. Uh, so that was that's the plan. Just China randomly bomb Russia, and then we sit back and we go, "That's not our plane," uh-huh. even though it's very specifically our plane. There's one possible, there's one big flaw with that What's idea. That? What's that? The Chinese do not feel F-35 planes. Well, we would put some. Uh, you just put some camo on there, yeah. some 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 few pieces, Chinese flag on it. Yep. It doesn't matter. The Chinese do not feel that type of aircraft. No, but but they rip off everything of ours, intellectual property, Co- uh, copyright. Yeah. <laughs> they bought they bought a they bought a billion dollar they fighter. They just recovered the F thirty five for uh, fifteen hundred bucks. Yep. They just recovered the F thirty. The um the U S. just managed to recover the F thirty five from the South China Sea. The one that crashed on the U S. S. Carl Vinson mm. because the Chinese were to, um get their hands on that, they would have an actual working copy where they could reverse engineer it, just like how the Soviets reverse engineered the B twenty nine. After World War II. Mm-hmm. So, right. Go on, dude. Robert, he said yes. this. I don't believe it. You <laughs> can see that in the news. No. Uh, he, I'm the guess because everybody was taking it really serious. I can see him jokingly saying yeah, it. Yeah, if he did say that, well, maybe if, like, if there is a time to joke, it would be right now, I'm sure. Uh, I did watch 60 Minutes last night and saw all those poor Ukrainians being uh, herded away and bombed. And I mean, it was. Uh, mm. I feel like if they say, here's a path, you come, you know, you can leave, I feel like they're going to... Yeah, they might, they, yeah. They bond you, that area that either... But I did, I saw in 60 Minutes last night that Poland, which is right next to Ukraine, has been very welcoming to the Ukrainians fleeing into Poland. A lot of times when you see people flowing over borders in times of war... People aren't really so welcoming, but they were saying, uh, just like what I was saying last week when I went to Poland and I talked to people there, and we were talking about the Nazis in Germany, World War II, they go, that was nothing compared to what came after World War II. And I really had no idea. I go, what do you mean? What came after? They go, the Russians, you idiot. And I go, oh, they were bad. They go, ten times worse. And uh, they disappeared a lot of Polish people. So they've been through this, and I think that's why they're so welcoming to the Ukrainians who are flowing in. And uh, so that was a it was nice to see. Well, some businesses are now in the news because they're saying, okay, we're done. Uh, for example, American Express, they have ended operations in Russia and Belarus. So globally issued American Express cards will no longer work at merchants or ATMs in Russia. Netflix, they made the decision to suspend their service in uh, Russia. Also, TikTok, they have suspended. And oh, I know that that's, it's like... That's going to be it. Once you cut off TikTok of in a country, no, the people revolt. Watch out, Putin. People are just trying to say we have to do something. And if this is all they can do, it helps. I was reading in, in one of the tabloids yesterday. I saw a link to a story of like the Daily Star or some, some English tabloid. 
They claim that Putin has terminal bowel cancer, and that's why he's so puffy and bloated looking. And that's why he has decided to do this, that he's on, he's, he's going to die. He wants to have some sort of legacy of, of taking over Ukraine and expanding Russia before he croaks. Seriously? I don't know if any of that's true or not. I heard he actually died. Because you look at him earlier, he's much skinny, much fit, right? He's on, a, on an elephant. Oh, yeah, he's always shirtless, riding around on a tiger. Right. Now yeah, he's super puffy, looks fat, yeah. like they got a body double that had the same face. But he's way bigger. They're saying steroids. That no, he's on some sort of steroids because of the, he has terminal cancer. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that certainly adds a little bit of... An explanation to the background of well, why Well, I don't know if it adds that? an explanation, but it makes it a little bit scarier because you're dealing with somebody who has... Nothing to In do. his mind, he's like, I'm going to die, so what do I care what happens to everyone else? That okay. would be a legacy. I mean, think about it. What legacy? What do you mean? He, in his weird, twisted mind, he wants to go out. What do they say? Guns ablazing? Yeah, nukes ablazing, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Meanwhile, Putin has been removed from all positions on judo's governing body. You know, he's a, a judo aficionado. He's black belt, actually. That's a big word. <laughs> that was really good. They announced that they're removing everything that he has worked so hard for, so maybe that so will... they stripped him of his black belt. Him. Yeah, they've stripped him. Um, a couple more fallouts. We have Stoli Vodka, the maker of Stoli Chinaya Vodka, yeah. announced that they are going to do a major rebrand. They're no, gonna, no longer going to be known as Russian Vodka. They are, yeah, they are going to do a rebrand. They're just going to, just, I don't know what they're going to say, vodka. Just vodka. I guess, I guess it has been made for the past 20 years in Latvia. Whatever that Latvia is. Latvia vodka. Yeah, it doesn't have the same ring to it, does yeah. it? But the guy who owns Stoli, guess what? what? Who started it up? He's Russian. Russian-born billionaire. Now, Ray Shuffler. he is actually, though, he had he was forced out of Russia because he doesn't like Putin. And Putin forced them out. So if anything, stop pouring out Stoli vodka, as you'll see some of these people doing. Buy more of it, because the guy who owns it... Doesn't like Putin. Exactly. Uh, they're just going to market and sell it as Stoli. And they're not going to be marketing it as a Russian vodka. And meanwhile, do you ever order a Moscow mule at a bar? I've had like two of them. That is, if I is it ginger beer yeah. and vodka mixed together? I think yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, you like that ginger beer? It's always in that copper mug. Yeah. Spicier the better. Yeah, I have two of those at home. I never use them because I don't really drink them. Oh, they're great. I don't like them either. Uh, the ginger beer to me is just I don't it's know. So delicious. It's spicy it's, ginger ale. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big spice guy. Well, oh. now we're going to be naming them Kiev Kiev mules. Nobody can do that. This is like the Freedom Fry. Yeah, remember, it's not French fries anymore. We didn't like France for some reason because they didn't support one of our numerous wars or whatever. So then it was Freedom Fries. I remember that. They didn't really last too long. Keep Mule. Don't order a Moscow Mule. Order a Keep Mule. And hopefully bartenders will know what you're talking about. Do you, a real quick uh, update on his story. Do you remember the Amtrak engineer who was, this is back in 2015. He was 
going really high uh, speed, and he went around a corner, and the train flipped. This was in Philadelphia. We had eight people dead. More than 200 people were injured. His name is Brandon Bastian, and this was May of 2015, 106 miles per hour. Remember, the speed limit was 50 oh, miles per man. hour. Yeah I, I, yeah, I vaguely remember this. That was a long time ago. Like seven like, or eight years ago. It didn't feel like 2015. I know, right? I thought it was like a year or two ago. His, well, I think there have been other ones since then. His lawyer said that he had been distracted by reports of people throwing rocks in the area just before the crash. There were no signs of drugs or alcohol. Mm. Well, he has been cleared of involuntary manslaughter for that high-speed mm. derailment. He wasn't he, on his phone texting he or did something? It. He's been cleared. So that's just an update to a story. Well, how he, what do you mean? He was worried about people throwing rocks? What does that even mean? I don't know. A personal trainer died from an overdose after accidentally ingesting a powder with caffeine. He miscalculated the amount that he was supposed to take, so what he took was equivalent of 200 cups oh of coffee. My God, oh, my God. Yeah. That's one of my biggest fears is doing that. Miscalculating the, it? Oh, this, yeah. the, I, I remember that. That's the, just to concentrate. That's just pure caffeine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Most drinks, it's already pre-measured. Sure. So you get a scooper, you do like a half scoop or a full scoop. It's pretty easy to, to, to find well, out. I remember a kid, like a 15-year-old kid, ordered just pure caffeine yeah. off the Internet That's from the like a yeah. science site or some sort of whatever chemical place. Right. And he, I mean, it just doesn't take a lot, the pure caffeine. Whatever he well, did, I don't know how he ingested my it. My friend and I did, we didn't do caffeine, but we found out like glucose is sugar mm-hmm. when we were like 12. So we went to the drugstore and just had a bunch of glucose tablets to give us as much sugar as possible. That sort of explains it. I mean, we can trace it all back to that day where he overdosed on glucose. We just eat it and get ripped on glucose and run around like maniacs. Why don't you eat a bunch of candy? For some reason, we thought this is pure uncut. We're really stupid. And then our parents found our glucose stash and it had a whole... His parents had to meet with my parents to talk about our glucose problem. <laughs> the addict of glucose. <laughs> yeah, so he died. I have another caffeine story I want to okay. tell you in just a minute. Go on. Though. Okay. Uh, box office numbers for you. The Batman movie was a huge success, uh, almost $130 million in its debut weekend. They said reports were that it was clocking in at two hours, 56 minutes. It's one of the longest superhero movies ever made. And because of the film's length and the violence, the fact that it made that much money, people didn't take their kids more thinking. Did anyone go have, see that? I went to go see it yesterday. Oh, yeah? All three hours. Three, three hours of the, the Batman. Did you make it through without the uh, bathroom break? Oh, no. How many? Well, I started drinking beer there, so... Uh, Two or three. Three? No, I mean three bathroom breaks. Yeah. I'm saying, you missed well, there were 16. No, I didn't miss anything. Uh, that was the slowest, possibly worst Batman movie I've ever seen. No. Really? That sucked so no kidding. Who did? Corey, our board. If you like watching Batman do, like, Batman sort of stuff, like, I don't know, fight. Yeah. Training. Fly around or training. Or are you more into, like, the cool gadgets and... Driving super fast, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Finally, I will. I want <laughs> worse. I mean, even the the driving scene. Like, what's cool about a a, a high speed chase scene? What's cool about it, guys? Fast. Or like, I don't know. 
the high speed part. Uh huh. What if it was in a traffic jam? <laughs> wow, wouldn't that be fun and exciting to watch? The penguin getting really mad because he's stuck in traffic. What an exciting thing, traffic jam. So on yeah. a scale of 1 to 10, yeah. what do you give the Okay, Batman? so it sounds like I'm giving it 1 to 10. So I'm go- I said 2 out of 5, so I guess that's 4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. What? It sucks so Wait, was it bad. Was more pokey and like jokey trying to make it funny like no. Deadpool? Very, very serious with... Nothing going on, and just like if you if you're into the him being a detective kind of stuff, then this is the movie for you. If you're into the fighting parts, or maybe if you're the, into the fun stuff, the exciting yeah. parts. Because uh-huh. in the trailer, they show him just beating, just beating people. Yeah, that happens eventually. Once, eventually. Yeah. Uh, no, it was so bad. I, I mean, and then when he's Bruce Wayne, he's just got he's. He takes off his bat mask and he's just got eyeshadow on the whole time. And he just he's like when he's Bruce Wayne, he just looks like a goth guy. Yeah. And he's just really like depressing and just uh he's a real bummer. I mean what a bad, bad movie. <laughs> Everything's fun what? about it. Just throw oh. out the window. Wow. I hate you. Terrible. Why? Did you see it? No, I my daughter didn't want to go, so I'm just gonna go by myself. Oh. And you won't even be able to follow it because the amount of <laughs> It's I, how would, how would weird it be references? hard to follow a Batman movie when they're like, this guy worked for Maroney. No, he worked for Falcone. No, he worked for Maroney. And it's just so, so stupid. All right, stop talking. It's so bad. All right. I am disappointed in you. Uh, $130 million. It only cost $200 million to make, so they, obviously it's a huge success. And they're talking to people. He was actually so like, good. When he they're going to do another one, right? Oh, yeah. When he's wearing the... All the characters were good. Like, the Penguin, which I whispered to Krista. I was like, do you know that's Colin Farrell? She's like, what? Because mm-hmm. he's just like... He's pretty good. Everybody's actually... When he's Batman, looks mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Catwoman, okay. Mm-hmm. The Riddler, that guy's great. That's it, yeah. It's just... The story is so bad. Huh. All right. There you go. That's the Shizzy and Rover's Morning Glory. If you put the Rover Radio app on your phone, then put your phone in your pocket, does that count as us getting into your pants? Get the show live, get the show on demand, and get all the exclusive RMG Plus stuff when you get the Rover Radio app. You're on yeah. Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Rover. Hey, what's happening? Not much. How are you? I'm doing all right. All right. Well, you know, I listen to your radio all the time. I adore you guys. Um, I actually just got out of a four-year abusive relationship. Um, I moved away almost a year ago to get away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty toxic, pretty bad. He's a severe alcoholic. He loves your show as well, so we're big fans of you. Um, basically, I've completely moved on with my life, but I'm fighting the court system now. This man basically abused me for years, abandoned our child, um, and now he's trying to go after me in the court, um, for my child, mm-hmm. which right before he did that prior, he decided to break my fingers. Oh. So on January 22nd this year, he was at my home and he was intoxicated, throwing a fit, acting like a child. And I tried to calm him down, and in the process, he broke my fingers. So I had to call the police, which, you know, usually when people are in abusive relationships, a lot of times it goes unreported. You know, you think that person's going to change, 
you're kind of embarrassed. You don't want to speak up. Yeah. So I, I finally spoke up and called the police um, that night. But seeing that it's, it's a domestic case, you know, it goes down to the prosecutor's office, and that was their excuse that they weren't really sure how my fingers got broke. <laughs> so, at, yeah, I know. I've never heard of such things. And I'm from Summit County. I was born and raised in Summit County. And where I come from, if you call 911 and you say, hey, I need help, this man just broke my fingers, he's probably going to be taken away that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and Instead, I'm actually having to deal with the FBI. I'm having to get him indicted. I'm having to deal with all these oh, things that I broke, never thought. Broke your fingers yourself? Is that what they suspect? I have no, you know, I, I have no idea. They, it, It's at this point, it's a joke. I had to, this man lives in his mommy's basement, okay? He went and applied for legal aid illegally, um, and I'm a single mom of four children, and I went and came up with $2,500, and I actually got myself the old prosecutor for the courthouse we are going into to fight this case. Now, Amanda, why so, Why did you let this guy, back in January, why was he over at your house? It sounds like you got to stay away from this dude. I know. You know, we have a one-year-old baby together, and that was, that was his excuse. He always uses our child as a pawn. Eh, can't you know, there were, that. Yeah, well, that was always the excuse. It was, oh, let me see the baby. He's my son. I need to see him. And I'm thinking to myself, well, it's probably not a good idea because anytime you're around, you're intoxicated and you want to fight and argue. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when you're a parent, you have to kind of stop doing things like that. You know, there's a time and place. And he's 42 years old. He doesn't understand anything. I mean, if you're 42 years old and you live in your mom's basement, you beat on women, and you don't take care of your kids, you probably need to be in prison. That's just my opinion, though. Well, um, Amanda, stay away from that guy. And, definitely. And uh, well, I wish you luck. Goes where he listens, too. Yeah, yeah. You're probably just uh, now you're antagonizing the right. guy. Oh no! I hope he hears it though, because this is the thing. I mean, he listens to you guys. And he thinks it's hilarious the things you guys talk about. But don't, don't you guys ever talk about some serious things, too? I mean, do you guys condone alcoholics beating on women? Well, no, no of course not. not. Does anyone? Of course not. So why not let somebody know that, you know what, my story's going to get out there, and I'm not going to be quiet. I'm going to tell my story so other women out here that have been in my situation or even men can feel that they're safe, that they can say what has happened to them, and let let people know the truth, that this happens every day in homes in America, and people just brush it under the rug. Well, stay safe, stay away from Definitely. the guy. And, Absolutely. And, uh, and, Sorry, and, this is happening. Yes, and, uh, oh, that's what the courts are for. I got my civil protection order. I get to go to court. I'll never get to be around my child again. I get to move on with my life, but I just want him to know that what he did to me, I will recover from. And it will be okay. Amanda, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, hopefully that all works out uh, in the end. A little animosity there between the two of them, it sounds like, doesn't it? Yeah. By the way, a lot of people saying Charlie's an idiot. That Batman movie was great. I, I'm really I'm shocked. To question. It's over Charlie's head is what no, people are saying. It's not over my yeah, head. Over it's his the head. part that's fun about Batman movies. They removed it and decided to make it this weird detective story. I understand Batman's the world's greatest detective. I'm not really interested in him solving little crimes. And the, and the riddles. <laughs> We're stupid. They're very that's easy funny. riddles. You're and you're just wondering. That's it. That's usually like there's a, you know, the riddles. You're like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool riddle uh, there. None of that. Yeah. None of that. How did he do as Batman? Did you like that at least? No, he was great. As I thought, the characters were all great. Okay. Just the, the actual looked, story, the movie. It, so it looked cool wow. when they when they were fighting. It looked did look sweet. 
looked badass. His Batmobile did kick ass. The thing looked pretty sweet. Um, I gotta see this. But. I don't know. Audience give it ninety percent. Jake says uh, oh, really? Charlie's the only person that hates that movie. He also says Yellowstone sucks. That's what His opinion saying. is uh, terrible. Those two things. Yellowstone is great. If you I'm, like Yellowstone, you'll love this Batman movie. Do <laughs> that much of a simpleton? Yes, this movie for simpletons. Uh, all right, we will be right back on Rover's Morning Glory and Rover's Morning Glory. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. I got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MMS. Deadpool. All the one-liners. 
Costumes. That was a good movie. That was a good freaking movie. It was like it was action throughout the entire movie with a good story to go along with it. Set design. So what? Set design. Music. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it was all around. It was a movie I actually enjoyed watching. Well, we already covered costumes. Editing. Yeah, editing. editing? Mm-hmm. Music. Post production. Uh, let's, 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 get, let's not get too technical, guys. It was just a good movie all around. The way good, shot, good story, grip a lot boy. of action, a lot of blood. Yeah. How many grip boys you need? I have no idea. There's a you had a story about caffeine, did you? Yeah, maybe I'm just heartless or whatever. But I I saw this. There's a whole article on this, and I I thought this is so such phony baloney. Ireland Baldwin. Now this is. I guess Alec Baldwin's kid, I think. Yeah, Kim Basinger. Is, is this the one that yeah. rude, thoughtless you, little, little pig? pig. <laughs> yeah, this is the one we're talking about. You know what it? She's yeah. older now. Well, she's 26 years old. She's supposedly a model. I don't know what she's modeling for, but um, she posted on social media, and uh, she's going through a tough time. Anxiety attack. Mm. Mm. And uh, let me just read you her post. And there are a couple of pictures that go with the post. I don't know if Snitzer has these or not, but uh, it says, it's anxiety attack time. Here she is. Look, there, there she is on the bathroom floor on her post yesterday. This morning I had one cup of coffee on an empty stomach, which turned into an anxiety attack. I'm currently writing. <laughs> well, she's like right. in the fetal position sitting down. Yeah. And by the way, you know you have to prop up your phone. You have to yes. set a timer. You have to do all that. This is in the bathroom? Yes. Uh, this morning I had one cup of coffee on an empty stomach, which turned into an anxiety attack. I'm currently writing this from the bathroom floor. I usually sit here like this or lay in the fetal position until I can't cry or throw up anymore. Coffee is a major esophageal irritator and reflux trigger for me, which leads to anxiety. If you are an anxiety sufferer like me, like myself, coffee isn't your friend. It's a trigger. Triggered. Yeah, she was triggered. How about this? Now, this is a hundred percent true. And I went when I was having panic attacks and stuff. The first thing they told me to do is quit drinking. Quit drinking coffee. Yeah, okay, simple. That's the. Don't drink it. Yeah, I did. I did. You know that you have. If you know that, uh, well, that coffee triggers an anxiety attack, but why some, would you drink coffee? Because exactly. sometimes you're tired and you want a little energy, and then you think maybe this time won't be that bad. Now, and Charlie, you're, uh, you, you're an anxiety attack sufferer. Uh, when you're in the midst of one of these debilitating anxiety attacks, do you take the time to set your phone up in selfie mode, prop it up so you no, get good angle? Of you going. No, because of people like you. Uh huh. But I mean, otherwise, you would. No, but I, I will. I'll call somebody. For sure. This is this is. A, but I'll call somebody. Because all you want is attention. Brad, yeah. if no. this is yeah. a, why would they post me. all that coffee sets me because off? Because why? Why not? Because it's an attention-seeking thing. Well, why not? It totally. Who cares? Is. You just go on with your day. You need to post. Oh, I had one cup of coffee. I'm empty stomach. Uh, I need a hug today. <laughs> well, I'm not sure why you're like attacking this woman. You don't have to read it. You could just keep scrolling. You go. This isn't for me. But I love. I love keep that scrolling. one where she's bent over. So she has yes, to put her phone. She has to put her phone up on the. Uh, you know, like prop it up against something. Right. Set the timer, and then she like. Then she goes. I've got to get back into position. 
close my eyes uh -huh. and hunch over it so I can look as miserable as possible. Sometimes just doing anything. How many how many photos do you take your mind off, Dana? Oh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> says she takes thousands to find one to post. So you think so, Ireland took about a hundred pictures uh, there before yeah, she... Which yeah. one do I look the most yeah, miserable at? Which one I show my new tattoos in? You know, my snake tattoo. Yeah, I'm having a panic attack. What a dumb I mean, idiot. Are there bigger issues to worry about? Like, just Ukraine or whatever instead of a couple coffee set me off? You can't talk about anything else ever other than Ukraine right now, Dieter. Have you discussed anything other than Ukraine? Did you discuss well, Batman? Is that what's more important? Ukraine or Batman, Dieter? Well, Ukraine, well, you make the point. This, this is obviously, you're right, this is attention-seeking. If you were, this is like people who go to the hospital and they're like, oh, I'm so sick, I'm, oh, I'm near death. Selfie, selfie. No, no, no. If you were in that bad a shape, you wouldn't be snapping pictures and posting them to Sometimes Instagram. Sometimes it makes it better to just do something else instead of you just keep laughing but sometimes it, it does uh -huh. for some reason you think anxiety is completely fake 100 percent made up i think this one's fake i think hers is fake what about charlie's do you think his was fake? yeah no you you said that plenty of times you said it was fake i didn't say it was fake oh, i don't believe in it at all yes, you have like i have had I maybe wait, I, I know i had one for sure i thought i was having a heart attack mm -hmm. maybe i've had one and a half mm -hmm. until it hits you rover mm -hmm. oh yeah it, it's crazy and then you're like i and you want to take your mind off it so she's like oh i'll you I'll it post it on post. Instagram. Yeah, you, you want to take there. your mind off of your anxiety then, attack, so you're going to post about your anxiety attack. Yeah, and then maybe you could sit there and I read the comments, and then you could be like, oh. And also, clear. she's spreading awareness of, right. like, oh. for, for oh. dumb awareness. <laughs> no, what we have awareness oh. of this. For dumbasses like you. <laughs> no, it's not for agents or me. I think mental health is so well, Robert prevalent believe right now. At all. Mental health. Yeah, it's 100% made I'm up. having a bad day. I'm having a depressing day. I don't want to get out of bed. This is all one cup of coffee set me off on an empty stomach. I need and to she knows, it. by the way, that it's an esophageal uh, reflux trigger or whatever she said. Yeah, so why she drinking Forget it. it. I'm going to do well, it anyway. you ever done anything? This should actually be more about personal responsibility and that if you know that something is likely to cause that outcome, you shouldn't uh, go down that have path. Have you ever yeah. consumed anything that maybe wasn't the best for you? Yeah, you but you know that that's an irritant to your bowels, you right? You can do it. No, I've never done anything bad. Anything wrong. You covered up your diet. What's the last time you had wings or ice cream? Oh, don't defend him on the wings. You traitor. No, he said that he cut that up. He said that every day he'd come and say, I have heartburn, I have heartburn. What's the last time you heard him say that? It's been a long time. I do eat better now because... Because of B2 and she does your meals and all that? Yes, yes. I'm going to say, if I know coffee's going to set me off, I would just cut it out of my diet. And, and again, I also think if your anxiety attack is so debilitating, I just don't think you're taking selfies of your anxiety attack and then posting them on the internet. But it's nothing, looking for some sort of validation. It, That's what it is. It's it is about that. It's about. one hundred percent right. It is all attention seeking. I need, yeah, I need a hug today. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier. I mean, don't don't forget the recording. I mean, she was raised uh, quite weirdly, if you will. I mean, she's. I don't know if it was abusive or not, but that one recording came out. 
where her, her father treated her horribly. Yeah. But what was she doing in that? What was the cause of that that made Baldwin go off? I forget. I don't remember. He like she wasn't returning his phone calls, I think, or something. Kids can do stuff, and you know, I don't know what the situation was behind that—the Alec Baldwin thing, where he he left her a voicemail. You thoughtless, rude little pig, or whatever. I would never whatever call my said. child a pig. Um, but you don't ever. know what she was doing. Seth. Well, who cares what she's doing? You don't do that. What well, doing drugs? <laughs> that she's a pig. No. No. I get her help, but hold on. I I, I think that. We don't, I don't know anything about the situation. And some kids can, they know how to. Of course. Oh, yeah. They the know how to, yeah. yes. Push your buttons. And it's just on and on and on and on and on again. I used to do it to my mother when I was a kid. And then eventually they explode. You can only take so much. Now, I don't know. Maybe Alec Baldwin was the one who was 100% at fault. I have no idea what was going on in that scenario. You can call your kid an a-hole, not a pig. You're acting worse. No, you're acting like an a-hole. It's it's okay to call your kid an a-hole, but not a pig? Yes, that doesn't make sense. Yes. My mom would say, like, you're living like a pig. You're living in a pig pen. Your room's dirty. Like a pig. That's different. Or even a pig. You're a pig. Yeah, being a pig is better than an a-hole, yeah, isn't it? No! So see you next yeah. Tuesday or a pig, uh, no. of course. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> your okay. argument. That's what you're saying. Excuse no. why are you calling me kid that? <laughs> God, I would, no, I would never, ever do that. But I'm just saying, the, the whole body image and everything like that. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I don't know what happened with, in that particular situation with the Alec Baldwin thing, but years, and that was years and years ago. I think the kid was like 15 or something or whatever, however old she was. I don't know how old she was. 12. But you have no idea, I mean, you don't know what these kids could be doing to set the parents off like that, you know? Maybe it's it's all on the shoulders of Alec Baldwin. Uh, James, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, James. Good morning. Hey. Hey, this lady is totally a... uh, uh, Lady is totally uh, attention-seeking. Because, like, one cup of coffee is nothing. I drink, like, four to six monsters a day, depending yeah. on how rough it is. He gets an IV uh, of monster yeah. energy. Yeah. 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 Hell six yeah. Six to eight yeah. monsters a day. But what do you do? He's snorting powdered co- uh, caffeine right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So what happens if you... Uh, if I a, go ahead. If I get a little bit of anxiety, I just give me some nicotine. And it all goes away. Yeah, it's like a smoke yeah. counteractive. Yeah. Couple yeah. times a day, six yeah. to eight monsters. Yeah. yeah. If I get jittery and coffee, I just don't drink it. I'll have some water instead. It's pretty easy to handle. It's coffee. Anybody can drink it. It's on every street corner. I mean, uh, think about all these people getting uh, blown up over there in Ukraine. It's right. They're running away with their dragging their kids, uh, yeah. fighter planes, dropping bombs on them and stuff. And oh, here's poor Ireland. Oh, I had a cup of coffee. Um, unfortunately, can, I can't move today. If she yeah. can help one kid or one person, then what's it to you? I, if her post about being <laughs> open with her anxiety, it's not funny. What's your message? Don't drink coffee. No, it's not about drinking coffee. It's this about is this is a trigger. This is brain coffee. Right oh Any questions? <laughs> uh, horrible. Uh, Jay in Pennsylvania, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Jay. Hey, Rover, how are you? Hey, what's up? Hey, I just wanted to bring up uh, emotional support animals and stuff for a lot of these folks that have the anxiety. Like Charlie, the reason he got sunny. Well, one of the reasons. 
so we can put one of the little vests on him, bring him into work, and if uh, you tell him to take the dog home, he's going to sue you for $34.5 million. Yeah, how much listen, specifically? Thirty-four point five. How did you come up with that? Because that's the guy in the bread truck that took his dog around with him. That you heard the story. Remember oh, back in the past. Oh, then he calls to the show. He's yeah, yeah, the bread truck guy. Wait, is this the bread truck guy? Yep. No, I'm not the bread truck oh, guy. Oh, I remember oh, the bread truck guy, guy telling you that story. And Rover yeah, made it. If I remember correctly, he but, went to work. Once a month, basically, he called off constantly, and then he brought a, a very hairy dog into the grocery stores. And, the, and for some reason, the, his job goes, don't take that dog to work with you anymore because you're delivering food. And he's like, I'm going to sue. Uh, listen, I, if people want to have an emotional support animal at home, God bless you. Knock yourself out. That's I, I don't have an issue with that. But uh, it's out, it's absolutely out of control when you fly these days uh, with these with these phony emotional support animals. Um, luckily, they've gotten rid of most of them, and they say you can only have dogs now. Uh, but it's still, people will uh, they figured out a way to uh, to fly with their dogs, and it's it's basically I would say if I were to guess, I would say this is purely a, a guess, conjecture on my part. It's over 90% of animals that, I would say probably over 95% of animals that fly are phony animals. Well, see, I would have never done it because I'd be like, well, that'd be rude. But now that everybody else is doing it, it's like, well, why shouldn't I? Like, why, if I want to bring my dog, why shouldn't I just put it, if everybody else is already doing it, why don't I just put the vest on and I could bring my dog on before I normally would have said be a part of the not. solution, not a part of the problem. Right? No, but if everybody's already doing it, What's one, just, what's, what's one more? What's one more? <laughs> so if everyone's robbing a store, what's one same more thing. person going to Robbing a store and bringing your dog in the plane, same he, thing. He does have an issue with anxiety, so if his dog would help him relax and take the focus off mm, of his mm, issue mm, mm. But, and but, his dog But it's not a service him. animal. It's not a service animal. Well, it's emotional support. It yeah. is That's emotional it. support. And so uh, emotional support, support animals emotional. Are, not, yeah. are, are not. What if you guys go on a trip again on the bus and he I'm says, I'm the dog. Heads up, he's me com- too. He's coming. It'll be like National Lampoon's vacation. Oh, uh, what's his name? Sonny will be trotting behind the bus. Keeping up oh, a few miles. Yeah. Uh, I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER is our number, 866-967-6837. Uh, we do have the shizzy coming up in just a moment. What do you have on the way, Doozy? Um, we have a bizarre story. Remember we just talked about the movie Seven? Yeah, we did. Which... You just brought it up, yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. Hello? You brought it up. When? When we oh, talk wow. about Batman, she's oh. like, it's it's dark and raining like seven. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Dito said the end of the movie, spoiler alert if you haven't seen that movie, the end of the movie is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this ending could be real-life situation. I'll explain as far as heads in boxes. Okay. Well, be. That was a terrible <laughs> i got to oh. rework that. Oh. Stand by for the next tease. It'll be better than what I just said. Can't be worse. <laughs> We'll be right back. Hang on. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. I got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MMS. Put your smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. The romantic version of the story. Rover proposed at 
the Eiffel Tower. The real version of the story, Rover proposed and Eiffel Tower. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. Rover, I need you to fly Jeffrey Allen the Rope to Texas at the end of this month. I have a new career for him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. So, I'll explain more, and I think we're going to be all in. This Jeffrey's going to go Mary, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Mary. Hi, guys. Hi, what's happening? So, you guys, we were talking about um, emotional support pets on airplanes. Yeah. Um, which I'm all for, you know, people need that. Um, but what happens, I haven't flown in a while, so I, this has never happened to me, but my daughter is terribly allergic to dogs and, like, pet dander, really. Yeah. So, like, what happens if we happen to be seated near this dog? Like, how, what would, you know what I mean? Like, could I say something? Sure. I, I, you could say something. I mean, I don't know why your needs are any less relevant than the needs of uh, a passenger with one of these animals. And I, I do have, a, have to make a distinction between the emotional support animals, which are bogus, and actual service animals. Uh, so, uh, you know, unfortunately, the people with these phony emotional support animals are, are ruining it for people with uh, uh, actual service animals. And, uh, but no, you, I guess they would probably move you to another area of the plane, make you switch seats. Yeah. Um, which I guess is fine, not too big of an inconvenience. The last time I flew, there was a big ass dog that came on as, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it was an emotional support animal, service animal, what the hell it was. This thing was huge. And I, I, I was wondering, like, where is this? It, 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 Went towards the back of the plane, um, so I don't know where it ended up. But I was thinking to myself, what, what do you do with this thing? Like they don't, they don't uh, get a, a pay for an extra seat for this. They would have to, wouldn't they? Yeah. No, when it's that big. No, they go. This is this is my disability theater. This is you can't make me pay for another seat. No, but they just give it a seat. No, I think I think I don't know for it sure. Can't but sit in the aisle. I, no, I think it has to sit, like, right in between their legs or something, I think. But if it's that big, could you even fit that? I, can't, I, can't, I don't know, I but this dog was huge. I don't know what they did with it. I was very curious. I wanted to see. They they yell at me if my backpack is in, is not pushed under. They're right, ready. right, because you got to be able, for a fire uh, yeah. hazard, you have to yeah. have room to stand up and get out of the way. So yeah. the dog can't be there. I think yeah. it has to lay in the aisle, or you actually put it in a seat. Yeah. I don't think it can lay in the aisle yeah. either. Okay, then you give it, it has to have a seat. Yeah. I don't think they're paying for a seat for it. I disagree. But they give no, it, I, I guarantee you they're not. Required to get so, it. say, that's illegal for you to make me uh, pay for an extra seat because of my disability or my emotionalness. So they're required to give them an extra seat. That's what I'm saying. Well, then everybody... Oh, I don't I don't think so, dude. Then what's the hit, Rover? You, I'm telling you, you cram that dog... Mm-mm. And like underneath the seat in front, like it has to sit, uh, it has to lay on the floor at your feet. I think that's what I think is happening. I don't know. I was really curious about it because I, I, I sit down and I see this this dog. This thing was huge, and I, I was wondering what are they going to do with this thing? And what if it was right next to you, and you are allergic to dogs? I guess you'd switch or whatever, but. Uh... I found out why Baldwin called his daughter a pig. 
All right. Do you want to know that? Well, here's a guy that said, I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but this person says Alec Baldwin was a victim of parental alienation. And I I guess what this person is saying is Mm -hmm. that... uh, Kim. Yeah, his ex was keeping the kids away from Alec Baldwin and talking bad about Alec Baldwin. And it eventually caused Alice Baldwin calling, to... Uh, and she wasn't returning. Yeah, to, yeah. To, uh, to go nuts. He had scheduled phone call times. They're in a custody dispute, so he had to call her at certain times. So when he called her, it would go to voicemail. So he was pissed. He's like, you're a thoughtless, rude little pig. I'm calling you. He's like, it's embarrassing for me. I have to go and try to find a phone. So each time I have to go to this for our scheduled right. calls at 10.30 in the morning, and then I call, and you're not there. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm dropping everything. So you're, you're a pig. What are you doing to me? That's why he was so upset. Yeah, I'd want to talk to him. <laughs> Still your dad. Your dad was yelling at you like that. Would you want to talk to your dad? Don't call me a pig? No. <laughs> yeah, he did it after she didn't answer. He kept calling her. He has like maybe a half hour to talk to his daughter every day or every week, and she's not there. And this has probably been going on for six months or something right. or a year. Yeah, because probably the mom is keeping her out late or saying, just don't pick up, it's your father. God, I wish every couple that divorces and have kids could just somehow figure it out. The things that they go through, I feel bad. That's just a perfect example. Like, he just loses his mind, and then that call is out there forever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, well, one person had the, the voicemail, how to get leaked out. You're right. You're right. Well, the, the, the daughter plays it for the mother, and then the mother exactly. gives it to her she PR like, person. She's like, I don't know how it leaked out. One person had it. Yeah, that's how it leaked out. She played it for the mother. She gave it to the mother, and the mother took it. Obviously. Are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah. Here we go. Last night there was an armed suspect that was thankfully apprehended at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland because Vice President Kamala Harris was there and this armed suspect just drove right through the checkpoint and continued to the base main gate. So that's where this man and another person disregarded orders, and they fled. One guy got caught. Mm-hmm. The other guy, they still haven't caught him. So could have been a scary situation, but they did get one guy, and the vice well, president was there. What were they up to? There. Do we have any idea? Or are they no, just when you have a, a, arm, a misunderstanding? Or? With arms? I don't know. Misunderstanding, and you don't stop at the checkpoint. You uh-huh. keep going. So... They're looking for the other person. Speaking of vehicles, the trucker convoy is doing laps around the D.C. Beltway. They've mm-hmm. arrived. The mm-hmm. trucker-led convoy group, which was organized on pro-Trump and anti-vaccination channels and all kinds of messaging to say, let's stand together mm-hmm. for the truckers that don't want to get vaccinated. It's like, oh, my God, go away. Just yeah, I didn't even know they were still up there. I know. Yeah, it's a big deal to yeah. them. I, I, I people... understand, but when you see the story in Ukraine and all these innocent people... What are they going to do? Are they going to drive around Washington, D.C. for a little bit? Well, they stop. They stop the traffic, halt it, just like at the Canadian border. You cause all these problems. People can't move. You can't... What do they want? They don't want to be vaccinated. Role, new, get rid of these mandates. They don't want to be vaccinated. I know somebody that... What just mandates want... are even in place? Could you explain those to me? Well, certain jobs you need to... I know somebody wrote it. They just... They want to get vaccinated. They were against it. Uh-huh. They just got let go. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they go, if you're not going to do this, they, they you know, they try to do the... Um, 
what's it called? Exemption. Mm -hmm. they, they filed two of them. They said no. You have to get vaccinated. No, what kind of job is this? Uh, the health field. Oh, where it might be necessary. That makes sense. Now uh, they they uh, put to lose your job over it. I mean, people... it's, a, it's a personal. People think it's a personal choice. They're mm -hmm. dead right. set not against getting it. The people getting it thought it was going to fix it. You would never get it. People still got it. So like, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Polio vaccine, or we should give kids, little kids, a choice of whether they want to get vaccinated. No, they shouldn't get it at all. Why would a kid get it? My kid got it. Polio vaccine? Oh no, polio. Uh, yeah, yeah but I'm saying this. Why would they get this vaccine? My. All right, go on. Dude. Got yeah. it? Oh yeah. Oh, good luck. Who pays for the uh, gas of these truckers? Isn't it really expensive to be driving? The weird thing is, we probably buy our gas from Russia, so they're actually supporting Russia. Well, yeah, but where? I mean, where? Seriously, who pays for it? I would assume they do, right? That's expensive, right? To drive a truck for just no reason in circles, to drive in circles? Yeah. Speaking of gas, Charlie, the national average price for gas is topped four bucks a gallon for the first time in over a decade, as gas costs continue to rise in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So, gas prices, the highest since 2008. Oh, it's so high right now to fill up. I hate it. I, I, I dread filling up my gas tank. Do you do once a week or twice? Uh, I usually can do once, and then I usually have to maybe on the weekend fill up. Okay. Here's a here's someone explaining the service dog. My niece has a big service dog. The dog flies free, but does not get a free seat. Where's it go? A guy just called in. He said it, uh, it's, it sits, it lays in the row across no. all three people, and then they have to put their feet. Over? Over? No, over. that's not even your dog. I got to put my feet over the dog's back. There's no way. A guy just called in and said he was on a plane and there was a huge German Shepherd on it, no seat, and there's three people in the row. And the dog just has to hang out in the row with everybody. Jeez. You been... What if you step on his paw or his tail or his dog? You're a goner. Yeah. Okay. A box filled with human heads that was supposed to go for medical research was stolen from a truck used to transport body parts. This is in Denver. And this is what I had done, the horrible tease prior to the break. Mm -hmm. Somehow tied it into the movie Seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who thinks about box of human heads? But anyway, this was a truck that was parked, and the heads were supposed to be used for medical research purposes. It was a blue and white box with a label reading, Exempt Human Specimen. That's what was stolen from this freight company truck, along with a dolly. What are they doing with human heads in a box anyhow? Like, where does that go? Is it... Well, probably delivered to a lab. Study for CTE or something? Right. Mm, brains? Yeah. But the they're... whole head? Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't they just take the brain out? out? Maybe take it out after. Ah. Yeah. So they're a little weird, but they're asking if anyone knows where the box is, or maybe it was discarded. Maybe somebody opened it and then got freaked out. Uh, they're supposed to call the police. If they can keep the dolly, they just want the heads. <laughs> yeah, such a bizarre story. Dozens of beef jerky brands were recalled in New Jersey and seven oh, no. other states over the weekend due to listeria contamination, according to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. At least seventy types of these snacks were made by Boyd Specialties. And this was out in California, shipped all around the country. So if you have beef jerky, just be careful. See what kind you have and look the story up so you can match the description. Yeah, Jeffrey buys his wife beef jerky every week. She calls and say on the way home, 
Stop eating me some pepper beef jerky. Does so, he? You have to be careful about getting that for her, Jeffrey. She hasn't asked that, that in a while. She's getting her sausage from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, stay there for me. WWE is looking for their next batch of stars. They might be heading to some colleges because the company is holding tryouts for current and recently graduated college athletes during WrestleMania week from March 30th to April 1st at the Dallas Cowboys headquarters in Texas. Oh, you got to try out. Just say you went to college. You'll be fine. You wrestle on Sundays in the garage. I think you could do it. The yeah, tryout but won't... I also read that WWE isn't looking to find independent actual trained independent wrestlers from like other the other independent organizations throughout the country. They're now they're focusing on looking for like just recently graduated college mm-hmm. uh, the tryout won't have much actual the tryout won't have much actual wrestling since the athletes aren't trained for that. You are trained for that, Jeffrey, just so you know. But they will go through some athletic evaluations, in ring technical sessions, he would ace that. Interviews, totally Totally oh, yeah. that. And promotional video evaluation. Yeah. Oh, he's Mr. I mean, Personality. Seriously. Yeah. He would totally crush it. Remember the video that Dieter took of him on his first day with his yep. wrestling book? Yep. He brings oh, that yeah. wrestling book there? Yep. Yeah, where was it? He used to carry around a suitcase with the, just a wrestling book in it. Do you remember this? It was a yeah, it suitcase. Like WWE like encyclopedia.
That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. Check out the aftermath Monday through Thursday, the Friday leftovers, the Jeffrey Parody Song Archive, and more. Sign up for RMG Plus now at RoverRadio.com. I can't get there. My mouse wasn't working. It wasn't going over to the other screen. What is it? Huh. Um, do you remember we had... This, this should be a, a warning to anyone here. Uh, you know that I love champagne. Yeah. I don't drink champagne because I want to be fancy or anything like that. I just enjoy the taste of it. And I I love it. Love the taste of it. Can drink it all day, all day, all night. Just love it. Now, there is Moet and Chandon ice, which is a very, very sweet champagne. Okay. Like, to me, it's way too sweet. I like it as sour as possible. That's a word. Uh, I don't think that's a technical term. Dry. Dry. Yeah. Uh, but this is very, very, very sweet champagne. And I want to give you a warning about this because we did a story maybe about a month or two ago. I, I don't know where these guys were. It might have been Germany or something. And these five, six, seven guys went out. They all went out together, and they were celebrating something, and they they got a big bottle of champagne. And they uh, popped the bottle. They pour the champagne. They they all toast. They drink. And immediately they're, they're like, all get sick and start convulsing. One of them drops dead right there at the bar, and uh, all the rest were taken to the hospital. And the police come, they do an investigation, and the guy died of an overdose of ecstasy. Oh, wow. And the the bar is like, or the people, rather, the, the six or seven guys are like, we don't know how ecstasy got in there. And I think at the time, do you remember this story, Dieter? We did this, uh, we did this a few months ago on the show. And we said, well, obviously one of those guys that was there Spiked the drinks with ecstasy, thought he'd do a little bit extra, like, hey, we're out, we're all partying, we're celebrating, whatever they're celebrating, let's take it up a notch. And he miscalculated, put too much in there, or did whatever. And I remember when we talked about this on the show, I figured it definitely was those people, the the, the patrons who spiked it. But the patrons, the, the, the six guys, are like, we didn't do it, it wasn't us. And the bar's like, hey, listen, we opened this bottle right there in front of them. This was a sealed bottle of champagne. Now an investigation has revealed that the champagne was indeed spiked with MDMA. Oh, boy. And a liquid form of this. I don't know. Does it come in as powder? I thought it was, but um, this is liquid, liquid, liquid Molly. Yeah. Okay. This is liquid Molly. And uh, the street name Ecstasy. <laughs> the, uh, thank you. The restaurant ordered this off of the internet. The restaurant was not at fault. They ordered this off the internet, and now other bottles of this same champagne have been found. 
that have been ordered online have been found to have no champagne in there. The bottles have been tampered with, and liquid liquid Molly, as Charlie says, has been has been has filled these bottles up. Now that seems like that would be a lot of money. So I don't know. There was some sort of mix up in some sort of drug smuggling operation or something. But the um, so wait. So you're saying it was pure. That's, pure. That's yeah. all that was in the bottle. That's all that was in. There was no champagne in there. How do you not? And oh, that's oh yeah, that's what. So I, I don't know what a normal dose is for liquid because anytime I've taken it, well, I only took it once, but it was in a little caps or it's in a pill bottle with dust in the pill bottle. Not a pill bottle. What's pill dust? Casing. Dust. I don't know. Drug dust. Mm-hmm. What do you, whatever the dust is that it's made out of. Mm-hmm. And somebody just put it in like a pill, mm-hmm. and I took it. So I wonder if you, if you, I mean, how much are you supposed to take of this? Ah, uh, like a drop on the top? Yeah, not a lot. Uh, they they drank a glass, and they they took. I don't even think they drank a whole glass because it probably tasted disgusting. The guy just takes a, a, a sip, swallows it. It's enough to kill him because oh. it's so concentrated. So, Mollet and Chandon Ice Imperial is is what the. Uh, now, there's a specific lot number. You can look it up. And it's a three-liter bottle, which is like double the normal size of a yeah, bottle of wine. Yeah, something like that, sure. And uh, uh, so if you have that, watch out. They say that there have been uh, that death in Germany. There have been illnesses in the Netherlands, and there have been quite a few of these cases. They're not sure how this got into the – it seems like this didn't come directly from a distributor. But somehow it was intercepted, tampered with. So I don't know if it was part of a drug smuggling operation, and then they, they, they like the drug smugglers put the wrong bottles of champagne back into the supply or whatever. I don't know what happened. But watch out. They say that when they poured this bottle of champagne, this is very bizarre. Now, maybe if you don't drink champagne, you don't know. But the, the guys in Germany who died from this, they... Open up the bottle of champagne. They put, there's no carbon dioxide in the bottle at all, so there's no bubbles. Okay. The cork doesn't pop. Yeah, um, maybe they thought, oh, this must just be flat. So then they pour it, and it is it's a, a reddish-brown oh, color. Come on. You still drink yeah, it? Yeah, I don't. Now, I champagne don't, is a light golden color. Yeah, I don't drink it, but I at least know that. If I don't see the bubbles, I go, okay, it's just flat. But when I see the colors, like, rusty, I go, wait a second, this is... Weird. Now, maybe because it's this Ice Imperial, which is, like, is almost like a dessert wine, uh, so maybe maybe if you've never had that before, you're thinking it's a different color, and maybe that, I don't know. But, and I uh, guess if it's sealed, you just trust it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So watch out if you are drinking any of that, and be careful, because uh, you could have a bottle full of, Liquid Molly, which that sounds like that would be worth something, like a whole three liters of Liquid Molly, Charlie. What's the street price on that? Okay, so I'm gonna again guess you get like if you were to buy it, you'd get like an eyedropper's worth, maybe. Okay, you know, right? What is that? Five, five, ten milliliters? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna guess. So uh, three liters of it? Three liters. How many it's million? It's worth $10 million. $10 million. <laughs> Just did the quick calculation. Oh, my gosh. I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER. 
967-6837. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. i got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MNS. When it comes to quarterbacks, they say Tom Brady is the GOAT. But when it comes to radio, Rover is the GOAT. The greatest of all at talkers. Not being in control, because I think when I was in college, I'll never forget, nor forgive these guys that we were freshmen, Mm -hmm. and they had this keg of, like, malt liquor, and they, you know, we were, I was 18. We, a keg of malt liquor? Yes, and they would... You don't uh, know if I've heard of such a thing. Like a <laughs> keg of Mickey's? Mickey's. <laughs> remember that? They had yeah. a, I remember Mickey's. Colt, was it Colt 45 one? Or is, am I... OE? There are several different brands of malt liquor, like Old, eight, like old Angel 800, Stay Nights, Night Star. Right, have you ever seen um, it in a keg form? Colt 45. Is that no, a regular beer? Like 40 ounce. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, see, I want to see nothing but a G thing where a guy opens his fridge and he's a big fridge full of 40s. Yes. yes. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was the drink back then. They had an actual, uh, they had an actual keg of this? Back to me, yes. yes. And it was in, it was in the basement and, God, we were so stupid. And they invited us girls to come over as a bunch of guys in a house uh-huh, uh-huh. off campus and they just laughed and we drank beer and it was so strong. Like, they were kind of doing the same thing, tampering and roofing us no, with malt liquor. They, because they didn't tell no. us that it was beer that was strong. Well, just taste and go, oh, this is strong beer and don't drink as much. We were 18. Wait a second. Know? That's not roofing yeah. you. You're actually willingly drinking this out of the keg. That's not, that's not tampering in your drinks at all. Yeah. yeah, they flipped a higher content of beer that we didn't know was that high. It got a, and they just laughed. They just sat back and watched us. And then, yeah, because it's a bunch yeah, of morons getting really drunk. We're so stupid. We would go up and down the stairs, and then they would stand underneath the stairs. Look up your skirt. Yes. <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So yeah, you, didn't, you didn't realize that? No, I, just, I mean, I, these are all adults, by the way. This is not, like, she's, not in, she's not in junior high when this was happening. Yes. This was... This was in college? Yeah, I'm boring. Like, I'm still boring. I, I just... I did that in sixth grade. So if you had <laughs> turn on the stairs, so if you went, you went at the bottom, once the girls would hit the turn, you could then see up their, their plaid skirts. <laughs> and you're saying in college, the guys, would, how would they get you to go up the stairs? Because the beer was in the basement. They put the beer in the basement, so we would walk up and down. Again, they set us up. 
up and down. It says here that I'm I'm looking at a website. Six to nine percent alcohol by volume. So it's oh, see, I told you, like, so you know, double, how I love a, a double, double, like, double a regular beer, I guess. If it's a nine percenter, but if it's a six percent, that's a little bit just, just stronger. Right, right. I mean, I would just can't you just taste it and go, whoa. This this tastes like strong beer. I didn't know the difference. Like I, you know, how I love my Christmas ale. Uh huh. It was just like that. Like I can only do. Yeah, but what's the alcohol by volume of your Christmas ale? Like. Oh, that's pretty strong. Yeah. I can only do. I don't think I've ever done more and than you, two. Okay, but you aren't claiming that anyone spiked your drink if you drank that Christmas ale. But if you? I didn't know it was Christmas ale stronger drink, I willingly drank that. Seven point five. It's Christmas. So it's ale. about exactly the same. As exactly. a beer? And don't you taste no, it right? as your malt liquor, as your old E. Oh, yeah. so here I am at 18 years old and drinking, we'll say, a Christmas ale, and I didn't know, and if you drink two, you're wasted. So weren't you drinking light beer for years? No, I was 18. Who drinks beer in high school like that? <laughs> I, at 15, we're drinking beer, so I would know by 18, oh, this is a strong beer. I was drinking Boone's Farm and That's way stronger. Mad Dog. That's yeah, 11, 12%. And Bartles and James. Oh, Bartles and James. I'm old. Mad Dog. Yeah, what year were you in school? <laughs> My God. Mad Dog was like 13% to 18%. So that's way stronger than what you had. I know, but I knew that going in, we would take a little <sighs> sip because we were cool. But I think I was semi-roofied. They put a no, drug in. For that you. was not. Semi. That was they not. put no, it, putting no, something God. in your no. drink. No, no, no. We, we've we've done story. Because, the, no, no, that's. That's that putting something into your drink that is not supposed to be there. They were actually serving it to you right out of the tap. Putting right a higher beer in a... I don't even know if that stuff comes in a keg. I've never seen it. All the college parties I went to, never once seen that in a keg. Ever. Yeah, it was so they a probably, red. For those idiots, what? they probably, like for those girls, told them that it was stronger, and so it really wasn't. More tits- oh, yeah. kicking oh, in. I'm so, so drunk. Probably O'Doul's. That was the big laugh. That's why they were <laughs> laughing at you idiots. Everybody's done Non-alcoholic that beer. Yes. And the girls, oh, no. I can't stand. No, I remember when I was in college, we went to this rival football team's bar. Yeah. Okay, so we'd go there. The rival football team was there, and they like heard we were coming to this bar. Yeah, and they actually spiked one of my buddy's drinks. They actually put something in it, and I remember the point of doing it, and it worked. Then my buddy failed the drug test, and he traced it back to for college. He was a college football yeah, player too. Yeah, football player, and these John Carroll guys, uh, the state, uh-huh. put something in his drink, and he failed the steroid test. And he swears it was because of this drink. They put something in the yeah. drink to make them fail that test. Yeah. Bro, you can put tons of things in there to make them fail the test. He swore. <laughs> so wait a second. So, the, so the guys from John Carroll, that's your rival. Yeah, in college was the rival. That's your rival college. So we okay. went to this bar and they don't. So they, they just happened to uh, walk around with human steroids, growth, human growth hormone, yeah. and, <laughs> and just just ready in case a Mount Union guy shows up. They can. Drop a little in their drink? Well, they heard we were coming around. This wasn't just a one-time thing. We were dating girls from there, so we were always frequently frequently at this bar. You were frequently-ing this bar? Yeah, yeah at this bar. So we frequently-ing? <laughs> so then they somehow had something. And, dude, we were drinking. You're not paying attention, especially uh, a guy with his drinks. Uh-huh. And they put something in my buddy's drink. He was acting crazy that night. He was puking. And then he ended up failing a, a test. And you maintain that it was... The, the rival team, team uh-huh. spiking his drink so he would fail his NCAA drug test. Yes. 
for steroids or whatever it was, and yeah. and uh, caused him to be, what, is he suspended from the team then? Oh, the rest of the year. Oh, right. And then it was a huge fight just to get back on. Then he had to appeal the whole offseason to get back on the next year, and I don't even know if he even got onto the team the next year because of that appeal process, because then I graduated. But then I heard, I was out of it then. I, I was out, but then I heard they got revenge. They went back to that bar, and again, I had no part of this. Yeah. But they started going back to that bar, and they paid some, like, hot bartender to then spike their drink. The John Carroll people, yeah. right? Yeah. And with, with HGH or whatever the hell they're, I mean, what a dumb idea. That's what they, they want revenge. You know, if you get it, and it messes up your whole football career, you're going to want revenge for this. So you really believe that this actually happened? This, 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 this is very hard for me to believe. I, this is one of my good points. I asked him one-on-one. I go, dude, just tell me, you know, this swear to God to me, were you taking stuff, and now you're just trying to, like, blame it on this? He goes, dude, I swear to God. Peter. Okay. I, I, okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Jeffrey, Jeffrey or Charlie, go ahead. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I, oh, I, I asked him one on one. He swore to me. He's like, dude, I didn't, I'm not taking steroids. Something was in my drink. Um, where did your friends get it if they don't do it? That's weird. They would just have it. Well, when they got revenge? Yeah. Oh, they had to seek it out. Oh, okay. okay. Did you find somebody that. Their own supply? Some nerd and the, yeah. uh, some chemistry student, Charlie. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So then, yeah, to get theirs. But yeah, yeah, it is a little bit weird that they would even have access to all those steroids or HGH or whatever. Well, but you can get it. You can get anything you want. You put your mind to it. You really believe that that that? What's more likely? Your buddy was doing steroids and got caught, or a rival college spiked his drink with HGH or something like that at a bar. I mean, what are the odds of that? The rival team. The rival team makes way more sense. That would be way easy to do. You can just put it in a guy's drink. A guy doesn't cover his drink like a girl does, especially nowadays. And say, so go back 15 years, you think a guy's were caring, oh, i got to protect my drink and put a napkin over my drink so nobody puts something in it. You never think about that as a guy. You never had that worry. And then once True. you fail a test, you have to trace back your steps. And he's like, oh, remember that night I got sick? That was just recently. Somebody probably put something in my drink. And we already heard people already giving us evil eyes going into this rival bar. You know, you could you just know when you're not wanted, but we wanted the chick, so we would go there. <laughs> you know, they always bump into you roughly, you know, always step on your shoe trying to get a fight going, so then they did this. Uh, Marjo, I think this is. Good morning. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Yes, hello. What's this guy's name, Charlie? It's Marjo. Marjo, go. Is he drugged? He's passed out. Maybe he yeah. got drugged. John Carroll got him. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we have, of course, done those stories of the, the women who believe that they've been roofied, and then they go to the hospital, and it turns out they weren't actually roofied. It's something like 99.8% of the time they are drinking alcohol, and they're taking it's their own prescription medication that they're taking. And then they realize, oh, I... I they're like, oh, I drink like this. I only had one drink. I only had two drinks. I shouldn't be that loaded. Well, they were also taking Xanax or whatever. Oh, I got that prescribed because I, you know, I saw Ireland Baldwin, and I didn't want to have an anxiety attack. So I've been on, on Xanax, and then I started drinking. They don't realize how potent it is, what a multiplier it is, and it's it's rare that drinks are actually being spiked like that. Not completely unheard of. I'm it not saying happens. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it, it doesn't happen. I'm just saying 
a lot of times people think that it happens. Well, what happened to me? I don't even remember last night. Someone must have spiked my drink. Probably not. In fact, there's a 99.8% chance that that wasn't what happened. Uh, but I'm not saying just don't, don't, don't worry about that. You always have to be, uh, you know, on top of it. You always have to, to be aware of what's going on. But I just love that Doozy believes that she was roofied drinking straight out of a keg. Like they some. <laughs> no, that's you just drank too much. That, that, that keg. You can actually see it coming right out of the tap, do you? Yeah, but yeah. can't you warn people? Heads up, freshmen. No. So if somebody gives you a shot, whose fault is it? Instead of giving you like a lemon drop to give you a shot of whiskey and you take it, should you be like, why didn't you warn me this is a way stronger shot than a lemon drop? No, I think a shot is equivalent. All shots to me are equal. No, no, no they're not. Oh, are you well, not? No, I think a shot is a shot. But I oh think if God. I'm drinking a beer, I need to know that there's more in it. So they were playing us and seeing who, who they could get wasted. I, uh, I was looking up. When Doozy was talking about this, now maybe they do have this in kegs. I don't know, but I was looking up malt liquor, and uh, when I did a Google search of it, it has like Colt 45, Old English 800, and then it has Edward 40 hands. Do you know what that yes. is, Theater? Yes, you tape 40s to your hands. We did it. <laughs> and what? You tape 40s to each one of your hands with duct tape, and until you finish the 40, you can't get it cut off. So the, the whole party, you know, you're walking around with two 40s to your hand. The one you actually drink the 40 ounce, then you can cut that off, and then you have a free hand. Now, I've never, so I've never done this. Oh, it's, oh, it's a great game, but everybody has to do it. And you go around the party doing buddies high fives, but it's really just, ting, you're taking the 40s. You know, you try to pick up a piece of pizza with your two 40s, and you eat it. Uh -huh. It's a great game. Well, how long does it take you to, to finish a 40? Oh, you can chug it. You can chug the whole thing in one downing. So what's the point of the game, then? Well, most people can't do that. It's really hard to chug. So, I mean, if you're drinking it, you know, it, it takes a while. You can go as fast as you want, but usually you want to get at least one off so you have a free hand. Is well, a there's a debate here, what I'm reading okay. about this, is that there is a debate about whether or not you have to finish both before you can get the 40 off oh, of okay. your hand. I guess Some, different uh, schools. A, a strict interpretation, Dieter, is that you need to – you have – Two forties, one in each hand, duct taped to your hand, and that you have to finish both before you can get them off of your hand. Okay, I guess it's different rules. So that probably makes more sense. But I think people just want to get a free hand so they finish one, and you can cut it off. Uh, and here's one. It says in the United Kingdom, the game is sometimes played with wine bottles. Oh Lord! And it's called Amy Wine Hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's terrible. Yeah. I never heard of that. <laughs> that would mess you up. Wine? Yes. Well, what's in that? Three and a half glasses? Oh, there's more than that, isn't there? No. Four glasses of I, I've it's never four or five glasses, but but it's it's. Can you drink a whole bottle by yourself? Oh yeah, oh, I, exactly. I just did. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't. No way. I mean, a bottle of champagne I drink by myself. It's easy. But I guess, so I guess a regular bottle is fine. Is champagne higher than... I think it's about the same. Is it? Is regular wine. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I hope. But I always figured if you can drink a whole bottle of wine by yourself... You're an alcoholic? Right? Yeah. No, yeah, you just oh, said you can't. I just did it just... twice over the weekend, as a matter of fact. Oops. That's sketchy. Is that bad if I did yeah. it on Friday and Saturday? <laughs> They're saying it's about four and a half, five glasses. Yeah, it is. That's that's a lot. Like five beers. You think that's an alcoholic? It's a lot. No, it's only not. in textbooks, not in real life. No, maybe two of these every night. 
Or three. That's a lot. Dino, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Dino. Morning, sir. Hey. Hey, so I was in Amherst back in, uh, this was about 10 years ago, and uh, we were at, we were bar hopping, and I went to this place called RC's, and I had one of my friends buy me a drink while I went to the bathroom. I came out, she gave me a drink. I maybe drank about four drinks this whole night, and I ended up waking up on a helicopter to get flown out to Cleveland. I guess they, uh, the, the police had seen me laying down in downtown Amherst on the ground, and I guess it was the OD of, I think it was Ambien, I think it was, and I've never taken Ambien, not a day in my life. So you're telling me that because the girl ordered it for you, that someone thought it was her drink, they spiked it, and then it really That's ended up that's what I'm assuming. Um, now, if that's what happened, not 100% sure. But I know, I know, I didn't take no Ambien. So, well, I, that's the only thing I could have thought, you know. And the OD on it. That's got to be what two, three pills, four pills of Ambien. That's just one. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, it. Was pretty crazy because I got life flighted out and ended up waking up in the helicopter, and then a little bit later. They put me out, and then, because I was freaking out, I was like, what the heck is going on? So then I woke up in the hospital to them shoving a catheter in because oh. I was on uh, bed rest, and I was ratchet strapped to the bed. I was, it was a very crazy experience for me, for sure. Wow. <laughs> I'll uh, always pay attention to where your drinks are coming from, I guess. Ask for them to give you a drink. Always get it in a bottle, like a beer, not a mixed drink. Get it in a bottle and tell them, don't open it up. Sometimes they have to. They're going, oh, we have to open these. Because sometimes I'll buy, like, four beers at the bar. Yeah. I'm like, you save two of them so I can just carry them around? They're like, no, no, we've got to open all of them before Why? we get them to you. I don't know. It's some stupid rule they have. Oh, yeah, a lot of places are. Yeah, they, they, What's the rule? I don't get it. I think it's the word you're going to walk out with it. Oh. Here's, uh, let's see. Let me, uh, hold on. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, Edward Pony Keg Hands. That's a game this guy played. It's four guys attached to one keg. Duct tape to one keg. That's right, pony keg. And they have to drink it before they can be uh, taken off. Now, four guys here's in one keg. Kevin says, no way. Actually, a few people say, no way theater could chug a 40-ounce of oldie in one chug. Impossible. And uh, here's someone that says, if you play this game with champagne bottles instead of 40s, we call it Rover Fancy Hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can still chug. You know I can chug beer, but I don't know if I can do that all in one chug. That, that, that's going to take work. Doogie, we do have the shizzy coming up, the news. What do you have on the way? I'm going to give you the unhealthiest things in your freezer. Also... A game show for Dieter that I think he could try out for. I'll tell you what it is next. We'll be right back. Hang on. Tool is back in Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. I got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MNS. Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. We aren't saying his voice has to be registered as a deadly weapon, but he has been known to kill the competition. I'll be chilling there. I'll be chilling there. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory.
have on the way, Daisy? Some of the unhealthiest things that could be in your freezer right now. I will tell you what they are. And NBC, they're getting in on the whole Survivor kind of a show. Finally, CBS is... No way! I know, right? Survivor's been out for, what, 20 years now? No, so NBC is getting in on the fun, and I'll tell you what that's all about. Coming up next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Drew, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Drew. Hey, how's it going? Hi, man. So, uh, see, I'm always getting in road rages because, I don't know, maybe it's the way I drive, I'm not sure, but I just need some, uh, I need some moves from Jeffrey for, like, whatever wrestling moves he's got in his arsenal. Because I'm a smaller guy, mm-hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I know Jeffrey just knows his way around the ring, so if, if I got to take on one of these big guys one day, I need to know what's going on here. Jeffrey, what kind of uh, finishing moves should should uh, good old-fashioned low blow will get the guy or just drop him with a stunner. Stunner? That's how he should finish on you is with a low blow? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I mean, to get to weaken a guy and then you drop him with a stunner. A low blow? <laughs> yeah, that's a crazy move. Wow. Uh, no, I, I like to use the stunner. The stunner? Yeah, stone cold well, stunner. Just, can you I do the get... stunner on somebody if they're not, like, cooperating and helping you do it? You have to catch the guy. Well, in this case, in, in a real-world situation, you have to catch the guy off the guard. Uh, in a real world situation, in wrestling, it's a different story. Have you ever used? Uh, have you ever been in a real fight? I remember in high school, someone was picking on you. Been, but... I've not been in a real fist fight since I was in high school. In all honesty, I avoid fist fights whenever I can. Well, I'm a small fun. guy, and yeah. I'm, and I'm too easily pre- in a fist fight. I'm too easily easily predictable. Why are you predictable? I mean, people can just people can just strike faster than I could. Oh. Gotta remember, I got a crooked spine, so the signals in my brains don't uh, get quick, get there quick enough for me to think fast. Two like, brains, just two brains. Yeah. How many brains do you have? I have one brain, but the signals to my brain. And then he's gotta go. It's gotta go from his spine to his brain, and then back to. No, it's gotta go through the curvature in my spine, Dougie. Right. I have scoliosis. Thank you very well, much. I know, but I'm saying it's gotta it's go. It's not funny to make fun of it. I'm not. Yet. It's gotta go up the curve to the brain, and then back down to All the All the way hand. back to the yeah. right? Yeah. Where does the signal start? Uh, like anywhere on your body. Like if I touch a hot surface, and sometimes it's, it's delayed, and then ah! So you touch like a hot stove, <laughs> and the the signal starts where at your the fingertip, where, at where, your finger, whatever's touching, whatever. Um, you have your sense of touch. All, all your senses work together. Yeah, I understand. So They're all correlated. Yes, and so you touch that hot stove, and I pull back right away because I can I can feel it right away. But I thought it takes longer, though, for the signal to... It's because I can feel it, and then my, my, and then, uh, the, 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 my brain is just zap. Get through. But do you think that if I touched a hot stove and you touched a hot stove at exactly the same time, who would pull back? I, I probably want to pull that quicker. I, you I, would? I, yeah, I mean... Well, wait a second. This totally goes against yeah. your crooked spine. takes longer for the signals to arrive. It depends right. on the situation, Grover. Mm-hmm. Every situation is different. In a situation where if I'm going to touch a high stove, yeah, I'm going to pull back in a split second because I already know I'm, if I don't pull back, I'll burn my finger up or my, my, my finger but, up. But, you, but that signal has to go from your finger to your brain, right? 
Yeah. I thought you said that that signal is slower because it's, it's, of course it's, it's fine. It's my ability to think and process information. Sure, I understand. I don't think not I don't so think much you do. feelings. Yeah, you don't have not, a crooked spine, robot. Yeah, so you're able to think. <laughs> you can think faster. You two knuckleheads can think faster because you have higher IQs. I have a and, I have I only have an eighty IQ, which is which has already been confirmed, which is on borderline ahem. Uh, so that's uh, because of, mentally disabled. That's because of your crooked spine. That and um, oh, my mom held me in for too long. What do you what? mean by this? this my, is mom was, my mom was in labor with me for ten hours. So she, so you were well done. You were overcooked. Basically, the best best way to put it. So the, the thing is, my mom wanted to deliver and get and, and get out and deliver me quick, but. The back then, the protocol was you had to wait for the doctor to come in for her to deliver. That's the story I was told. Okay, so she's what? Instead of pushing, she's holding. She's clenching. She's, she's keeping you in. in. Yeah, she's turtle-heading <laughs> Jeffrey, and Jeffrey's trying to escape, but she uh -huh. keeps slurping him back. Yeah, I wanted to get out of that. I wanted to get out of, out of my mom's wretched ovarian bastille. <laughs> oh, wretched? Well, that's that how Stewie puts it. Yeah, okay, Stewie? Family Guy? Oh. Yeah, it was a Family Guy reference. Oh, okay. So, uh... <laughs> So he hates his mother. Yeah, I my mom. No, Dewey. If I my mom, I would not be here entertaining our fans for the last 11, 11 years. Dewey hates his mother, and you just referenced yourself to being like Stewie. Yeah, you called her a I just referenced wretched. a quote by Stewie. Stewie hates his mother, I don't. It's a totally different um, scenario here, dude. All right, but she kept you in too long. Yeah. I never heard this. And and it, it almost it baked your brain. That's what my mom told me. It baked your brain, basically? Like you were... Locked in a hot car as a child, almost it's sort of equivalent. Yeah, well, that's and then, my, the, and then with my brother Jason, they had to induce her labor with him. She wanted him out quick. And then my, my I think the labor with my older brother, I think, was pretty normal. All right. That means she was in labor for a lengthy period of time. All right. Well, there you go. Now we have it. So, but the hot stove, you'd go faster than me. Correct. We can test this, bring in two hot plates, you guys both put your hands on it, and see if you pull it But this whole thing with the crooked spine, which I've been hearing for years, this really seems to me to be counterintuitive to his crooked spine yeah, slowdown yeah. theory. I mean, the whole thing is, is like, I don't have the best reflexes either. Right, but if you touch a hot stove, the signal has to go all throughout. Let's say you touch it with your toe, okay? Let's start there instead of your finger. You step on a hot coal, okay? That signal goes what? I stepped out on a hot sidewalk and, and like with my bare foot. And I was like, ah! Oh, okay. <laughs> right away. And the the the, the then I got to step on grass to cool it off. The signal the goes up right. your up your leg into your spine through that. You have a nervous system I, that okay. feels all that stuff, Rover. Come on, I've told you before that your senses all your senses and your body systems all work together. I but your reflexes are a little slower because it's got to go up your spine. Unfortunately, I'm just by reflexes. So. Because of the spine. But why would you, in that sense, with the hot stove or the hot coal, why would you react faster than me if, if your body's slower due to the crooked because spine? Because I could feel it quickly, and I would know to pull back. I think he knows that it's hot, therefore it pulls back. I see. So he knows in advance. It's not that he feels it accidentally, like if he just steps on a hot, uh, yeah. you know, hot coal, he doesn't know it's there, he might react slower yeah. than me, yeah. but if he knows that it's hot, then he reacts faster. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? right. 
Something like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, that's just how I am. I mean, I just, like I said. Yeah, and lucky thing for me, I don't go, and here's the thing, I don't go around picking fights with people. Number one. That's good. Now, so you, your mother held you in for ten hours waiting for the doctor to show up. Your other brother, they induced labor. My younger brother did. him out fast. And then your older brother, it was a normal delivery. Which is the normal length of time to be in labor. What about your secret sister? How was her delivery? That, I don't know. I never really discussed that with my mom because my mother, I think the first time I had revealed that, my mother was pretty pissed off about it. That you revealed the secret that sister that she held it on the asked me not to talk about it. Okay. So... Uh, Ashley, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Ashley. Hi. Hi, what's up? So, that is completely not even close to being true. I was in labor for 40 hours, and my son was three to four days past due. And he is completely a genius. He's a genius. You don't think he's overcooked? So in other words, maybe Jeffrey has it all wrong. Maybe he was undercooked. No, Jeffrey's burnt. Maybe he needed to stay in there a little bit longer. Uh, I don't even get where that comes from. Like, the doctor wasn't in the room when I pushed my son out. He had, like, big indent in his head because he was already out and the doctor wasn't in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he is... Literally, he's been certified genius from the doctor since he was like a baby. He's an actual certificate. Me too. Um, if you had Doogie has one of those too. All right, you know, God help us all. <laughs> Ashley, thank you. Uh, Junior from Michigan says Jeffrey burnt his leg on Dieter's motorcycle tailpipe and didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's so totally true. true. What about the signal then? Scar. I forgot. I forgot about that incident. Yeah, I remember. Now you're now. Thank you for reminding. Yeah, that was the that's a prime example of how. Uh, yeah, you know, and uh, I didn't realize it right away. So okay, so you didn't know that there was something hot. You put your leg on Dieter's tailpipe, and you didn't even realize it was burning your flesh. Dieter, how did you did you know it when you smelled it? You're like Jesus. They move your leg. I think I heard the sizzle. <laughs> Like, like a, a little bit of, on the grill? Yeah, a little bit of smoke coming <laughs> off. I was like, Jeff, wait a second, is your leg touching that? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he had a huge red mark on the inside of his calf. Did it say I still have that scar, though? Do you actually? Yeah, I still have that scar. So you were slow to react in that situation. Yeah, I mean. Is that due to the curved spine? I think I just didn't feel it right away. You know, so. Hey, I mean, it happens, dude. I can't help it. This is Doogie, how I am. Are you ready for the shizzy? I'm going to put my genius certificate to on the display. Right okay. Now. Here we yeah. go. Wildfire continues to spread across Florida Panhandle. More than 1,000 homes have now evacuated as 1,500 acres are burning after trees that were downed a couple of years ago from Hurricane Michael. Plus the low humidity, plus the strong winds are saying it's just creating this perfect storm. Usually hear about the wildfires out west. Yeah. So the Florida panhandle, the blaze started on Friday, has now spread to more than 1,500 acres, like I had said, and it's only 30% contained. Yeah, because normally it's like more humid and, and you have some, some, it's not as dry as it is out west. Yeah. So they're trying to get that under control. 
There is uh, another story out of Florida. A teacher was hospitalized after allegedly being attacked by a couple of students in her classroom. You're thinking maybe seniors, freshmen, high school. Right, high school. Yeah. No, these were four and five year olds. Oh, come on. Wait a second. Stop it. How do they The youngsters who attend Pines Lake Elementary oh. were said to have thrown objects and flipped chairs in the classroom before attacking the teacher using their little fist and feet. Oh, that's impossible. Is this someone trying to get free time off? Workers' comp, something. You can't be injured by a four-year-old bougie. I'm just saying the teacher was found sitting against the wall and said to be coughing and faint. Paramedics oh. were called. They showed up. Oh. She was unresponsive. The five-year-old child could be charged with aggravated battery. Could be arrested, taken to court. Okay. And what was the name of the school? Pines Lake. Did Pine, you go there? Pines Lakes. You said Pines Lakes. <laughs> Way to go. It could be Pine Flakes Elementary. Thanks, Nipster. You just ruined my my streak of being correct. Remember this stat, because I think I am an agreeable person. A study found that being agreeable and easy to be around is helpful 93% of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are so agreeable. Yeah, I'm right. I'm oh so nice. Anything could set you off into a fight. In fact, she's the exact opposite of this. <laughs> yes. She disagrees for no reason. No. Even yeah, when it's know. best for her, she disagrees with you. I don't know if she just likes to argue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Researchers at the University of Arkansas and University of Minnesota, they took stats from 4,000 different studies, and they analyzed the effect of agreeableness on 275 different life variables, everything from salaries and promotions to relationship success. And they found that being agreeable and cooperative had a positive effect on 93% of them. So, be more like me, agreeable, and more good things will happen. Someone has figured Jeffrey out. Okay. Have you guys ever seen these cold twitches that Jeffrey has? You, said it, you said it during the last yeah, time. Right? Okay, I, I was in an elevator with him recently, and he just like goes like... just. Involuntarily, his head turns and it looks like he's having a seizure. He snaps it. Someone has figured out that that's actually Jeffrey's slow reaction time. He's reacting to things from like years ago. Uh, when he burnt his leg on your tailpipe, okay. he just reacted during that segment. <laughs> oh, so just finally, ow, ow. finally hit his brain? That's right. Oh. Yes. <laughs> because of the curvature in the spine. Go on, dude. <laughs> So, um, back in the day, remember having a Walkman? Yeah. Tony Walkman. With, oh, with man, a little, yeah. little, little ear, um, earphone, ear head, headphones. headphones. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Plugged in. Uh, well, now, Sony, they've announced two new Walkman music players. And it's really expensive. How much? $1,600. Oh, my God. Also, there's another one for 3200 3200 What are you? What, what? I think it's gold. It's 99.99 pure gold-plated, oxygen-free, copper. Oh, good. So, uh, do you think these Walkmans will make a comeback? No, no one's going to buy these. No, absolutely not. You have it in your phone. Have it in your phone. Yeah, because, like, how do you get the songs? You're not going to be able to get it from a streaming service, right? You actually have to download MP3s again? I think this might have... Android built into it or something, perhaps. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, it obviously has a touch screen on there, but no, that's not the comeback. Why would you pay $3,200 for that? Why would anyone buy a record phone for free? You can play it off your phone. And all the people who are like, I can hear a difference, I can, no, you can't. Okay. 
I did. I got a record player. I've started purchasing a lot of records. Oh yeah. yeah. My brother got me the record player for Christmas, and I was like, well, I, I need. Jeffrey, hold on. This is your cue. Go on, Charlie. <laughs> um. So I. So you call call Charlie a hipster doofus. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Anytime. <laughs> we gotta wait till it reaches. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, any, any record player, anybody who owns a record player at this day and age is probably would be called a hipster. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's his, I mean, that's his choice. So I, I, go, I go past the record store all the time. There's always people in there. Always yeah. cars. Yeah. And it's still in business. Oh. People just, like, they just go in this browse. They go through every single record. Because people don't have anywhere else to say. It's either in their parents' basement yeah. or the record store, theater. <laughs> they don't have jobs yet. Anyhow, so, it's so expensive, too. Like, just. What's what, one cost? Well, name an album, I'll tell you. Duran Duran. Okay, it depends. That could be, and probably, a Duran Duran, I'm going to get $35, $40. can't one record? For one record. I can't believe the prices they're they're charging for records. I mean, sometimes you'll see one like a, you want for 20 bucks. That's rare, though. Mm-hmm. That's rare. $35 is what's the most you've spent on a record thus far. I think I capped myself at 35 I won't go over that. How's the sound? Is it is it more is it warmer, it's warmer. sound? It's richer. It's yeah. I don't know. I love it. I love it. So there, it's so crisp. You can hear everything. Oh no! No, it sounds crappier. There's a <laughs> needle. They say they can hear every single thing. No. It's slightly crappier because there's a needle sound. Um, what well, Elton's doing? You have the static and the needle playing. Yeah. There's all a place in um, Lakewood, where I live, that actually sells vintage stereo equipment. Uh-huh. Speakers, receivers, buy record some. players, the whole smash. Why don't you buy some? I don't need it. I don't, I don't need it. I don't need, I don't need a vintage stereo in my house. I haven't had that. I mean, when I got my computer and I can just watch the music videos on YouTube all the so time. I so was, I was like you guys. I was like, why would anybody want to own one of these? This is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Especially because I have Google Homes all over my house. I could just say out loud whatever song yeah. I want in the world, mm-hmm. and it'll just start and playing. It starts playing automatically. Just immediately. Yes. I don't know what it is. But you get the artwork with the album. The artwork's cool. People love that. There's posters. There's always like yes. extra stuff inside. Yeah. There's like posters in the records. Some of his lyrics are in there. You take the record out. You put it on. The whole process of doing it. I don't know the why. The smell of it. Yeah, that's like like at my house, I have an old-time TV where I have to get up and change the channel. It's just so much better doing it that <laughs> I way. I will say, uh, speaking on that, actually, two things. One, the record I like because I end up listening to the entire album. I'm not just skipping around because it's a pain in the ass to go change the song or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you don't. So you're actually appreciating the album as a whole. But I think that... Um, remember back in the day when you only had cable, you'd end up watching weirder, neater, kind of stranger things because you're like, that's it. This is what I found. Mm-hmm. Now you don't you don't get to experience anything like that anymore. It's just, I want to watch this specific thing, and you only get to be exposed to that. You don't think there's something to be said about that? <laughs> oh, God, you're no. growing old. Yeah. You're getting... More mature. No, no, I don't. <laughs> that was very much I want my life to, to be as easy as possible. I want it, it is. I want it to be easy. <laughs> I don't How much easier could it be for you? Discover a new deep track of whatever that I, I don't know. I'm okay. You've never been a music person. No, I, I don't you. mind music. I, you say I, you drive in lots of times with nothing on. Just, just the heat on in summer and the windows up and no <laughs> nothing. Mm, no, generally I listen to top forty stuff on the way into work. It just I'll do a Lipa, get you going in the morning. Okay. A little levitating, you know. She's getting sued for copyright. 
some band claims that they ripped off that Dua Lipa ripped off their song. Yeah. Does sound similar. Do we have the original? I think we can probably, Charlie could probably find it here. Go okay, ahead and I'll finish real quick. Uh, some of the items that are most unhealthy for you in your freezer right now, do you have any of these? If you do, you should probably get rid of them. The frozen toaster pastries, like the Pillsbury toaster strudels or... Oh, those are great. I have some of those. Uh, sweet and sour chicken, ton of added sugar, processed, not good. Frozen French fries. Those are terrible for you. Not yeah, high in fat probably. Not good for you at all. Corn dogs, frozen pot pies, frozen pizzas, and TV dinners. Any of that stuff, they say they're just the unhealthiest things. You might want to get rid of it as soon as possible. Bethany Frankel's foundation has raised $25 million for Ukrainian relief so far. She's the real housewife chick and the skinny girl chick. So $25 million so far. Mila Kunis, we had Where does that go, by the way? Like, mm-hmm. let's just say I were to start a charity and I was going to raise $25 million for Ukraine. How do I get that money to them? And, sure and where are. does it go? And how do I know when it gets there? Someone takes my $25 million. How do I know that they're actually doing the right thing with it? And they're not just I'm taking I'm sure it. there's like a Red Cross or somebody that you can hook up with. Um, also, remember we had told you about Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher that they were going to donate $3 million with their foundation, up to $3 mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. Their goal is $30 million. They're over $15 million that they've raised so far. Yeah. Totally awesome. Uh, For Dieter, NBC, finally, they're getting in on something a little bit like Survivor. Now, it's called Million Dollar Island. (laughs) Oh, that's a creative name. (laughs) Million Dollar Survivor Island. Yes. Uh, Instead of 16 to 20 contestants, it'll have 100. And they'll be stranded on a deserted island for 50 days rather than the typical 39 or Survivor more recently has been doing 26 days. And there are bracelets. Everyone starts with a bracelet worth $10,000. Contestants can gain and lose bracelets through various challenges, but whenever a contestant leaves the island, he or she chooses who gets their money. So like Survivor, the grand prize is a million dollars. And it's an intense competition. Well, Survivor starts on Wednesday, the new season. I saw that. Yeah, there's some select celebrities on there. Ray Lewis is on there. Oh, really? Who else? So it's, it's, it's going to be good. There you go. That's the shizzy at Rover's Morning Glory. Got something to say? Call the show. 1-866-YO-ROVER. That's 1-866-967-6837. I do have seven Dust tickets to give away at the end of the show today. Seven Dust. Uh, I've been around that band for, oh my God, as long as I can, as long as I was in radio. 25 years. Um, so I have tickets to give away. They are coming. I've got it right here. Oh, you have it. Uh, where are they coming? What are they doing? What's the... Sunday, May 1st, yes. at the Cleveland Agora. Yes. And you can win tickets all this week. If you don't win them, you can get tickets and details at agoracleveland.com. They're going to head out on tour. It's the 21st anniversary of the Animosity Tour. Oh. Um, do we have the Dua Lipa song? Do a uh, Dua Lipa is being sued by some band. 
a reggae band that claimed that she ripped them off with her levitating song. Now, I'm guessing Dua Lipa doesn't write any of her own stuff. Doesn't Taylor Swift write her own she stuff? She says she does. I mean, she has writers. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just Taylor Swift. Right. There's people like help her. Yeah, she has a team. It's, it's, not, so, it's not solely her. No way. She might write the lyrics, but I don't think she's writing no, the I music. No, I think her last album, she wrote everything. The music and the lyrics, everything. She'll get the gist, I'm sure. I think she wrote the whole thing. Don't be a naysayer. The what? Yeah, I don't know. She's a strong, powerful, independent woman. With <laughs> everything on her own. Um, but Dua Lipa is apparently being sued. Let me see if I can find that. Let me take a quick break. Okay. I'll play you the the song of the people who claim that it's been ripped off, and then I'll play Dua's song okay. as well. We'll be right back. Hang on. In Cleveland in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. I got tickets for both all week. The Alan Cox Show back live today at 2 on MMS. Smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Life is short, so listen to as much Rover's Morning Glory as you can. Levitating by Dua Lipa. Used to be with Dua Lipa as a baby until the baby was canceled. Then they tried to take the baby out of levitating. Uh, but let's hear that quickly. And. You don't even know about that. Okay, all right. So this, they've they've got a lawsuit going too. This is well, it's not banned. This is two writers. I don't know who these writers are. Um, uh-huh. Anyways, their song was "Wiggle and Giggle All Night." Wiggle and giggle all night. Let me hear that. I was walking down the street when I saw the Santa Claus boy wiggle, wiggle, wiggling at me. He said, "I'd like to make a date." I said, "So sorry, but his lady said, what's the matter, baby? Ain't you free? Ain't you free?" I'm not hearing it. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, that Kate, wait, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jeff uh, Rover's in. No, listen. Before, listen. No, Kate no, dismissed. Listen. I was walking down the street when I saw the Santa Claus boy winkle, winkle, winking at me. Yeah, she looks very similar to, uh, you know. Right here. Uh, okay. All right. So there's that one. Not guilty. Okay. <laughs> now the other one is Art 
Article sound system? What? Is that how you say it? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. A-R-T-I-K-A-L. Article sound system. Here we go. And their songs, Live Your Life. If I were the judge in this case, you would have to 
prove a reasonable way that someone would hear that. Now, I guess they'd say, well, we put that out on SoundCloud, and Dua Lipa's producer must have heard that, and I don't know. She wrote part of it. Her name's on it. Her and three other people. Yeah, basically, when her name is on it, she changes a couple of words so she can get a co-writing credit. Right. She's not, I don't think, writing up. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she is. Do you think we'll ever run out of... Music? No. You think... I just don't know how you don't subconsciously, like, just regurgitate. So we'll never, ever run out? Are we going to run out of words? Run out of things to say? Huh? Because we only have so many words? Yeah. I mean, there's an almost endless... Uh, All comes around, goes around. Okay. There's a case. In, Wait, there might be a third song. Oh, oh, oh no, a third. Third. Let me um. A third uh, uh, plaintiff in this case. Okay, I haven't even listened to it yet, but this is Don Diablo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. By Mig- Miguel Bose. So they're also also suing Dua Lipa? Yes. Here we go. Here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does that sound a little similar? No. It might be a style then. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand music, but it's singing like that. Like, is that like a scale, Mister? No. Wait, it's all part of a scale. I mean, it's not. I don't understand. I don't know. Is that it? Might be a common thing to do. I'm saying this might be a style, like bossa nova. Every bossa nova song sounds the same. What year was this from, Charlie? Okay, this is interesting, because the people that wrote um, Wiggle and Giggle All Night uh-huh. also wrote this. So they're suing for oh, both yeah. of their songs. No, they're suing oh. Dua Lipa for both of their songs, but they even ripped themselves off. So Wiggle and Giggle, they wrote in 1979, and then they uh, then this song in 1980. Hmm. But so you're admitting you just reused it for a, a Spanish artist. Well, good luck, Dua. Is Dua Lipa Ukrainian? Sounds like that could be Ukrainian. What is that? I don't know. Let's see. I know she's from England, but... I'm guessing that's not her name. She's the eldest child... No, I think Dua Lipa... I don't know if that is her... I think it is her real name, or, or pretty close. I'm not sure. Let's see. She's the eldest child of Kosovo Albanian parents, and someone from Yugoslavia. I, I guess that is Kosovo yeah. these days. Okay, all right. Well, it's all all right around over there. Same. And Bosnian also says. Yeah, sounds all all right. All right there. Um, in. There's uh, two kids 
juveniles that are facing battery charges. Listen to this. They went into an ice cream shop in Cape Coral on Surfside Boulevard, 8 p.m. on Saturday. And these two kids went in there, and there was another group of uh, kids that were in there, and the, the two kids, they had a bunch of silly string cans, and they sprayed the two victims with silly string. Remember that stuff? Yeah. When you're a can, it comes yeah. out of a can, it's like blue, orange, whatever. It's kind of sticky yep. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's really not that sticky, yeah. I don't think, is I it? It's, it's, it's somewhat wet, if yeah. I remember. It's gross. So that's why it sticks to like a wall or whatever. So these these two kids go in there, they get sprayed with silly spring by a group of boys. Spring. What did I you say? Silly spring. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got be right on the show. We can't make mistakes. I'm sorry. We need our own gamble over here. Yeah, I need one now. I need a stapler. The, uh, police were notified, and the boys who shot the silly string were found in an alley behind a nearby business, and they admitted to police officers that they had sprayed the victims with silly string. They attacked them, yeah. The victims' parents... These two kids, these two juveniles, their parents, they were alerted by police. Your your kids have been the victim of a brutal silly string attack. <laughs> and they said, well, officers, we demand you press charges oh, against these kids. Get boys. out of here. The parents, I kid you not. I kid uh, you not. Wait, so I'm not even kidding you. How yes. old was the uh, victim? Was um, it one or two victims? I, I, it doesn't say how old they are. It's still for kids. Yeah, two, two, uh, two juveniles were the victims. Yeah, but you have to be... The, the boys, the group of boys have been issued notices to appear in court to face charges of battery. No. Battery? Battery charges. Yeah, isn't this stuff made to spray it at another yes. place? Yes. 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 That's the whole point of silly string. That's the point. That's yes. a willing participant. No injury to the victims is reported. Okay. You guys remember, it's silly string. So how's it battery? Because you're attacking them. It's a minor annoyance. This is kids being kids. These parents, the parents of the alleged victims who are pressing charges against this group of boys, they're the ones who should be thrown in jail. It's silly string. Get over yourself. Have you ever had silly string on you? It's I'm sure annoying. at some point it's when gross. I was like in junior high or something. So I stand in my house. Why? Because it's just a mess. It gets everywhere. It gets in the carpet. It fills right up. What? It fills right up. Not, when's the last time you had silly We used to do it for every birthday eh. from our kids. It's child abuse, <laughs> Snitch. Oh, wow. You sprayed your kid with silly string? Come and get me. <laughs> you do it over, like, by the cake? Doesn't it light up? Oh. No, no, it's on them when they're walking down the stairs. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's flammable. Yeah, I've seen people that get covered and then you light it. But listen, here's the definition of battery. A physical act that results in harmful or offensive contact. Was this harmful or yes, offensive? You can't attack people this with things. Look, I, I if would they say this. Willing, I, I would say this. If I was in a uh, store and someone uh, did that, someone sprayed me with you know, a random person sprayed me with silly string or threw eggs at me or whatever. No, no, yeah, this, silly, what if a kid walks up to you you're in a store shopping, Grover, and it sprays you in the chest with silly string? Goes, hey, oh, you get him arrested. No, no, Grover, I think it's, oh, my no, no, hold on. I think it's different doing it to an adult. If it's a, if it's a group of kids doing it to another group of kids, I don't, I don't 
see like that being as big of a deal. If you do that in school, you'd get in trouble. Yeah, but you're not in school. Just you did, there were a lot of things that you did outside of school that you'd get in trouble at school, but that's why you did it outside of school. It's certainly not battery charges. You so wait a second. If Gianna was a spray with silly string, you would support charging. Oh, somebody came up to her and charged her and attacked her with silly string. Yeah, yeah. The, the that's what they did. That you're under attack of silly so string. So what if she did it to somebody? You'd want her to be charged with a felony. I'd kick her ass. You would ground her. her. You take away her oh, phone. Yeah. You take can't away people her with dance classes and all yes, that. Yes. Yes. So if on the final day of dance class or whatever they go and and someone, I'm a massive fan of the Christian Bale Batman, but the new the Batman is arguably a cinematic masterpiece. Wow. And the closest adaptation to the comics there has been yet. Really? The movie was absolutely unequivocal. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. So I've never read the comics. Great. So I've never read the comics because I'm not a dork. So I don't know if if it's close to the comics, then the comics suck too. I don't know. I've never never sat down and read a Batman comic book before. I like the Christian Bale Batman films. And I like wraps it up with Charlie is really stupid. Okay, go ahead. Well, how? Just, you don't like that? Yeah. That was his last Oh, that was the same one. Oh. Okay, well, that's fine. But I'm not smart enough to get that movie, that great film, the masterpiece that is... Cinematic masterpiece. Yes. This could be talked about for ages. That's what people are saying. Like, go you, see it. I'm going to. I Why did you go yesterday? Because I was busy yesterday, but I will absolutely... It's hard to go during the week. I will go on the weekend. Why is it hard to go there? Yeah, what do you have to do? Because I've got stuff going on. What time does Gianna get out of school? Why do I have to explain why I'm no, just serious? You said you were Seems like busy. that would be the easiest time. Two twenty, the bell rings. Okay, you could make it plenty of time. Yeah. Go right at eleven a.m. Give an Annie. Give an Annie. Pick her up. I'm. I'm good. Thank you. I don't need you guys to tell me when to go, but I will go see it. I'll go see it before you'll see it. Rover? Oh, yeah, for sure you will. But Rover, I know I'm not interested. If you, <laughs> I know it's. First of all, when I heard it's three hours long, I go, I know I'm not going to like that. That sucks. Mm-hmm. No You've way. Never like a three-hour movie. It's not really? a comic book movie for three hours. Uh uh-uh. uh I can possibly get into like ninety minutes. They these movies keep getting longer and longer. Have you guys noticed this? Like it used to be a movie was ninety minutes. And then sometimes if there was, like, an incredible movie, it would be two hours long. And then Lord of the Rings came out and just said, let's go for it. Oh, and they had these wizards and elves and little... uh, Oh, whatever they are. There are no elves in Lord of the Rings? Of course there's elves. You said little elves. Elves Elves are tall. And uh, Lord of the Rings are tall. Mm -hmm. It depends. Are you talking wood elves? To sick people who need it for as much as $13,000 a year, these are people who are infected with a bacteria called C. difficile. C. diff. And they need healthy fecal matter in order to survive. I would do that. So the fecal transplants. And this guy is the guy that wants to date Doogie? Oh, yes. gosh. The guy that sends me that email? Hot. Totally hot. <laughs> I might need to start selling it pretty soon.
Andy writes, Rover, the guy with the bumper sticker is wrong. Now, this is a guy who had a bumper sticker which said, it's the law, slower traffic to the right. Legally speaking, Andy continues, there is no driving statute in the state that requires motorists to drive in the right lane except to pass. The law actually states that a motorist must be traveling at or above the speed limit to be in the left lane. They're not even at the speed limit sometimes. I find this... I just find this a little bit suspicious. Above? You're telling me that the law states that in order for you to be in the left lane, you need to be driving at or above the speed limit? It's Well, limit. wouldn't that be the speed limit? How could you be driving above the speed limit in the law? Yeah, I don't... I don't... I'm, Andy, no, uh, no offense, but I don't uh, trust your legal interpretation. I don't know if you're right or wrong, but I certainly know that... The, that I, I don't think the law says... Hey, by the way, if you want to use the left lane, you need to be going at least five miles per hour more than the speed limit. Philip writes, I always wondered who would match up in a spouse swap with other people's spouses. If you had to pick a spouse other than your current spouse, who would you pick? For instance... You have Rover and B2, Charlie and Krista, Dieter and Mrs. Dieter, Schnitzer, Schnitzer and Mrs. Schnitzer. Anyone can use Doogie as a replacement if it's a better fit. No, so, I'll pay. for instance, I got Jeffrey. If, uh, oh, yeah, Jeffrey and Mary Elizabeth. Okay. No, I'm the only single one. That's hot. This guy wants Rover and Krista, Charlie and Mrs. Dieter, Dieter and B2, and Schnitzer and Doogie. And he gives reasons. Uh, since they're in duty because they're both old, he says. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that lines up. Yeah, eight. that works. <laughs> uh, you know, I, Separate best. I, I don't know if we can make a, uh, like the Donna Reed show. Uh, <laughs> My grandpa. <laughs> I don't know if we can make an educated call on this because we, we don't know Dieter's secret wife. You've met her many times. More than once. Of course, you never met her, now it's once, and... <laughs> How many times you met Smith's wife? Uh, more than your wife. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Three times? Y yeah. When? Definitely a few. Yeah. Okay. Could have done some whatnot. I think Dieter's wife I might have met 20 years ago once for 30 seconds. Met her at a concert. Met her at the hospital. Met her, she was at Rubberfest. You probably don't even remember there's three right there. There's three. Okay. All right. Three times in the past. Okay. Well, don't say all oh, years. She doesn't exist. Uh, I didn't say she doesn't exist. Secret <laughs> wife? Yeah, secret she's wife. Secret. We don't know if she exists. We don't know. How many times have you met her, Daisy? I've met her a few times. How many? Three. And you've known Dieter how long? Dieter's an how odd long? How long? 20 years. How many times have you met Snitzer's wife? Oh, a lot. Thank you. Okay. How many times have I met your kid? Maybe three. Oh, I've known you 20 years. Besides, we don't spend that much time outside of work. Yeah. We get sick of each other. Yeah, Just like you. I get sick of you, Rover. Mm -hmm. uh, Michelle writes, Hi, Rover. Jeffrey said on Monday's show he was overcooked, and that's why he's a bit off. I think this is false. My daughter was two weeks late. 
I was in labor for 12 hours, pushed for an hour. She's 13, and she's super smart. Yes, Jeffrey believes he uh, he was cooked a little bit too long in his mother's womb, and uh, therefore his brain was fried a little bit. Gianna says, I binge-watched a new show over the weekend that just came out on Netflix. It's called Worst Roommate Ever. You have to watch it. It's a five-part true crime docuseries. You can watch them in any order, though. It's about the psychos who ruin their tenants slash roommates' lives. Uh, I have seen that. Uh, well, I haven't watched it, but I saw, you know, when I load up Netflix, it shows me that at the beginning. A little ad for it. Looked interesting. I started watching the show you should watch. What's that? The Dropout. Oh, it's about the lady. Yeah, it's good. You know, but I, I mean, I watched the documentary on on her at least one, maybe two. I don't know. And uh, are you learning anything new? No, but it's just I don't know. The lady's so weird to me. It's just so such a strange story. She is weird. I watch it inventing Anna on Netflix. That's about the woman who pretended to be a an heiress, and uh, that was okay. I mean, kind of, I kind of got into. I mean, once you start watching it, you're like, oh, now I have to finish it. But that was nine episodes. They probably could have made that show three episodes. But did anybody watch that Winning Time on HBO, the Lakers thing? Ooh. Oh no, is that? Here's why. That looked really good, the preview for that. But are they releasing it one episode per week? That's I think that's how it's going to be, yeah. See, that's, that's tough. Because maybe we're all just getting dumber as technology takes over our lives, but I can't watch shows now if it comes out one per week. I just, I, I forget what happened the week before. Even with the little recap, I go, huh, I just lose interest. Like, I haven't watched, I think Picard is back on Paramount, or whatever the hell they call that. Is it Paramount Plus? Is that what they call it? I thought they Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Picard is, is back out. I think they have at least one episode of that out, I think. I'm not positive. But I stopped watching that stupid, what's the other one? This, uh, Discovery? Discovery. Oh. Oh, man. I started watching... That was so great. The first two seasons were fantastic. And then they get to season three, and it really took a nosedive. And then I even like, well, I guess I'll start watching season four. And I just could oh, man. Man, is it, it got bad. But Picard was good. But now if it comes out and they only release an episode every week, and then... Uh, that discovery, they get to, they get after a few episodes, they go, oh, we're not going to release uh, new episodes for another month and a half because we're going to start putting out these Star Trek cartoons. No blow decks? Who's going to watch that? That's a cartoon? Funny. Like, you, you like cartoons. I don't want to interrupt yeah. the season of a show that I'm watching oh. for a month and a half so that they can put out episodes of a cartoon. It just totally makes you lose interest. Um,. Alan writes, I was looking to watch a documentary because I was bored, and I realized that 
Everyone has a documentary. Literally everyone. Every git-head, drug-emotional BS person does it to get attention. I realize the new thing is documentaries. Everyone has one. It's the newest thing. My question is, who would make the most interesting documentary on the show? And who will do one on themselves for a week? Well, that's easy. It's just with one word. Oh, come on. Just the way he lives. His day-to-day life is just bizarre. I would pay to see that. That'd be an Oscar winner. Yes. Well, yeah. he would He would try his hardest. If you followed him around for a week, he would try his hardest. Impossible, because like if he just goes home, that's enough. That's all you need to see. Here's the other thing. It, it you think you could make minute. a whole documentary even without his... Uh, without his permission, if you had access, if he gave you permission to just his cell phone, could you put together? It, it, you could a do it one day, like the Tinder swindler. Yeah, one day of the cell phone and chasing down the leads <laughs> of who he's calling, how, what their relationship is to Jeffrey and everything. Yeah, I've got to take a break. Eight six six Yo Rover is our number. We will be right back after this. Hang on. Rover's morning glory. Woman's Day today. Gap Cruz from the Cleveland Guardians sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the Tool Show in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. The Alan Cox Show starts. Rover's Morning Glory is on your smart device. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Whoever said lightning never strikes twice didn't exactly listen to this show. We're shocking you five days a week. Welcome back to Rover's Morning Glory. Strange thing that you don't hear every day. A Pennsylvania, a Pennsylvania man is accused of breaking into a woman's home in New Hampshire and secretly living there. Now we've had stories like this in the past, uh, but this one's a little bit different. His name is Mauricio Damian Guerrero. He's only 20 years old. He's from Pennsylvania, and he was arrested and charged with four counts of burglary. Uh, he apparently broke into this woman's home, police say, early on February 9th. And uh, when they got out there, they found that uh, he may have actually been in the home for a while. And what was he doing in the woman's home? Well, this is where it gets a little bit strange. The woman, who has a young child, told police that she met him through OnlyFans. And uh, that this guy, Mauricio, said that he wanted to buy her a new television and a fireplace. So she said, sure, no problem. Here's my address. Oh, jeez. So uh, he showed up at at her house and uh, a few times during one encounter... The guy said uh, to her through OnlyFans, look out your window because I'm waiting on the sidewalk. She looked out the window, and in fact, there he was. And then here comes the best part of the story. The woman said she let him inside because she didn't know what else to do. (laughs) Um, I can think of a couple of things, and uh, none of them are let the weirdo inside your house. Can't you call the cops? 
But Dieter, he wants to buy you a TV and a fireplace. You don't want to. You could say no. She said that they hung out for about two hours, and then she told him to leave. Now, this guy, he drove six hours to this woman's house. He lived in Pennsylvania. Drove six hours all the way out there. You don't find that suspicious? The guy's going to drive six hours, wants to buy you a TV and a fireplace, never met you before. Yeah, immediately you uh, you go, this guy's bad news. You you call the cops on this guy. Yeah, there's going to be strings attached with this. Yeah. Drive six hours to bring you a TV. Now, uh, the woman says that she woke up in the middle of the night and uh, saw him standing in the hallway there. It saw, like, his shadow. And that's when she uh, called police. They went into the home. They searched the attic. They found uh, the, the, they, uh, the police heard something coming from above the attic on the roof. That's where they found the guy hiding out. He was located on the roof, brought inside, and arrested. The woman says that prior to that, she had noticed weird things happening around her home. She said a downstairs window had been left slightly open. Hmm. And a door near the kitchen also left open. She said that her keys dis disappeared from the counter when she was, you know, she's like, I know I left my keys right here on the counter. She's looking all over for them, and then, boop, they reappear. And the woman says, well, I just brushed it off as me being busy. Uh, so now this guy has been arrested. He says, I only went there to take my TV back. I gave her this TV, and uh, I wanted it back. Probably she didn't live up to the expectation of whatever it was that she laid out to him was going to happen if he gave her the TV and the fireplace. I, it's probably some sort of prostitution thing or something. Yeah, I mean, this think, guy's a weirdo, obviously. But that guy's thinking, if I give this to her, she's going to have to uh, put up for me. In his mindset. He's looking for something. Yeah, he's actually going to give it and then oh, drive away. You're never going to see the guy again. He wants to bang you. After he drives six hours yeah, to get no, there. This is going to be in your life. They had sex, you don't think? I don't think so. I mean, when you, when you do this whole OnlyFans, you're kind of asking. And that's just pictures. I don't think it's always prostitution. It's not prostitution. Well, I don't know. Were they banging? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they were or not. But, you know, first of all, uh, look, I'm not saying the woman is at fault, obviously, for being on OnlyFans, but you better be prepared for that if you're on OnlyFans. You certainly don't get... What the hell's wrong with you? You give out your home address to someone you meet on OnlyFans? What kind of... Yeah, what do you expect? The, 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 what do you expect? You're right. What do you expect is going to happen when you give out your home address to someone? You're not expecting to be... I think somebody lives there. But don't you expect yes, them to show up? Remember that girl well, was just in the news? Go ahead. There was a teenage girl. She gave some guy her address. He showed up, and the father shot and killed the guy. I don't think the girl gave him her address. That was a TikTok girl. Yeah. She's yeah. like 15 Talk years old or so. I don't know how old she was, but the yeah, in that case, I go, the dad should get her daughter off of his daughter off of TikTok. Yeah. Because the dad had to shoot and kill one stalker. 
at their house, and then they were going to court a week later to uh, try and lock up another stalker. If your teenage daughter has a bunch of stalkers and they're all coming because of TikTok, isn't the most important thing at that point to protect your daughter yeah. from these weirdos? Yeah. And you do that by getting her off of TikTok, I would say. Yes, 100%. Absolutely. So you think that it's this woman's fault for... Uh... Well, if you are going down that road of OnlyFans and you're having these interactions with people, you're kind of asking for trouble. Yeah, I would I would warn anyone who's on OnlyFans, any uh, female who's doing any male, anyone who's on OnlyFans who's selling nudes, or I don't know, what the, whatever you have, but you don't, you know, I guess you don't have to be selling nudes on OnlyFans, but I'm guessing that's what she was doing. She's putting out sex videos, pictures, whatever she's doing. It's probably something that this guy got this guy all hot and bothered. Um, I would recommend you definitely do not give your home address to someone. Like even those marketplaces or things that whatever, like aren't people... you got to do what Dieter does when he sells something online? He has a fake name and yep. he meets you in a uh, parking, parking lot, lot and denies yes. that it's him. Yes, that's smart, isn't it? <laughs> uh, for sure, it's smart. So you just got. I, I, I just she's kind of asking for issues and trouble if, and she didn't. You don't brush it off if your keys are disappearing and someone's living in your home. Yeah. Do you think, I was, I was thinking about this, and I know we've talked about it in the past. Do you think someone could live in your home without you realizing it? And I, I'm convinced they absolutely could. Convinced that they could. Yeah. You could find a crawl space an at, in the attic, basement, whatever. You could find a, a spot. And think about your home. There are areas in your home where you don't go on a regular basis, right? I mean, maybe like a closet. But most of my house I know. I mean, I'm looking every day. You're, in every room of your house, you're going every day. You're in there looking through every room in your home. Yeah, because I'm going through something with my cat. So every day I have to check each room to make sure mm. she's not crapping in, in separate <laughs> rooms. And then, like, I use the basement because I have a uh, weight room down there. So I go in my basement, I use the main floor, and I go upstairs to check on the cat. So unless it's like some closet like my, my wife would use or something, I, I would know if somebody's in my house. How many bedrooms is your home? Four. Four bedrooms. And you're telling me that you check every bedroom on a regular basis. Well, is it one in office? Prior to the cat, how often would you go in those bedrooms? Uh, not as much, but like say like one room my, my wife uses, one's the bedroom, one's like a cat room. And one's just like a uh, closer in there. So most I'm checking, or she would check. Yeah. I'll tell, I, w I would know. In, in my house, I would know. Your house is different. And the closets in those bedrooms you check? But she would. My wife would check that because she might have clothes. Like she goes to get her clothes out of a, a certain closet. So she would know if somebody's in that one. So. Yeah, I would know within like two hours if somebody's in my house, I think. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Do you have an attic? No. I mean, yeah, you have an attic, attic would be different. You have an attic, I do, but I don't know if you can fit a person in it. Just little, tiny, little. I don't have an attic. I don't know what. It's above a closet. There's something where you can poke your head up into. Well, don't you think? I mean, it's got to be fairly decent no, size no. up there. You don't think it's so? It's up there enough to, I don't know, poke your head up and look around. Isn't it like the whole upper part, though, where the. I've never even poked my head up. I mean, I think it's probably bigger up there than you imagine. But how would you get in there? 
the entrance, you can't. There's no ceiling thing that you push up? No, the ceiling thing I'm talking about is very, very small. Yeah. You, nobody's normal with normal shoulders to be able to get up there. There's got to be a way to get into your attic, I would assume, besides that, right? I don't know. Now, if someone was living in the fruit cellar, you would recognize that immediately? 100%. Uh, is there any part of your basement that's behind? You have boxes. You have nope. The boxes have been moved into a certain closet, so that takes up all the space in that one closet. So if they were to hang out in that closet, they'd be hanging out in the basement almost. Um, there's just nowhere to go. And with a dog, you'd sniff it out. In or a second. if you heard something. Yeah, yeah. Dog, dog would sort of make it a little bit harder. No getting around. Theater. What is your wife doing? Um, why don't you guys keep your clothes in the master bedroom closet? No, we do. She has she has like another closet with other clothes, like long dresses and stuff. She puts in there. Oh, this is like, it's just a small closet, but this, she puts stuff in there. So I have a three bedrooms, and in our in our bedroom, we don't put any clothes in there. There's a clothes free room because it became a, a disaster of people's clothes. So now I have a room that I put my clothes in, and she has her own room that she puts her clothes in. I have a clothes rack in my office because my daughter's closet is so small that the clothes rack, she has to walk out of her bedroom to go get clothes. Yeah, well, that's the way to do it. No more. I don't like if, it. If you have an extra bedroom, put your clothes in there. Yeah. It's so much better. Now, the stories that we've heard of people living in homes. Yeah. I mean, they're not huge homes. They're regular houses. There's even... Apartments, we've heard of this happening. You remember the one was in an apartment, and the guy would come out in the middle of the night. He was... Uh, was he under the bed? Uh, where was he? Was he living under the... No, I thought there was, like, behind the wall, there was, like, a, uh, there was like a room be in between the wall or something. Apparently, they, we saw pictures. They broke the wall down. You could see what this guy was li living, wasn't it? And one guy was coming out of the... Like the cabinet area above the cabinets, that one? He was coming out of the ceiling somehow, like in the kitchen, wasn't he? He was coming out of somewhere. And he was coming down, and then he would eat the food out of the fridge and then go back up into his little uh, hiding spot or whatever. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. Yeah, I think they call this frogging when you secretly live in somebody's house. And you just, like a frog, you move from home to home. You people never get do this, people do this for a, uh, uh, not for a living, but if they don't have a place to go, they secretly. They you almost get a you get a rush from it. Not getting caught, you're stealing food from them, not paying rent, living your whole life while they sleep. Yeah, that's when they get up. When yeah. you're asleep, they get up and they roam around like your home. TV. Well, yeah. I don't know if they get that comfortable in here. I mean, you watch TV in someone else's home while they're asleep. Now, someone pointed out to me that. Jeffrey didn't know when people were in his house, when Mary Elizabeth was having guys come over in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> He's up there sleeping. I don't worry know if he was sleeping. He was on YouTube or something. He has headphones on. You can't hear anything that's going on. There's piano music going on. There's a million ceiling fans going on. There's anime going on. Uh, MLP porn. You've got to block it out. How long could you live there? With that just every day, the piano, the porn, the oh, live TV. A, 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 a frog, as you call it, would go into that home and leave after 20 minutes ago. I can't take it. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. I have no place to go. I live out on the streets, but I'd rather live out there than in this uh, maniac house. <laughs> I mean, it would drive anyone crazy, yes, wouldn't it? Yes. I don't think you'd be able to hide in there. The, the 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 traffic, the in and out. I have a feeling those kids are 
you know, setting up ceiling fans. Tomas is setting up ceiling fans all over. Well, no, the lock to the attic was broken for a while, remember? The doorknob was off. So, well, you couldn't get into the attic? Yeah, remember that? And you had to use a wrench or something oh, yeah, to get in or a player? Yeah. So you hide up there, take off the doorknob? Uh, anyhow, so we'll see what happens with that guy. But just a bit of advice. If you're on OnlyFans, don't give your home address out to people who, I'll buy you a TV. I mean, what do you expect? And then if the guy goes, hey, look outside your window, and he's outside, and she goes, Oh, I invited him inside because I didn't know what else to do. Call the police. Yeah, that uh, that is definitely, I don't know what to do, but that is definitely not what to do. Invite the weirdo into your home for she two hours. She probably didn't call the police because she knew what she was doing was wrong or she was doing something that, don't you think? It's not that, illegal to sell your nudes on OnlyFans. But then call the police. You don't invite them in. There's a guy who... Um, uh, I was reading this guy who, his father says that his 25-year-old son got addicted to energy drinks. Oh, I saw that. And that Oof. that he was drinking them nonstop, and he says it was, the, his father says it was as powerful an addiction as crack for him. He was uh, divorced. He had just divorced, and that would have been right. Going yeah. through a hard time and depressed and right, and fatigued. so he started drinking these energy drinks, and he worked up. on scaffolding with his father. Yeah, and the father's like, "Hey, me and all all the other guys told him you got to stop with these energy drinks." But yeah. he was he he said that he couldn't. This twenty five year old said that he couldn't. And How many are we talking about a day? Does he does it say? Oh my god, I. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if it says in here. There was another woman in in this same article who was drinking 15 liters of something per day. Think about that. You need, you know, like a two liter of Coke or something. Yeah, she was drinking 15 liters of Lucozade, whatever that is. I think that's like a British energy drink or something. So now the British government is planning to ban sales of energy drinks to anyone under the age of 16. Okay. But uh, this father says that we need to ban energy drinks entirely. They should be made illegal. Oh, come on. Now, most people aren't drinking these to the point of uh, needing help or psychiatric help. They're saying, this father's trying to make it like these energy drinks Cause. caused his son's death. His son was depressed and ended up. Killing himself, I think. Oh, and if if they were illegal to people under 16, this guy still would have been able to drink them because you're sure. 25. And even if you were, like, super addicted to them, and say you're 15, you could find somebody to buy you energy drinks. And I think that this guy probably committed suicide more that he was depressed that his marriage broke down after just three months of being married. You get married three months later, you, you guys split up. I mean, that's that's no good. So it probably has more to do with that than it does with the energy drinks. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Three months later, you already get divorced? Yeah. You probably thought his friends were going to rag on him. <laughs> yeah, so what, if you ban this, what's next? You ban coffee? There's people that drink a whole pot of coffee every day. Yeah, I don't think. Look, energy drinks, I'm sure, are probably not great for you, but in, in moderation... Uh, if you drink one per day, I think you're probably okay. It's probably better to drink zero per day, I would say. A lot of them have a lot of sugar in them and things like that. Now, you can get the zeros that 
don't have all the added sugar and all the added calories. They don't taste as great. The Rockstar Recoveries, though, those don't have a lot of calories. I think it's like 20 calories per can, big can, 16 ounce or whatever. And it's only 20 calories. That The, the Orange Rockstar Recovery, man, is that stuff good. You're still getting some vitamins in that. It's not all trash. You're still getting caffeine, getting some vitamins, some minerals. Do you need those vitamins and minerals yeah, that, yeah. that you're getting if, in if those you're energy drinks? You're not getting that through your food? What if you're not, this guy wasn't eating. This was his whole diet was energy drinks. He's working on you know on the roof or whatever. Uh, here's a, uh, another guy who says that he suffered a heart attack at the age of 49. He attributes that to drinking four cans a day of Monster. How much? Yeah, he how says, much? I was working, he was a bartender or owns a bar, and he says, I was working nonstop. I would drink at least four cans a day to keep me going, and then after a year, I just collapsed with a heart attack. Um, I don't know if that's what's doing it. I mean, a lot of 49-year-olds have a heart attack. Stop drinking it so much. Drink one a day. Anyhow, I don't think you need to ban those entirely, but that's what they're thinking about doing over there in uh, England. They're going to ban them for anyone under the age of 16, and then they're going to take a look at it after that. Mike in Detroit, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. What's up, Rover? Hey, man, what's happening, bud? Not much. Hey, you know, the Monster Energy drink, I drink about, like, seven, maybe eight a day, and I don't drink it because of the energy drink. I just, I'm addicted to the taste. What? I don't know what it is. Then drink the uh, caffeine-free. Yep. Is there a caffeine-free kind? Caffeine-free Monster no, Energy? You what? Say you just oh, like no, the they're taste. terrible. If yeah. you just like the taste of they're it, They're terrible. Yeah. I told my doctor. Doctor says it's okay. There's vitamins in it as well. All right. The doctor says it's okay? There you uh, go. Look, I, I said it was good. I, uh... I will tell you that the taste of Red Bull, man, oh, my God, it's so good. I, I, I love original Red Bull. It's it's fantastic. I love that. You mix it with vodka, oh, my God, is that. That makes vodka Red Bull, I really believe, is better than than just straight-up Red Bull. Like, the taste is so perfect. You don't even taste the vodka. No, it, it adds a little bit of a little bit of, little bit of something to the Red Bull. I wouldn't say I had to quit drinking them because I would drink them so damn late and I couldn't sleep. When you do lay down at three o'clock in the morning, yeah. I just would be up. I'm like, oh man, yeah, I, I can't sleep off this hangover. I would drink those nonstop, and then I would uh, like I go out and I drink those and I drink, 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 drink. You get so drunk that then you eventually you you do pass out. But I would wake up like an hour after falling asleep. I wake up and I go ah, uh, and I would have it. Incredible acid reflux from that. Just horrendous acid reflux. I used to give them up. I don't drink them anymore. Doogie, what do you have coming up in the shizzy? There's a lot going on. I will get the latest regarding the Ukraine-Russia situation. Plus, you know you have a major problem when you're pregnant and you're a drug smuggler. You're going to want to hear this story and fire up RNG TV to see pictures of this drug smuggling pregnant woman all right we'll get to that in just a moment here's uh, someone who says that uh, wow this guy drinks three to four of those rock star recoveries a day oh man that's i don't know if that's great and someone else says that where did this go i know a friend that dated a guy for a brief moment he dropped dead early 30s 
Uh, they believe his death was linked to his three to four energy drinks a day. And someone else says, I work in a cardiac department. It's true. Energy drinks are like cocaine for the heart. It puts extra stress on your heart and it makes it work harder, which can lead to a heart attack later down the line. We'll be right back. Hang on. Morning Glory. International Woman's Day today. Gab Cruz from the Cleveland Guardian sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the Tool Show in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. The Alan Cox Show Start. These guys like busting balls and breaking nuts. Oh, wait. Reverse those. We're back to Robert's Morning Glory. is coming up in a moment. What do you have on the way, dude? Somebody thought it would be funny to pull a prank in one of the screenings of the Batman. Oh. I'll tell you what the prank was. They had to stop the movie and let everybody know what's going on and clear it. Uh, also, I'm going to tell you a story about a woman who has a major problem. She is pregnant and a drug smuggler. The details and the photo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to want to put RMG TV on, for sure. Um, you can always watch RMG TV for free at RoverRadio.com or with the Rover Radio app on your phone, your tablet, or your TV. Probably not a... I don't know what the story is that you have, but probably not a great idea to do a prank during a Batman movie, considering that was the movie... You know, it was a Batman movie that was playing in Colorado when that guy went into oh, the, the theater. Night. And... Shot up everyone and killed a bunch of people. Remember that? Yeah, dressed as the Joker. Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. John in Youngstown, you're on Rovers. Morning, Glory. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, not much. Yes, go ahead. All right, um, I'm commenting on the uh, energy drinks. Yes. Um, now I drink like four, sometimes five a day. Damn. And don't you think that's too much? Um, sometimes it. I work a laborious job, and and I work uh, three to eleven, and I have to wake up every morning at six. So, I, you just never get a break. Yeah, I, I. Someone here sent me a message. Says I used to drink twelve to fourteen Rockstar cans a day. No way. Twelve to fourteen a day. Those are the big ones. The big ones. Oh, yeah. no way. That's <laughs> a record. Yeah. Call Guinness. Um, and now that that's chest pains. Yeah. Uh, Are I you mean, drinking water in between that, or it's just pure energy drinks? Yeah, I would. Right when I wake up at six, have one. Right at noon, have one. Right at three, and then finally at seven. Yeah, you gotta wean yourself off of that. Now, I used to drink a lot of energy drinks, and then. When you wean yourself off of it and then you stop, it's like, man, it, it, you have a couple of days of, of kind of feeling like garbage. You get a headache sometimes if you you miss that caffeine for maybe about two days, but it goes away. And uh, it's going to save you. Think of the money that you're spending every month. If you're drinking 10 cans a day, it's a lot. Or even this guy who's drinking, what do you say, five Red Bulls a day? That's... I mean, when I was drinking them, they were two bucks a can. I don't know if they've gone up in price, but let's just say it's two dollars a can. That's ten dollars a day. That's yeah, a lot of money. That's crazy. So I could drink coffee all day. That's I mean, three hundred dollars a month in oh, yeah. Red Bull. That's 
That's too much. But if you like the taste of it, it's hard to quit. You get the caffeine kick, and especially when you're at a job, you want to just keep the caffeine going. It's easy to drink. Zach, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Zach. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hey, man, what's happening, bud? Hey, I was listening to that story about that guy in that chick's house, and it brought back some crazy memories. I grew up in Michigan, and my neighbor worked as a paramedic, mm-hmm. and she worked like 24-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. And I was walking home one day um, from school, and there was a bunch of cop cars there, and my mom and dad would not tell me what happened. And the very next day, and for a few weeks later, my cousin would have to come watch me. Come to find out, I, I caught on the news a little bit of what happened, so I questioned my cousin. A guy was living in her house, and she had no idea. Really? He uh, she lived in a she lived in a split level, and in the bathroom, I guess there was like a it was a part of the attic, um, and he had. A sleeping bag, a heater, a bunch of like odd like dishes of hers and glasses where she thought she like misplaced them. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, they never found out who he was, but he, from everything that was there, had to have been living there for months and months and months and she had no idea. And so that, what would he do? Well, he just out, wait was, to use the bathroom until she left and went to work? Yeah, because she'd be gone for, I mean, it was a 24-hour shift with drive and everything. She'd be gone, you know, close to 30 hours. So you'd have just run out of place the whole, yeah, and no one, she had no idea, and we had no idea. And I, w- I would uh, take care of, I'd like water the flowers and stuff on the day she was gone and, you know, take the trash cans in and out and stuff. So yeah. I wasn't allowed over there anymore at all. Yeah, it was terrifying. Well, I don't blame your parents. Yeah, that's, I mean, some crazy maniac living in someone's home. And, uh, yeah, and our our, uh, our crawl space, uh, the way to get into it was through my bedroom uh, closet, so I'd always be freaked out that she would be going in there. And, of course. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's scary. Zach, uh, thank you. Yes, Dieter? You walk into a closet and you see somebody sleeping, or like a crawl space. You catch the guy sleeping, he has a heater and all this water and stuff. You just shoot him while he's sleeping, because if that guy wakes up, you know, he might charge and attack you. Sure. No, I don't shoot him while he's sleeping. I immediately run and grab one of my guns, and I come back and well, yeah, so come back to the to the room to sort of make sure he's yeah, say he doesn't leave and go to outside or to another part of the home. He dial nine one one, and if the guy makes any sort of m- movement toward me, coming at me, then you shoot him. But I don't just shoot a sleeping guy. What if he's all set up like you can tell he's been living there for months? It's a room you haven't checked. He's got like wrappers, Dorito wrappers everywhere, <laughs> yeah. you know, urine bottles. He's just peeing there. He's got a little TV, a little heater. You don't have to shoot him? No. I don't want to shoot anyone if, yeah, I, if I don't really have to. <laughs> right. But I wouldn't hesitate if, if someone was in my home well, and they were going to cause me any sort of harm. You could just say that to the cop. So he, he lunged. One foot lunge towards me. Um, I also don't want to shoot anyone in my home for the sole purpose of, then I shot someone in my home, and it kind of, like, creeps you out then for the rest of the time you live in that home, doesn't it? Yeah, the brain splattered all over your floor and wall and stuff like that. Me too, clean it oh, up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's someone that says a couple people are now telling me this, that 
the small Red Bull cans are between three and four dollars a can now. This guy says, "Are you really?" Yeah, here's one. Someone that says it's three forty-nine a can, and Gary says it's between three and four dollars for a can. That can't be right. I mean, I know inflation and everything. We've seen the price of gas. You're telling me Red Bull is three fifty a can for the little can? That's a lot of money. That's, that's right, right. They've, you've got to be able to get it cheaper, like from Walmart.com or something. I mean, it's just maybe gas stations have the highest price. Three forty nine. Man, Doogie, are you ready for the shizzy? Yes, sir. Here we go. Here's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. This year, today, March 8th, it does mark International Women's Day. Now, you might be saying, what is this? It's a very special day. International Women's Day is observed annually on this date and celebrates the global, social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. Now, a lot of people will be posting social media, and the theme is hashtag break the bias. It asks the world to call out instances of bias against women in the workplace, at school, and at home. Five hundred twenty-three dollars a month. If they're three forty-nine a oh. candy, oh, I thought you were talking about five hundred twenty-three dollars a month. The guy would be spending. The guy was just on the phone. And yeah, Red think Bull. about that. Think about how that adds up. Five hundred dollars a month. That's over six thousand dollars a year in Red Bull. You got to quit. Just make coffee at home and bring it. Oh, much cheaper. All right. Go on, Deirdre. A third round of negotiations between Ukraine and Russia concluded with some small positive shifts regarding logistics of humanitarian corridors, but not a lot of breakthroughs as far as what's happening. And I remember doing the story yesterday of trying to allow people to escape, and then they found it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought to me, like, four people running down the road. And like a mortar strike hit right in the street, killed all four people and one family. Shell, the gas gasoline company Shell, yeah. they said this morning that they intend to stop purchasing Russian crude oil and they plan to completely withdraw from the Russian energy industry. So they're going to try to do their part. I saw people were, I saw an article yesterday that people are very upset at Coke McDonald's. and McDonald's. Why? KFC. Yep. Because they operate in Russia, and they want them to pull out of Russia and just close down. They have places all over the world. So you tell me, it's just true. because they have stores in Russia, they're upset at them? Yeah, oh, people are, uh, hashtag boycott McDonald's, hashtag boycott Coke. How can boycott that? Go to that store and boycott it. McDonald's in Russia. Go to Russia and stand out front of that store and see what happens. Look, I, look, I, I don't know what a, a big company like that is supposed to do. I really don't. I mean... They have individual owners. No, yeah. not over there they don't. They, sure? Uh, yep. Oh, really? McDonald's owns all of the stores. Oh, really? As opposed to other places Here, where it's yeah. franchisees. The corporation owns the stores in McDonald's, or, uh, in Russia. Um, but, I mean, think of it. You have tens of thousands of employees. I, I don't know if that's the right move. I, I don't know. It's a tough question. Then take them out of China. They have them in China. I believe so. Okay, so you think I take them out of there? What's China? That? Are they in the Middle East? Take them out of the Middle East. Yeah, there are. You know, that, that is a good point. I mean, name they have them. Do they have McDonald's in Saudi Arabia? I don't know. If they I'm do, sure. they've done bad things. Yes. Uh, do they in China? They've done plenty of bad things. China. Take them down. 
Yeah, I, uh, you can't start this. Whole, it's going to snowball into all these different places that. Just don't go to that one in Russia. Yeah, I think it's a little more complex than people are thinking about. And and I guess if I were McDonald's, too, I would also say, yeah, I'm not too worried about the boycott McDonald's hashtag. You're not going to those in Russia anyhow. And Right. I mean, people are so quick to, oh, boycott this, boycott that. Yeah, but then there's McDonald's, and they have those delicious fries. And no one will know when you go to McDonald's. I don't think this is going to hurt McDonald's, bottom line. One of the stories that, um, and I... I don't know the answer to it, but Airbnb, did you see that you can, Americans are booking Airbnb in Ukraine and not going, obviously, um, but they're allowing the people to have the money instantly, but I didn't really understand that Why not story? just uh, give money directly to people in Ukraine? Why not cut the out Airbnb? Instantly, but I didn't know that Ukrainians had Airbnbs there, so are they able to get the money for that home in their account? I, I guess that's who, the I I, who owns I don't know these, what and then doing. do they give the money to the people or is it rich Ukrainians that own nice homes that vacation spot? I didn't understand that story. Oh, I don't know if it's rich Ukrainians. I, I was in Poland, which is right next to Ukraine, and um, there were Airbnbs there that were uh, decent, and uh, I don't think I don't know. Maybe it was rich people that owned them, but I. I don't. I don't think you necessarily have to be rich to own a, an Airbnb. But I, I find it a little bit odd that you need Airbnb in order to. Is, is Airbnb taking a cut still? Because they normally take a cut. I, they were also in the news earlier that they were opening up their places uh, to help people that are fleeing. Hmm. So I'm guessing that they're not taking a cut. You know. Um, one more story. There's an Irish man who rammed his truck through the gates of the Russian embassy in Dublin. And this was all in protest of Moscow's invasion. And people that were all around were cheering and clapping. And his name is Desmond Wisely. He's a businessman. And he was arrested because you can't do that. For criminal damage, and he remained in custody following the incident. But he I read, says that I've I done my bit. I read a quote from the guy. He goes, I just wanted to open up a free path for the ambassador from Russia to leave the country. Yes. Get out of Ireland. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Leave. Right? Um, you look like you're ready for me to end the show. No, go ahead. Okay. Sorry, I have a lot going on. There was another school shooting that occurred yesterday afternoon outside of East High School in Des Moines, Iowa. At least one person is dead, and we have two people that are hospitalized. Police were responding to the incident, initially reported multiple shooting victims outside the school, but according to police, those hospitalized were in critical condition, and the fire officials said the victim who died was a 15-year-old boy, uh, while those who were injured were female, age 16, and 18 years old. So the shooting, which appeared to come from a passing vehicle, occurred just before 3 p.m., the school was put on lockdown and nearby streets were shut down. And police said some suspects were detained, but charges had yet to be filed. We expect that to happen very soon. All right, this is the story about this pregnant woman. Uh, she's two months pregnant. She was busted trying to smuggle fentanyl into the United States, and she had placed a condom uh, inside her Vagina oh, with okay. fentanyl inside the common condom. She is 19 years old. She is a U.S. citizen. She was flagged for an uh, inspection. She was attempting the 
Texas border. Across the Texas border. Yeah, yeah. From Mexico to get in with fentanyl. Yeah. And if you see a picture on RMG TV, that is the fentanyl inside of a condom. And that's what she had placed. Put that up her vagina. And she's pregnant. Oh. Oh, yeah. What's that leak? Won't they go right to the baby? Bunch of pills in there, just fentanyl pills. That's a ton, yeah. Six inches. It's uh, you can see they have it next to a. Is it six inches or six centimeters? What is that? I think that's inches. Oh yeah. All right. Yep. So she got busted. Uh, The Supreme Court will not hear an appeal of the Bill Cosby rape case. Prosecutors in Pennsylvania filed an appeal to a decision by the state Supreme Court, which threw out. Cosby's conviction because they ruled it was based on evidence that violated due process rights. Yeah, you know, this is an unpopular thing, but it's that is the right decision. Bill Cosby is, uh, by all accounts, a creep, yeah. a bad guy. He was taking advantage of women. He was drugging women and sexually taking advantage of them. But the bottom line is that a prosecutor made a deal with him and the prosecutor said, listen, I am not going to prosecute you if, and the reason they didn't prosecute, the, 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 there were statute of limitation issues, there was uh, <coughs> there was the uh, worry that they didn't have enough evidence to convict and so on and so forth. But the woman was suing Bill Cosby, and she she wanted to sue Bill Cosby. And the prosecutor thought, well, I don't, I'm not convinced I I will be able to secure a conviction against Bill Cosby. So her best recourse is a civil suit against Bill Cosby. So the prosecutor said to Bill Cosby, "I'm not going to prosecute you. You are immune from prosecution if." You sit down for a deposition in her civil, if she sues you in a civil case. So I won't prosecute you, but you have to sit, if you sit for that deposition. And that's what Bill Cosby did. He took that deal. He sat down for the civil uh, lawsuit against him. Loss. Uh, it was obvious and, and, and what he had done. And then later... They went back and they tried to use that some of those uh, uh, tapes against him when he's like, yeah, I, I, uh, I gave girls, I don't know what he was giving them. That was real, I think. Uh, I don't know. It was more than that. It was uh, uh, Quaaludes. Quaaludes, yeah. And, uh, oh, it was more than Benadryl. Well, at least I one know. of the cases was Benadryl, I thought. Quaaludes, too. I think he might have said this is Benadryl or something. But, you know, he was... Anyhow. Uh, so then they went and they prosecuted him using that evidence in his civil deposition. And rightfully, they have... And he was convicted in a criminal trial because uh, a different prosecutor came in after the one guy retired or whatever. And Rightfully, they overturned that conviction, and that's how he got out of jail. They go, wait a second, we already cut a deal. You can't can't do that. Now, is Bill Cosby a good guy? No. But the the fact of the matter is, you you can't convict the guy on something that you've already made a deal 
to not press charges against him. I mean, it, it sort of erodes the whole idea of our judicial system and allowing prosecutors to make deals like that. Right. If you're not going to keep your word. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Who would ever make a deal with right. a prosecutor to testify against someone else? They go, listen, you testify against this drug kingpin, and we won't prosecute you for X, Y, and Z. And then they go and back. Then, and then you testify, and then they go, ah, we change your high. We're going to prosecute you. Psych. No one, no one would do it anymore. Yeah. And finally, I'll end with this, Rover. A screening of the Batman in Austin, Texas, was interrupted by, take a guess. Uh, I don't know. of the Batman. I don't know. What is it? Live bats. Oh, bats. Lying around oh, in the theater. The oh. projectionist stopped the film, and Usher warned the crowd about the game plan to encourage the bats to fly out of the theater. She said that she was going to turn all the lights off. <laughs> she was going to try and get them to go into the lighted exit area and said, if you guys are uncomfortable being in the dark with live bats flying around... Please exit now. Did someone, <laughs> did someone release. release the bats in there? Yeah. Or were the bats... No. Of course. It was a prank. Oh. Yeah, they think it's funny. Oh, you watch yes. the Batman. What's, there's no way it's impossible that bats just show up in a Batman movie. Yeah. Uh, there's no way. Yes. They said animal control was immediately contacted. They've been overseeing the situation. And they said to ensure that a prank like this does not occur again, they are checking all bags upon guest entry. There you go. That's the shizzy on Rover's Morning Glory. We'll be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. International Woman's Day today. Gab Cruz from the Cleveland Guardian sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the tool show in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. The Alan Cox Show starts. The smart device with Rover's Morning Glory. Tell it to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Rover doesn't smoke weed. Yes, the competition. Welcome back to Rover's Morning Glory. Smoke them if you get them. Words in here, but they talk about solo polyamory. Can you, you have any idea that? what that means, Dieter? Well, solo sounds like masturbating. <laughs> so is it just uh, masturbating to yourself multiple times? No. no. And do you know what polyamory is? Well, that's multiple partners. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so solo polyamory. It make, it's like uh, doesn't make sense. Like hot ice. Is that an oxymoron? Well, this whole article explains it. And I'm going to tell you what it boils down to in just a moment, but let me just read you the first couple of paragraphs from this. After Chris, who's 35, came out as bisexual three years ago, can I get a ding for every uh, catchphrase, Charlie? Like, for instance, bisexual. you got to get that in there, okay? Uh, so let's start over. <clears throat> After Chris... 35, came out as bisexual three years ago. 
He decided that he didn't necessarily want to live a heteronormative life. I wanted to be able to date men and women simultaneously for my whole life, says Chris, who was withholding his surname for privacy. I felt like monogamy would deny me something of myself. During the pandemic, Chris moved into an intentional, sex-positive community in Brooklyn, a safe space where he could further explore his relationship with sex and sexuality. Through that community, he discovered a course called Open Smarter, which guided students through navigating the various types of ethically non-monogamous relationships. That's where he first heard the term solo polyamory. He quickly felt it fit his dating lifestyle. That's a lot of things to fit into yeah. the first yeah. paragraphs, isn't it? I lost track. So let me just break it down for you here. Um, solo polyamory is what Dieter and I were doing before we got married. What? Means we were just banging chicks, going out, uh, dating around. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> so you're by yourself. That's but, essentially it. Yes, but you're not monogamous. And oh. you're by yourself. But but you can still have meaningful relationships with people. Just you know, a few, uh, Charlie. And uh, the way they describe this is with no primary partner and a potential for multiple meaningful relationships. Solo polyamorists are hopping off the heteronormative relationship escalator. Huh? Um, so this is a, an entire, and this goes on and on and on. I mean, this is like a multi-page article here describing to you with all new updated phrases, how we all used to live 15, 20 years ago. So it all comes back around eventually. Now this isn't isn't disgusting behavior. This is. You've thought about it. You live in a sex-positive community mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So now it's actually it's a cool thing to do. And to you're be actually, a slut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, now it's cool to be a slut. Or a male slut or a female slut or whatever. Yeah, that's but, exactly it. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's okay. It's yeah. not. By the way, it was okay when I was doing it. No, but people looked down, was doing people it, looked like, down on it because you just called yourself a slut. Now if you say you're no, slut shaming. Yeah, I'm solo polyamory and then you go, Oh, okay, well that's actually you're you're in the club. Okay, I mean, cool. can, can you imagine someone going around describing themselves as a solo polyamorist? Yes. You're just a single person banging a bunch of people. That's 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 what single people do. Uh but they have but all the life choice. They have all these catchphrases in there. They also uh, by the way, solo polyamory uh Charlie, just so you know, that's a minority identity. So you can also tick that box off, give me another ding, as a minority identity, as a solo polyamorous. Maybe that will help you get a job or something. I don't know. I'm a minority. (laughs) I like to screw. (laughs) Uh, Also, it battles couple privilege. Oh, yes. That's right. Couple privilege. Apparently, it's a thing. And that is where uh, a lot of these solo polyamorists, they kind of felt bad about themselves because they're like, man, like so-called normal adults have like they're married and they like have a, like a, a 
quote-unquote normal relationship, and that's just like, that's making me feel bad about myself. I don't, real quick, everybody in a relationship wants to be this person, a solar, solo polyamorous. No, yes. I don't think so. Just get, for a little while. There's nothing wrong with it. With it, what? Banging a lot of people and trying to come nothing up with a woke it. word nothing, for it? Well, I do, I do have to I laugh mean, at the way this is the, this is the ultimate example of wokeness. And ridiculous. Jeffrey's not here. Hips, hipster doofus wokeness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because this is essentially taking what has been going on for, oh, I don't know, forever, I would say, right? Where single guys, Go out and they have, you know, a, they're juggling a few women. And women can do this as well, by the way, where they juggle a few guys. Yeah, but we're looked uh, down upon because it is kind of bad. And they're like, now this is like a new movement. It's a thing. It's, 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 and you're a minority. No. You just date around and you meet people on Tinder. That's not a minority. This is not anything new. And you're not, you're not, oh my God, thank God they're battling the evils of couple privilege. Uh, it is utterly ridiculous that, that, that they are devoted. I mean, this is a real thing. This art, I cannot believe this. You heard all those words I threw yeah. in there? Safe space. All of them are all in the first two paragraphs. 866-YO-ROVER. Doozy, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with. Dating a bunch of people and uh, having sex with a bunch of people. There's nothing wrong with it, period. There's no, anything you're going to say right now is just wrong. If you're trying to say that there's a problem with having sex with a bunch of different people, you're not hurting anyone. If you are going to act like a slut, why are you hiding behind all of the words to make it okay? If you're that proud, why not just say, hey, I'm a slut, and I own it. <laughs> because that has a negative connotation, I suppose. Because and it's not right. Have more respect no, no, for I, yourself. No, I, I've never had any issue with... Being a slut? Never, ever, ever. No, I, I believe... And today, by the way, Dushi, as you pointed out earlier, it's International Women's Day. International I, I want equality mm. for all women. And if they want to sleep with as many people as possible, that's their right. And people like Doogie shouldn't slut shame them. Agree. I 100 percent agree. Ne- yes. You live your life how you want. Yes. Then don't hide. Charlie's behind. joining a march for International Women's Day later today, where he is marching for more sluts. <laughs> so much. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> well, whatever they want. If they want to be monogamous, go for it. If they want to be poly, solo, solo polyamorous, or, go for it. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Wait, listen. There's nothing wrong with women having a bunch of different... Now, you know, you, you can be if you are... You don't it, approve it, of that. Oh, I, I totally approve you of that. You don't think women that slut around... No issue By people like you. They should not be shamed. Us men don't get shamed by that. No one's like, oh, oh man... Uh, Dieter screwed a bunch of chicks before he was married. What a terrible guy no, he was. It, no of one. The does. inequality of it, men. Because of you. No, because, because of people like you shaming. It's not us. Women because who like to sleep wrong. around. And it's a natural thing. People like to sleep around. It's fun. It feels good. There's nothing wrong with it. There is absolutely nothing wrong with it. We don't need all these new words like solo poly- polyamory. Well, it is a sin. 
eater. What? Well, your mind, Snitch. Someone religious like Dieter, but what about for me, Snitch? I, I don't find it to be a sin. I find it to be 100% natural. Now, Dieter, you do have some splaining to do. You're not supposed to have premarital sex. Robert, everybody sins. Uh -huh. Snitch sins. I know I think she's Mr. God in there, mm -hmm. but we're all sinners. Okay? So whoever doesn't through. sin can cast the first stone. Wait, what? Whoever doesn't sin can cast the first stone. We all sin. Dougie, what is the, the limit of, in your mind, let's say when a, when a woman is, let's just pick 35 as an age. Oof. What is the appropriate number of sexual partners for that 35-year-old woman to have had in her life? Let's say by the age of... 40. No, no, Let's 35. 35. Okay. I just said 35. Yeah, yeah, roll with What's it. Let's not make it complicated. It's my day. Let me choose the no, number. This is a horrible day. 35. <laughs> this day can't go fast enough, right? Who just fast forward to 10 o'clock? <laughs> 35, Doogie. Go on. Uh, What's the appropriate number? I'm curious what you think. 866-YO-ROVER, 866-967-6837. So if we lose our virginity in college, let's say at 20. I was 19 when I lost oh my virginity. My God. Most women are losing their virginity before the age of 20. Let's say 20, you lose your virginity in college, and then you date one guy then. And then after college... What is this, a math? Well, this, isn't, this isn't your life. We, oh, we don't need... Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you think is appropriate for a 35-year-old woman? So she's going to get married at 35? What's the purpose? I don't know. I don't, I don't think okay. she has to get married at 35. Okay. I would say two. Maybe two? Three. Oh. Yeah. Two out of three. here. Wow. Are you serious, Dizzy? That, that think about Even that. Even though I had more. <laughs> They're sexually active at 15, let's just say. So 15. That's 20 years you have three partners. I was thinking about a guy. I swear that you're bringing this up. I was thinking about a guy when I lived in L.A. that I had. I don't know if it's considered sex because he was not able to complete. Uh -huh, because uh -huh, uh -huh. I now know I was too young back then. I was in my 30s. <laughs> Didn't realize. Uh, this is when she lived in L.A., the time of the silent movie era, you know. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, she had sex with him. That's what she's talking about. Go on, no, yes. He was, uh, he was uh, a, coke, a cocaine guy. Uh -huh. No, if you guys are still doing the act, that counts. Even if it doesn't reach the mountaintop, that counts. You're not counting that as a partner because you never reached the mountaintop? I do, because there was... They walked into the front door of the house. Yeah, once you're in the house, that kind of... Yeah. Yes, that's, that's sex. It doesn't matter whether the guy completes or yeah. Uh, yeah. or if you uh, have an orgasm. That doesn't matter. Yeah, we don't care about that. Uh, Kane in Pennsylvania. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Kane. Good morning, Rover. <clears throat> so you guys are talking about this whole foot shaming thing, and uh, my opinion on it is <clears throat> a lock that is opened by a bunch of keys is a bad lock, but a key that opens up all the locks is a master key. Uh, I don't understand. If you say from a guy, the key is the guy. His thing? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh -huh. Okay, so repeat it one more time. Oh, no, no, we don't need to repeat it. We got it. Now, uh, Kane, so you're saying that for it's okay for guys to sleep around and screw as many chicks as possible, but women shouldn't do the same? Because their lock is dirty? I mean, essentially, yes. No, no, see, this is, see, maybe I'm more woke than I think. 
See, I think uh, the opposite is true. I've never had a problem with... Uh, being a slut? Slutty, yeah, me personally, I've never had a problem with being a slut. In fact, I tried to be sluttier in my life. I'm not sure that's possible. You were gross. Well, uh, sleeping with somebody that's super slutty. What's like you hear this girl? Oh, she sleeps with everybody. She's been with the whole football team. Do you have a problem then sleeping with that person? Mm, not particularly. Yeah, no problem with that. No. No. In high school? Why should you? Or college? Either. Yes. Throughout life, Peter, I you were sleeping with as many girls as you possibly could, no, so I, what's the difference? No, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. I so would. you would sleep with a slut, a dirty slut, who slept with the whole team. You know, Yeah, care. I wanted to see why she was so dirty. <laughs> I wanted to see why everybody else was begging her. I Let's see. But I, I you don't marry problem. that. No, 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 you don't bring that home to mom. No, you, no, you marry not. me. You could marry no. a slut. I don't, I, I, I don't. <laughs> you, I, not to be me. I mean, how old are you? She's like, you marry me. How long can you keep this up? <laughs> I'll get married. I'm going to get married. I have, there has to be, I'll start crying. There has to be somebody oh out there for me. God. There, there has to be. Christy in Pennsylvania says, I'm 36. I lost my virginity at 18. I estimate my number is around 25. That's hot. <laughs> what do you say to her, Dougie? That's a lot. No, wait a second. Eight, what, 18 to what? 35? That's, That's a lot. Write that down per year, really. 10 years? Eight, okay, no, 35 minus 18 is 17. 17. Oh, and 17? So, so she's, uh, and what did she say her number is? 35. 20, 25. 25? Okay, so she's about every year and a half she's screwing a new guy. That's really not that That's not that much. You now, here's someone it. who's 28. She's a, This woman is 28. She's had over 30 guys and wow. says, Doogie is delusional. Um, no, I, you know, it, it used to be that I never slut shamed women. I really didn't. I don't have an issue with women who want to sleep with as many people as possible. I certainly, as a, a, a young guy, I was trying to sleep with as many chicks as I possibly could, and I don't see why it should be any different for a woman. Why shouldn't she be allowed to do that? I, I just, they do, I don't know, what are you hiding from? Why are you looking and seeking out men? You don't find it enjoyable? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my God, it's been so long. Right. It's like we always say, when you, you test, don't you test drive a bunch of cars before you buy one? You don't just go on the lot and go, I'm taking that car for the rest of my life. That's the thing with marriage. If you just pick out, you test the cars, you test drive them, and pick out which one you really like, what you like, and then you make the purchase for the rest of your life. I just haven't been to a car dealership. That's but, all. No, but nobody's stopping you. This car dealership's all around. But if I'm not in a position to go to a car dealership and I'm not ready to, then I'm not going to go. You're fortunate that cars are brought to you here on this job. Just this morning, some guy, didn't he say he goes, take a leap of faith? Yeah, but it's got to be a guy that I'm interested in, a guy that I find sexy. Yeah, you funny. don't know that guy. That guy, uh, he, he, he could be interesting and funny. Right. And I also, I have a kid, so... A lot of single mothers end up having sex with people, they have relationships with people, they date people, they end up, I mean, that's just an excuse. Doogie uses 
her daughter as a crutch, as an no, excuse. I, I enjoy my daughter. No, no. As an I, excuse to not have any relationship. No, I absolutely disagree with that. Absolutely disagree with that. I want a relationship. Liam, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Liam. Yo, Rover. Hey, man. Hey, I just I wanted to just first um, ask, like, uh, Dieter, uh, and I guess you, um, why did you guys get married if you liked the uh, like the hookup culture? Like, why did you guys want to settle down? Well, I met my wife, and I enjoyed spending time with my wife, and she was a nice woman, and I uh, I I was getting older and wanted a more stable relationship at that point in my life. Couldn't you have just lived with her, though? You didn't have to actually get married, though. Well, I did live with her for a long time. Charlie way of living. Yeah, you can do that. I don't have any issue with that, either. If you want to live with someone, I don't think you have to get married. In fact, it, it uh, yeah, there's there's no issue with, with that. Mm-hmm. So why, why would you make that bond, then, for, of marriage, then? Like you know, it, it would just be easier to live with your with your. Uh, I don't know what answer just, are you looking for exactly. Didn't I just say? Well, what I'm saying is because you know, with marriage, there's an emotional connection, okay, and that's what, and females, that's what they're looking for. Yeah. So this hookup culture is actually hurting uh, females because. <laughs> this is your perfect guy. Wait a second. Hookup culture is hurting women. How? Right. Yeah, hookup culture is uh, hurting even young men too, uh, because there's meaning when you're having these meaningless hookups, these relationships. Uh, females they want an emotional connection, okay, and it's actually harming them every time they uh, you know randomly hook up with a guy and then they never see that person again. I mean, you're seeing the suicide rates for young females and now even males. Increase. I thought that was due to Instagram, but you're telling me it's due to hookup culture. Well, it's the same thing, right? Like, why, why, like, hookup, you know, you want to, the females are on Instagram and they're trying to look, uh, you know, um, they want, they're trying, they, they think that they need to look a certain way, you know, and then, uh, what happens? Some, some, like, kid IMs them and then they randomly hook up and then it's, it's, it's all meaningless. Uh huh. Um, now, do you believe that all women are looking for a an emotional connection? I would say the majority are. Yes. Okay, so let's say 55%. Does I'd that... say 80%. Oh, fine, okay, what about 80%? So what about that other 20%? They're, they're, the way that they live their life is wrong? Yes. Well, I would say that uh, they're probably being uh, lied to, or they are convincing themselves that that's what they actually like. But in the end, you know, we're all looking for that. Uh, you don't think it's possible that there are women out there that just like to screw dudes and have a good time? I'm sure there are, but it, 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 deep down, is, uh, I don't think it's met any of them. Now, are you like a super religious kind of guy, Liam? Is that why you feel this way? I would say, yeah, I'm religious. Yeah. That's, and this is, look, I'm not a religious person, thank God. That's oh, unattended. That's terrible to uh, say. No, no. What? That I'm not a religious thank person? God you know that. that. You know I that. I know I'm, that, but you don't say, thank God I'm yeah, not because religious. Because of this closed mindedness. That's why. There's, religion is basically designed to make you feel guilty about stuff and to 
conform to an idea of the way that things should be 2,000 years ago. Uh, it's 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 just not realistic. It's not uh, you know it's it serves no purpose other than to try to keep people in line for an outdated way of thinking. As far as I'm concerned, Liam, thank you. Uh, and that's what he's hearing in church or whatever. Hookup culture is ruining. Oh, yeah, okay, they said that about rock and roll when Elvis Presley was around. Oh my God, look at him swivel his hips. It's the end of the world. And now. You don't think twice about that. I've got to take a break. 866-YO-ROVER is our number. 866-967-6837. We will be right back. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. International Woman's Day today. Gab Cruz from the Cleveland Guardian sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the Tool Show in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. The Alan Cox Show starts. A smart device to play Rover's Morning Glory on iHeartRadio. This is MMS. Wake your punk ass up. Come on. We're back to Rover's Morning Glory. A couple of undertakers try to pull off a prank and end up getting in trouble with their job. I'll tell you what the prank was next. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. Nina, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Nina. Good morning. How are you, Rover? Uh, hi, what's happening? Hi, Peter. Yo! <laughs> All right, here's the thing. Doogee is living a dream, okay, because I have been married for 21 years, not going to be a cheater, not going to go out there and do anything bad, but Doogee has an opportunity of a lifetime. Try before you buy. Yes. Yes. Nina, think about this. If you weren't married, wouldn't you love to go out there and... Sample the meat buffet. Yep. <laughs> I want. I want to now. Yeah, she's your horny. But... <laughs> 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 so, I guess what I'm telling her is that, like, God, just go and do it. She okay. craves it. Yeah. She's thinking how lucky you are that you can just go and sleep with any guy you want because she wants to do that. Yes. No repercussions. It would yeah. be acceptable. Yeah. You're able to. And, yeah. yeah. Live it up, dude. She's saying live it up right now. <laughs> yeah. Nina. Because if I could, I would. Why yeah. don't you leave your husband? Like, she doesn't want short. to. She's in love with her husband. Are you? But she's no. still as horny for other dudes. But are you in love with your yeah. husband? Yes, I am. You just... You love him, or are you in love? Like, there's a difference. Uh, no, oh. I love him. Well, I love him, so I would not do it. But you have the golden opportunity. You have nothing to lose. Yes, now... Uh, I don't get it. Do, I don't get it. Doogee has... I know, she'll come over with every excuse. Thank you, Nina. Oh, Thank I you, have Nina. a kid. I have this. Oh, before it was her daughter, it was... It's work. Oh, I just work too much. It's, oh. it's right. not knowing the future. 
It's stress. I don't know what it is. I don't feel good about myself. Bree, I think. I don't know if it's Bree or Bri that I'm about ready to talk to. I think Bree. Good morning. Good morning. So I just had a quick personal story about um, kind of the lengths I've gone to not be slut-shamed, since I know it's always going to be a thing. Yeah. Um, So I just, a few months ago, exited a a seven-and-a-half-year relationship. It was the only person I'd ever been with um, sexually. So I was like, ugh, we got to make up for lost time, right? (laughs) And um, Uh so put myself out on Tinder, got my number up to probably about five, um, and just had a doctor's appointment. You know, I do this thing right. I get tested after every person I've been with. Um, So... And they always ask how many sexual partners you've had. Um, and I have resorted to lying to my doctor about that number because I know she's going to grumble and groan and judge me, and I don't need it from yet another person. So Brie, how old are you? I will be 27 in a couple weeks. Okay. I don't think saying your number is five or six or whatever, I don't think your doctor is going to have any issue with that whatsoever. Now, I, I suppose if your doctor asks you every... Uh, you know, if it's the same doctor you've had for yeah. the past decade and every you go in every six months or every year, how many sexual partners have you had, and that you've gone from one, 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 ten. Uh, right. <laughs> What's going on? I, I guess your doctor, I don't think your doctor would say anything bad. I mean, look, your doctor's probably slept with plenty of people, too. I mean, doctors, doctors are horny, too. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, look. Go ahead and lie to your doctor, I suppose. What difference does it make? No, honestly. I mean, right. we all lie to our doctors. They go, how how often are you exercising? Oh, you know, four times a week. Look at me. In Clearly. reality, it's about yeah. twice a year. <laughs> right? Well, what difference does it make? What do they need to know for? Uh, I mean, they can take one look at me and go, well, he's not exercising four times a week, you know? And they could probably take one look at you and go, eh, she's sleeping with more people than she says she is. So, right. Too true. Uh, Go ahead and lie and don't feel bad about it, Bree. Thank you. Emily, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Emily. Hi, good morning. Hi. Um, So, (laughs) nothing much. So, I was just, like, flabbergasted hearing the conversation that's going on. Um, it's just crazy that, like, in 2022, there's still a double, double standard for men to be able to sleep around with whoever they want. But when women, you know, decide to go around and do what they want, it's a, you know, it's a bad thing. That Huge double standard. Bad thing. And by the way, it yeah. will continue. It's not something that's going to yeah, stop this year or true. next year or whatever. <laughs> I mean... This is sort of ingrained in, uh, I, I dare say it, in humanity, probably, to be honest with you. Uh, right. And uh, there are biological and uh, differences between men and women. There are emotional differences and so on and so forth. Right. And they do have different needs. But, look, uh, you know, women, uh, go ahead. Go out. Emily, sleep. Go go find three guys to sleep today, Emily. <laughs> I, 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 I don't mind. I, I'm not going to slut shame I don't. That's not my flavor, but I'm not going to, like, you know, yuck someone's yum. So if they want to do it, they want to do it. Yes. I'm not sure, but exactly I second that. Emily, thank you. Uh, sounded, like that. sounded hot. That's what she was going to do. A yum? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> What is that? Is that chocolate corn? I don't. I don't know. But um, uh, now, you know, I 
I was thinking about it the other. I was brushing my teeth the other night, and I was Can thinking about uh, yeah, trying to get that taste out of my mouth oh. after all these years. Uh, no, I was thinking about all of the things that we have. Uh, you know, all the things that we oh, we've got to. All the things that we focus on these days. Um, that we consider to be super important. I was just reading an article yesterday, and it was about Amazon delivery drivers, and I got to a point in the article where I, I had to reread the paragraph. It's actually two or three paragraphs. I had to reread it three times because I, I got to it and I go, what? wait a second, what? And then I realized, oh, it's uh, someone who uses they as a pronoun, and so it just made the entire thing very confusing, and I had to go back because I kept thinking they were talking about more than one, but it was really one. And Anyhow, it made me think that a lot of things that we have been so worried about and so, oh, we need the equality, blah, 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 and hate, stop hate, this, that, and the other. And look what's happening in Ukraine right now. You will. Is it a noble idea to stop hate? Yeah. Is it going to happen? No. Is it a noble idea to never slut shame anyone? Yeah, a noble idea. It's a lofty ambition. Probably not going to happen in our lifetimes. And, you know, the thing in Ukraine, like, people are like, stop hate. We have to, what's the, what's the other, do better. People are always, do better. You have people blowing each other up over there, for God's sake. Literally blowing up little kids and stuff. But we're on the precipice of stopping hate any day now. No, no, people will find a reason to hate each other. Look what happens when the when the San Francisco Giants play the Los Angeles Dodgers. Someone in, this, someone in the parking lot gets killed because there's a rivalry. Stop hate. Okay. I mean... I don't know what got me off on all that, but I'm just saying. So you weren't thinking about me when you were No, I was just oh, thinking right. how... Oh. I was just thinking... Yeah, you mentioned hate a few times there. Yeah. 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 And uh. when I thought of you, I thought, that's right, we will never <laughs> stop hate. Be nice. It's my day today. <laughs> Mark in Virginia. You're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How you guys doing? Hey, what's happening? Hey, listen, uh, this is multifaceted, and uh, that previous caller, Nina, was absolutely correct. Duji is a incredibly intelligent, vibrant, beautiful woman who unfortunately suffers from social programming, social programming that dates back to when women were property, women were chattel, women came with a dowry. Mm-hmm. And were negotiated for land. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's that's the social programming, and and that and that that. Well, but no, it's not how old. It's it's the programming that you received when you were young, and it's that same programming what that would that Duji's dowry has to be for someone what to marry cow? her. Yeah, and a pig. No, I mean we're talking Mega Millions, ah! Powerball. I mean. Well, I've already, I've already got the millions, so we don't, yeah. but then we don't know. Are you single? Someone like her. Uh-huh. <laughs> you asked me, you asked me that last time I called. Oh, that is, damn. Uh, yeah. oh. 
You asked me that last time I called. But in, in all seriousness, in all seriousness, it, it's the, the challenge and what I think what you're seeing in the change in, in the in the nomenclature, in the, in the reference to wording, is because a lot of times when guys were sleeping around a lot and having a lot of partners, they weren't always upfront and honest. They would imply or even say, you are my only partner, when in fact they were out there seeing more than one woman at the same time. And that's where one of these standards exists, and it's a double standard. And a lot of it has to do with religion. Doogie was brought up Catholic, and everything's just sin. It does. No, it it doesn't. No, it doesn't have anything to do with You don't realize when you are ingrained, when you are uh, fed that stuff, as a kid, that has a, a... lasting impression on you as an adult. Even my if you're dad not cheated on my mother. <laughs> you think it, that religion was a huge part in our family? No. Is that why you think sex is bad? Because your no. dad cheated on your mother? I was when oh, they... Sorry, oh, uh, sorry Mark. I just no, it has nothing. I, I... No. I don't I, think that's it, Robert. Of course At this point, she's not even religious, religious anymore. That's the reason why she's not married. I think that has God? a lasting effect on you. If if it's, Dieter has told me he believes he feels guilty after he masturbates. Why? Well, I don't believe it. I'm saying I, I had that feeling. Why? Because I was taught it was wrong. Okay. So I do it. So you were taught that it was wrong, so you still, after you masturbate, feel guilt. What a terrible way to live your life to have guilt for some made-up nonsense that, you know, uh, some guy in a big throne is... Is, oh, Dieter masturbated. Bad Dieter. I mean, that's so stupid. It goes away quickly, Robert. <laughs> it's like 30 seconds, and then I'm, I go on with my day. And he falls asleep. <laughs> no, I did not come from that kind of a feeling. By the way, Drew says, yuck someone's yum means hating something others enjoy. Uh, oh, really? So, yes. Oh, so that's what she said? Yeah, i got to get with the uh, Instagram, TikTok, ah. Snapchat lingo. Gotcha. And... Uh, Huh. Sounded hot though. When she Did said it? it. Yeah, I was like, yuck my yum all night long. <laughs> Austin in Virginia, you're on Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Austin. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Hey, what's happening? Hey, as far as uh, like slut shaming is like is concerned, I think it's I think it's totally acceptable under the right circumstances. Like what? Oh, uh, like well, if you're a mother, like you know, my son's mom. uh you know, you. I feel like you need to uphold a certain, a certain level of respect. Uh, you know, to hold that title as a mother, and you know, to me, I just find it to be disgusting in that aspect. How uh, How old is your kid? He's six. All right, so he's six, and you haven't been together with his mother for how long? So we were together. Um, we haven't been together in three years, but uh, before the split, we were with each other for seven years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, in the past three years, how many women have you been with? I have been with one. One woman. All right. Very, how many men has she been with. with in the past three years? Um, she has surpassed my body count in the last three years, <laughs> and I have in my whole life. She's going overdrive, huh? <laughs> What's her number? <laughs> have you not given it to her good enough? I mean, what uh, happened? I guess not. I guess not. Now, look, I don't have, you know, there's a difference between, uh, you know, there are still things that I believe to be right and wrong. For instance, if you are a mother or a woman 
Do you want to be bringing around strange no. dudes around no. your six-year-old kid and no. introducing them to all the guys you're screwing? No, I'd no. say that's probably a bad idea. You're still the guy without introducing the kid to the new guy. Yeah, I agree. Go to the guy's place. So, uh, Austin, why is it bad that she's having sex with all these guys over the past three years? I don't know. I just I just feel like it's a respect thing, you know. I just feel like it's a hundred percent respect thing, and is you know, a respect thing? for what? Like, for no, it's, it's not a it's not a jealousy thing for me at all. Uh, I think it used to be back when things first happened, but not so much anymore because I I feel like I've found happiness. But you know, if you're going to be a mother, and you know, and she does claim to be a good mother, and I think she's a good mother, but you know. As far as the men are concerned, I think she needs to kind of back off of that and focus more on finding somebody to stay with permanently, you know, as far, instead of just hooking up or going to them to the bar on Friday night when I have our son. Oh, God, that'd be great. Why are you, if I had a Austin's sitting there, no, guys, and there's nothing wrong with Austin's feeling on this, but Austin's probably sitting there watching that six-year-old kid, and he knows what's going on down at the bar. Yeah, she's getting right. drunk, having a great time, yeah, dancing, and then she's going home with a new guy every sure. weekend, getting sure. pounded out, it's and fun to go out. and uh, oh yeah, it's real fun to go out. You haven't gone out in fifteen years. No, it is fun. No, look, I, Austin, I don't think that that has anything uh, to do with her ability to be a mother. If she's doing that around the kid, or that's interfering with her motherly duties, but and if you've got the kid, why can't she go out? Oh, now, dude, she's well, against slut-shaming. Wow. No, no, I'm not saying bang a guy, but to go out and have just a fun night. Yeah, well, I, I guess, for, I guess. I mean, I know, I know some of the men that she's been with have been introduced to to our son, and, you know, that, that's kind of an issue for me because I know they're not going to be around for long, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's never, it's yeah, never yeah, for long. That's, that's not good. Yeah, yeah that I, I agree with you on. Uh, Austin, good luck. Thank you. What is this? Hold on. Here's someone. My ex went nuts after our divorce. Long story short, the most recent boyfriend OD'd and died in the other home where my kids live, and I'm going to to court to discuss this issue this Friday. Okay. So this guy broke up with the uh, with the woman. She started going crazy, sleeping with everyone. Now, I, I the guy just called. I I don't think that. If you are a woman and you sleep with a bunch of guys, I don't think that that minimizes your respect, as he said, or your ability to be a mother. If you're doing it... A little bit. If if you have your kid at home and you're bringing dudes home every other night while the kid's there, That's probably not a good idea. But if someone else, if he's watching the kid and uh, she goes out and sleeps with a different guy every week, I I don't personally have a problem with that. It's her body, her right, right? She's a woman. Jeffrey's texting me right now, wants to know where she lives. Yeah, yeah. I'll drive out there. I think it's in Virginia. Just a quick trip. <laughs> i get some milk. <laughs> have her reach out on Facebook Messenger. Call me. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> Buck, you're on uh, Rover's Morning Glory. Good morning, Buck. Rover, yo. Hey, man. Peter, yo. yo. 
Hey, so, uh, Dieter, I just wanted to know how uh, Lent was going. Ooh. Good. No alcohol since Lent? No, well, Sunday's a day of rest. Oh, <laughs> I can have a couple on Sundays. Uh-huh. So you drank on Sunday? A few. Uh-huh. Did you? But, but other than uh-huh. that, I've been good. All right, so, you know, it's sort of hard for us to hold you to it, you know. Don't really drink on the show. So, you know, in the past, you sort of picked things that we couldn't really hold you to and you didn't really, you know, partake in any ways. You know, the time you gave up Pepsi? Pop. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't had a Pepsi so, in 30 years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let's go for something that Dieter, uh, he, he uses every single day. We never see him without it. Uh, his hat. Oh, Peter, could you give up your hat for Lent next hat. year? Maybe next year, but I already picked this year, yeah. Bob, so <laughs> it's my life. No, no, no. Well, he, no, he's got he's, he's to pay back for the other years that he picked things that didn't matter, so he's got to double down this year. Yeah, you're in charge. Yeah. Call back next year. Yeah. 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 Remind us pre-Lent. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Buck. Good one, Buck. Speaking of Dieter and drinking, this is a true story. I uh, ran into someone probably about, I don't know, a week or two ago. A very esteemed, I don't want to say who it is, but it's a well-known person who is quite the academic from the area that maybe you see on television all the time, on news, they're a prominent researcher. I ran into this person about 10 days ago. And somehow the topic of Dieter came up, and I swear to you, this person, <laughs> this person said to me, in all seriousness, I think Dieter may actually have brain damage. I said, Really? They go, yeah, I've been listening to your show for many years, and I think Dieter is brain damaged. Wow. Declining? Or well, I don't know if declining. I mean, maybe year over year getting worse and worse, but believes that, uh, and this is, by the way, some of you probably see on TV from time to time, the news, national news, you know, uh, a scientist. What? And uh, I don't think they would take kindly to me revealing some of the things that they discussed with me, but uh, I, I'll, I'll explain a little bit when we come oh, back. Yeah, I want to hear more. Yeah. Hang on. Rover's Morning Glory. International Woman's Day today. Gab Cruz from the Cleveland Guardian sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the Tool Show in a couple of weeks and Rise Against this summer. The Alan Cox Show starts. Rover's Morning Glory. Voted America's best radio show. In a poll of Rover's Morning Glory staff and f***ed up interns. I was talking with an esteemed scientist, and they believe that they seriously, and this was not a joke, they believe that uh, data may in fact be brain damaged, and they gave me three things to think about. Number one, Dieter, they said that, uh, this was about a week and a half ago, roughly, that I uh, ran into this esteemed scientist slash researcher, 
And he told me that a study that they just reviewed, and I don't know if I saw it in the news and made me think of this. A study that they had reviewed, which was going to be published, uh, talks about the shrinkage of the human brain due to alcohol usage. So this is one of the three factors that this person discussed with me, Dieter. It turns out if you drink one drink a day, your brain shrinks a little, a, a, a tiny bit, of, a little, a small amount. Every day? Every, just one drink a day. Yeah, but it shrinks every day. It becomes so over, over time, yeah, yeah. So if somebody has one beer every day, it's going to shrink and shrink and shrink. But does it go back up? No, I don't think it ever grow it back, no. And, um, but the effects really go up if you drink two drinks a day. Your brain shrinks even more. And it's not a linear. So, for instance, the, you have one drink per day, two drinks per day, three drinks per day. So, like, it's not linear. Would it be logarithmic? I don't know. But it's like a it really goes up. And, in fact, if you have four drinks a day, Oof, that's a lot. that will shrink your brain. It's about the same as aging your brain by ten years. That can't be possible. That's right. Yes. Because look at how many people drink at least four drinks, four beers in a day, every day. Yeah. And the brain, it's like their brain has gotten 10 years older for that. Uh, the world will be full of pea brains. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Have you been paying attention to the world over the past couple decades? Who's running the country? Biden? Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. But most people drink a beer a day, a couple beers a day. Most men do that. Even some women do that. End of a workday, you have a couple beers. Mm -hmm. And you're shrinking your brain, Dieter. I don't buy it. So when you say you're 10 years, your brain's aged 10 years, is that by the time you turn 80? It's like you're a 90-year-old? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares at that point? When you're 80, who cares? What's the difference between an 80-year-old brain and a 90-year-old brain? Your brain's already mush at that point. (laughs) What the hell do you care? (laughs) This is the dumbest... This guy who talked to you is a jackass. Uh... But it can, if you do it for years, I'm assuming I'm saying, Charlie, right, that it will be not only ten years, but it will be uh, no, you know, twenty years, thirty years. If you're if you're drinking four drinks a day for that's, that's what I'm asking. That, yeah, that was right. my specific question. If you like, if you do it from you know twenty five till eighty, then it's oh, aged ten oh, years. You've aged like a thousand years at that point. I mean, you have no brain left at all. Is is a, I think what the study is saying. No, no, it's I believe that the study. Uh, started with people who they they had like a control group who didn't drink. They had a group who <laughs> drank like one drink, and this was like people at the age of I think they just started at the age of fifty. So oh yeah, what do you mean? Oh. So you're saying so if you're fifty, then you have the brain of a sixty year old. Yeah, you drink four drinks a day. But I think you could start drinking four drinks a day at fifty, and, it, and over the course of a year or so, it's going to shrink your. It's going to. It's going to age your brain ten years. Older people are wiser. <laughs> I thought of that. Do you ever see? Well, you don't. Cause you don't go to the grocery store. Do you ever see when you go to the grocery store an old person buying like big gallons of wine or beer? It just yeah, there you go. Wanna, That's fun. They're that fun. makes me want to weep. Why does that make you want to weep? 
that they're having fun and you're not? Yeah, they're probably at a family party they're going to to share right. with their friends and family. Unlike you, yeah. who's yeah, sitting there as a all spinster, watching them going, oh, I feel bad for them. Judging them. them. Going home to Why would that make you feel bad and cry? I, I feel like that's my kid's going to be off to college. <laughs> that's for you drinking wine? Yeah. You don't need a huge bottle to get drunk, Deuce. It's just one glass. <laughs> what excuse will do you have at that point when six more years? When Janet goes off to college, I will find else. a guy in six because years. it was her job. That's why she couldn't find a guy. Then it was oh, then I'm pregnant, can't find a guy. Then it's oh, I have a kid, can't find a guy. These now hours are hard. Now I can't oh, find I'm a just, guy. I'm just too busy with all of. She has so many dance and basketball, I do have a lot. Ugh, all these other things. Volleyball's coming up. When Gianna if Gianna goes off to college. She's going, no choice. Uh, what what excuse will do you find at that point? Oh, I'm, I'm too old? Is that what No, be? Oh, I'll be my prime. Probably visiting Gianna in college, going to her volleyball games. She's probably going to play volleyball in college, going there, taking okay. care of her. Oh, I, I just, I have to go apply for Social Security. I don't have time today. No, I just see people drinking all the time. And they're not mush, so I don't buy this. And I did see, did you see the news story that uh, COVID? That shrinks your brain yes. 10 years, too. So, so him drinking and COVID? And COVID. Peter, your brain has been 20 years over the past year. Who cares? Who the hell cares? <laughs> nobody's brain is perfect. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's brain is the same as when they were born. Well, hold on. This other this this researcher that I spoke with, who brought you up, by the Why way. Why did you? What, yeah, what me, time? Of all two that brain damage on the show, he picked me? Yeah. like I think the show, or maybe most of the show is brain damage. Yeah. I forget what it was, because we had just recently talked about something on the show, and uh, this person said to me, whatever it was, Dieter, I don't recall, maybe because my brain has shrunk. I don't remember what it was that you were talking about that day, and they, they like, kind of grabbed my arm and said, you know... I'm I'm worried about Dieter. I said, what do you mean? I think he may actually have brain damage. And I, I thought that this guy was joking at first, but then it was, became apparent within, like, 30 seconds he wasn't joking. Dieter, there are two other things that he brought oh, up. great. Number two? <laughs> Traumatic brain injury, CTE. All of your years of playing football, uh, this person believes has led to a decrease in impulse control, uh, in What's concentration and in what? critical thinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, impulse control means you want to go punch someone in the face after they <laughs> oh, cut yeah. you off, but, yeah. you know, you Sorry. go, oh, I don't want to do that because I'll end up in jail. If you have no impulse control, you just go and do it. Yeah, I can fly off the handle. Yeah. So, so he's combining the drinking and he's saying um, head injuries over time. CTE, yeah. CTE, possibly. There's, there's no, you don't know until you're dead yeah. if you have that. So, I might. Um, <laughs> also, your lack of critical thinking because of all of your conspiracy corner things. That is critical thinking. What are you talking about? No, no, he said it's so ridiculous that you fall for all of these essentially scams, Dater. Uh, and in fact, he was laughing at how your conspiracy corners, you'll have a conspiracy corner in January that will, you know, be all in on whatever theory. And then by March, you have a different conspiracy corner that completely rebuts what you were saying in January. Like, it's a complete 180. 
things, on whatever topic you were talking things about. Things change. When new information comes out, you know, with, like, Trump or whoever, things change over time. Yeah. I'm just going with the newest theories. Marissa, you're on Rover's Morning Glory, 866-YO-ROVER. Good morning, Marissa. Good morning, Rover. How are you? I'm doing all right. What's happening? Not so, not so much. Good morning, dear. Good morning, Gigi. Hi. Hi. So I actually just wanted to touch on the topic, and this is, I'm, Dieter, I'm not picking on you, I promise. I just wanted to throw a little fact in there. Um, so I'm not sure about the study of brain aging because I've never read it, but I'm sure that it exists, and I absolutely am interested now, so I'm going to read it. But there is such a thing as alcoholic dementia. Um, it's in very, very simple terms. It's essentially where you pickle your brain. So um, what happens is, is you know, drinking, not even to excess, but, but drinking um, consistently over the years can cause early onset and severe um, dementia, and it doesn't necessarily just happen to people who are older. Uh, it can happen in 40s, 50s. I mean, it, it all depends. And you lose, you know, like, like Rover said, critical thinking, memory function. You lose um, capacity to make good decisions. You, it, it's insane. It actually happened to my grandpa. Um, but he was also a severe alcoholic, and he did things like like severe alcoholics do. Like he drank, like, gasoline. I think he drank external oh fluid once. Oh. It, yeah, it was pretty bad. Okay, that's a different yeah, level. It can get, it can, yeah, that's a different level, but it can happen to even people who don't go to those extremes. So, I mean, though I I couldn't even begin to say whether or not Peter is brain damage, but I can say that, that drinking even without to access, but drinking consistently can cause brain changes that are detrimental to you. It's it's possible, for uh, sure. Oh, I, you know, this person was convinced, and this was a, this is a, by the way, an esteemed, well-known scientist. Theater and researcher that you see on the news sometimes when they're like, a study is fun, and then they'll interview this guy. He also brought up one other thing, and I find this fascinating, that you were just talking about, and maybe he even mentioned this, I don't remember, but you were just talking about your cat pooping outside of the litter box. He constipated. So how long have you had this cat? It's my wife's cat, so I don't know. Uh, ten years. Ten years. Okay. Now you had a previous. You had a cat, Pepe. Mm-hmm. I don't know Aww. if that was really Pepe's name. Of course. Yeah. It, it, that was your. That was his nickname. Yeah. Uh, but that was its actual name. When we first, it's a long story. When we first got it, the owner named it Damien. I'm like, I'm not keeping that name. <laughs> it's like Uh huh. So somehow Pepe became its name. Is that another religious thing because you didn't like Damien because you thought it was like the devil? Yeah. Really? I just yeah. said that. Yeah. You, you don't know that? Memory. I just said it to you. And you're like, is that a religious thing? <laughs> you're the one with the pay damage. I know, but you really yeah, that's don't like think? a serious thing. Like you thought you were inviting the devil into yeah. your home if like that cat was named Damien. I'm not gonna call Damien or Lucifer. I mean, for my pet cat. So what happens if you meet a guy? Like you take your car into the mechanic and the guy's name is Damien. Oh, you yeah. leave. I'm not living with that guy. <laughs> and dear, that's from a movie. It's still the devil. Omen. Wait, what? What? The Omen. It's a movie, not the not religious, not the Bible. No, there is there's a Damien for the devil. In the Bible? I don't know if it's the Bible, but I've heard it before that it's a name for the Dude, devil. Snitch is right. 
it's the omen. You know, yeah. I, I get that with the the kids, the ankle slices. His name is Damien. Yeah. There's no other. That's where I came from. No, it's in the Bible. I... <laughs> he is brain damaged. I have just diagnosed him. Theater has serious brain damage. We're going off on so many different things here. We're doing drinking. We're doing Damien. We're doing no, no, ID. I do love that. We're all over the place. Dieter believes that that is in the Bible and that he doesn't have a cat named Damien because of a movie, even though he doesn't realize it's from a movie. And now he's frantically researching, trying to find some sort of proof that Damien was in the Bible. Was an apostle or something? Nothing. Like, what's the cat? All right, so Damien, how long did you have that cat? Almost 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Did you have a cat when you were a kid? No. Yeah, that's the thing. My parents didn't really want pets in the house. And then finally, like when I was in junior high, my sister got a cat. So we finally talked her into it. And that was Pepe? Yeah. And then I was, when my sister moved out, you know, I just kept the cat. And when I moved out, I I took care of it. Yeah, I kept it. So since junior high, you had a cat. Yeah. Peter, I'm going to tell you about toxoplasmosis. Now, I've heard about toxoplasmosis when it comes to pregnant women. It can be dangerous dangerous for women. And this is a parasite that is involved, uh, somehow found in cat feces, mm-hmm. kitty litter box. You're cleaning out kitty litter. You're inhaling stuff. You get this parasite. Maybe you don't wash your hands properly, whatever. You you somehow get this parasite. You get an infection. Now, for most people, Dieter, it's harmless, and you don't even have to do anything. Some people can be treated with a drug or whatever. However, toxoplasmosis has been linked to schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, suicidal behavior, impulsivity, and what they are now finding, rage disorder, Peter. <laughs> That's right. If not, people with who have had toxoplasmosis, it may permanently alter their brain chemistry, and they exhibit... Explosive anger. And he's playing with cat turds all the time right now. <laughs> he just that's his rubbed hobby. a cat you turd too. in your face that's last week. You just inhaled it. Yeah, but that's your hobby. You you said you're doing little, uh, like, almost Easter egg hunts around your house looking for cat turds earlier today, and then you're bringing them, traveling with them to, and work in your pocket or whatever you're doing, and then playing with them. So you're, I think it's r- making you a rage monster. So he has, think of all the things, he, think of all the strikes. That's three strikes, Dieter. Uh, they link toxoplasmosis to intermittent explosive disorder. That's essentially a scientific term for being an a-hole. Uh, uh, so you have a, you have three strikes. You have the alcohol shrinking your brain. Right. You have CTE from traumatic brain injury from years of playing football. Right. Okay. And you've had a cat for 30 years, probably guaranteed to have toxoplasmosis infection leading to intermittent, ex- whatever I said it was. Uh, and number four. Explosive disorder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that, number four? COVID. He just had oh, COVID. Oh, that's right. That shrank your brain okay. another 10 years. So, is it? Definitive. Have we proven that Dieter is indeed brain damaged? Oh, Your verdict. Brain damaged. I'll get the gavel. <laughs> Judge. Charlie, what's your verdict on Dieter being brain damaged? Brain damaged. <laughs> That's it? 
Guilty? Guilty as charged. Well, also, he wasn't starting with, like, a full, full, full step. <laughs> no, he was stupid to begin with. When I cue, that was 10 years ago. <laughs> that was after all the damage of fighting Butterbean. My trainer's like, you're getting brain damage out there. Football. But think about you guys. You guys all had cats. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys all had COVID. You guys yeah. all drank. So these yeah. are the same strikes that, that you guys had. Yeah. You, you guys are perfect I don't own either. You have a dog. Toxoplasmosis yeah, doesn't come from The only reason why I don't say guilty is because he exercises and eats so healthy that I think that that has overruled your no. verdict. And I say, that has nothing no. to do with the brain. That's all just the body. No, I mean, it's not. <laughs> Double ruling. <laughs> All right, Spencer, we got to your rule. Is theater officially brain damaged? I mean, come on. He doesn't know the difference between Bible and the movie. Yes. Guilty. Guilty. Thank you. Before the movie. My entire life. No, he didn't. No, that never heard that name before the movie. That movie came out in what year? Uh, 70 something. That was old. Did it really? Yeah. I've never seen it. I only saw the ankle slasher part. I didn't even know that was in there. The ankle slasher? That's Pet Cemetery. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Guilty. Brain damage. Yes, guilty, guilty, guilty. Definitely. And I I concur. (laughs) That's a doctor's term. It's not a judge's term. Concur. (laughs) I, I, I uphold that ruling. Brain damage. I need a beer. (laughs) Two beers right now. Oh, my God. Uh, 866 Yo Rover will be right back. Hang out. International Woman's Day today. Gab Cruz from the Cleveland Guardian sits in. Plus, I'll get you to the tool show in a couple of weeks and rise against this summer. The Alan Cox Show starts. Lori is on your smart device. Tell her to play 100.7 WMMS on iHeartRadio. Kids these days can't even talk English good. No cap. And the grown-ups on this show ain't much better. This homosexual Bolshevik. <laughs> Rover's Morning Glory. from last hour, uh-huh. so I'm going to do a little bit longer of a shizzy for you. I All know right. you're super excited. I know that Ed Sheeran, we, yesterday on the show we played you a little bit of a song, Dua Lipa is being sued for apparent copyright infringement. Now, Ed Sheeran has been going through the same thing. He was in court yesterday. I'll play you the Ed Sheeran song. Oh, nice. And then I'll play you the original, well, the supposed original that they say, Ed Sheeran ripped me off, and you make the call. Are you ready for the shizzy? Yeah. Here we go. Kids and morning glory. I noticed driving in that one gas station was $4.09, and wow. that gas station across the street was like three dollars and eighty nine cents. So gas right now, after days of all of these rising gas prices, they say in the wake of the Russia invasion of Ukraine, the national average for a gallon of gas is now the highest in the United States history, breaking mm-hmm. the record that stood for nearly fourteen years. And as of this morning, the cost of regular gas in the U.S. 
is four dollars and seventeen cents, according to Triple. What's the, the now? Has this increased? I know it's not gas, but has it increased the cost of electricity at all, or has inflation? Because I just got my power bill, and I, you know I have an electric car, but I look at my power bill, I go, oh my god, that that is. Off the charts, especially for the winter, where you're not running the air conditioning as much. Um, so I, uh, my electric bill didn't go up, but my gas bill, oh my, hundred bucks more. Really? The highest it's ever been. Really? I couldn't. I go. Well, this has got to be a mistake. I'm not using my heat any more than last year. How much? How much is your gas bill? It's usually it was. I think the last month was maybe one thirty, uh-huh. and it was two thirty. I go, oh my god! I've never broken two hundred before in a gas bill. Why is the gas bill going up? It's petroleum. No, I know, but you're getting that locally. It's right. Everything's going up. It's natural gas, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the cost of all of that goes up, and the also inflation. Too. It's a speculative, speculative market. Oh yeah, sir. Yeah. Shut up! You but we're not getting means. it from you know Russia. That's why I'm not. Okay. Yeah, but we're shipping some over to other people, and maybe now Russia's not giving it to that person. It's we're shipping price. our local natural gas over there? You're shi- all this is all one big pool. It's all going through various things. Yes. People are buying, trading, yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And one person just has been cut out from the trading now, so now everything else is going to go up. It's, it's a simple supply and demand. <laughs> from our economist, Chocolate Charlie. <laughs> Go on. Well, Vice President Kamala Harris is in the news because she's pushing for green energy. As we do face all of these record gas prices, she says it's time to make a transition to green energy as she pushes electric cars and clean transit with Pete Buttigieg. Who? Who? Buttigieg! How do you Buttigieg! Go. Yes, that is the story. She wants more people to do uh, gas or or to do electric cars. Yes. Uh, I'm doing this story just strictly for myself because I have a question about it. The president is expected to sign an executive order on cryptocurrency this week. It'll mark the first step toward regulating how digital currency is traded. Does that mean we're screwed, Sniff? All of our... Digital or our like uh, crypto? I don't think crap? it means you're screwed. I, I I would assume that it means that there's got to be some sort of reporting or that the exchanges. I mean, I, they already have to now do your report your tax stuff. I don't know what the executive order is going to say, but I don't think it's going to screw you necessarily. So just to regulate it, is that what it means? It is curious, Snitz. How do you feel about this? What regulations on it? Uh huh. I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know what the regulations are. This is the first time hearing it. Actually, are you upset? Are you, upset? Are you pro-regulation or anti-regulation on crypto? Mm, I guess there has to be some regulations. So what are you hiding? What else? Well, it does bring up an interesting thing. All the people who have been anti-regulation, they say, oh, this is so great. Let's get governments out of money. Now, I don't have an issue with, for instance, credit, my credit card company, because people are like, well, who wants to pay for your credit card company? You're already paying to make a crypto transaction. Second of all, have you ever had a problem with your credit card? 
and you see a charge on there, and you go, that doesn't look right. They're good. What do you do? You, you call, call them up, and they, and they go, oh, okay, we'll reverse that. We'll send you a new card if we have to, so on and so forth. I kind of like that. You know, the opposite of that, Dieter? What? Is if you have a crypto transaction that you don't realize, and someone sucks all your money out of your crypto wallet, do you know how you get your money back then? How? You have to cry and maybe start a GoFundMe and hope people feel bad for you and donate. Um, so you don't get it back no, in the Exactly. So that's, that's a dangerous game. So, so some regulation is good. I think we can agree with that. But a lot of people were anti-regulation when it comes to crypto and so on and so forth. And keep the government out of it. Just like they keep the government out of my uterus. Keep them out of my crypto wallet. Well... Then Russia invaded Ukraine, and then all of the economic sanctions placed on Russia, and Russia, a lot of Russians, they just go, oh, just put all our money into Bitcoin. I can do Bitcoin this and that, Ethereum this and that, back and forth. Who can do anything about that? And then everyone goes, oh, maybe we should have like some sort of like restrictions on this stuff. So, I don't know. I don't know what this executive order is. I don't... Uh, I don't purport to be a crypto expert by any stretch of the imagination. I leave that up to our video director, Anthony Snitzer. He's our crypto guru. Um, so that's why you need to use a, a Bitcoin blender. You put it in and it mixes up all your transactions to make it confusing. Mixer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then nobody knows once you uh, take it out of the fog. By the way, I just read an article about the uh, somebody who was involved in a crypto pyramid scheme. Not the weird couple that was arrested in New York, but someone else who was involved in a $2 billion pyramid scheme after that who ran some sort of crypto exchange or something, and uh, it was all a fraud. They connect. Uh, possibly. And guess how they discovered who uh, all of that? They unmixed the mixer, Charlie. The ah, government... They're not using VPNs then or, or a Tor or an Onion browser, which that's what, that would fix it. No, the government, I think, has more sophisticated tools than you well, imagine. Don't do $2 billion. <laughs> Keep it at $2 million. A couple million. Yeah, yeah, and they won't look at you. Once you start doing $2 billion and you're making music videos about how rich you are, they're going to start looking at you. Keep it, keep it on the simple. Couple, of, couple million here and there. Out of Florida, a 40-year-old by the name of Aaron Henderson works at a landfill. <laughs> and it, yes, What's go on. Wrong? No, I'm just laughing at the, the text message. I just saw. Yes, go on. Okay, uh, Aaron is a traffic controller at this landfill. And he, uh, at the end of the workday, decided to go at the porta potty and go to the bathroom. So he's in there for a while, and there was another worker on location, and he was running a bulldozer, bulldozer with a blade at the landfill to mm -hmm. kind of scoop things. Mm -hmm. Well, as this bulldozer was ending his day, the man driving it, it, he decided to raise the blade of the bulldozer up and drive it to park it, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, he hears something and realizes, oof. I hit something. Mm -hmm. He gets out to see what it was because he couldn't see because the front was raised. Mm -hmm. He had bulldozed over the porta potty, mm. and he's like, "Oh my god!" He goes to see if anyone was in there, mm -hmm. and sure enough, this Aaron dude was in there, mm. killed him right there. Oh, oh jeez, just trying to take a crap, right? End of the day, can't hold it till I get home. That is your most vulnerable, right? Oh yeah, on the toilet. 
Like, I've thought about that. If someone, like, if a, a home invasion took place while I have my pants around my ankles while I'm taking a dump, isn't that the worst? <laughs> Wouldn't that be the You're at your most vulnerable then. Doors, I have the door closed and locked. You can't hear what's going on out there. Well, that's a sad story. Very sad story. All right, let's lighten it up a little. Reminds me of Dieter. A group of undertakers have gotten into a little bit of trouble after one of them decided to hide inside of a body bag and jump out to frighten their colleagues. That's funny. Is there video oh, I believe you have footage, Robert. Video. video. Showing right. the workers from here, a here. London funeral director. Here it is. A bunch of body bags. I <laughs> One of the guys that worked there and zipped the body bag and the colleague that's inside zipped out. <laughs> Take the glasses off. He's like, ah. That's great. Those involved have been suspended. Oh, come on. In this day age, you can't do a prank. Can I tell you that uh, yesterday, it made me think of this. Yesterday, I was walking down the hallway. It's right after the show. But, you know, we have... Um, they've. We used to have the whole fourth floor here in the building, but then they got rid of some of it to another company. Now they're in the process of doing that for half of our floor. And the the part between what we are leasing here and the part that we've given up where they are remodeling is divided by like a, a plastic curtain, basically. Like a tarp. Yeah, a tarp. And so I don't know why people... I see Dieter going back over there for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know where he's going through that. Where are you going? Well, the kitchen is still... You can yeah. just walk around. The copy machine still works. People go over there and just to walk to use the copy machine. I go to the bathroom every day. I walk back there. So I see someone walk walk through that tarp, come back into the into our area like this, their arm up, and they walk through the tarp. It's Jeffrey LaRoque. And he just walks with his arms straight up in the air. Have you ever seen that famous photo of the uh, the Black Power thing at yeah. the Olympics where the guy's holding his fist in the air? Or, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Freddie Mercury, too. Okay, Freddie Mercury. And he's, I, I see Jeffrey. He walks for like 30 feet with his hand up in the air. and Through the tarp? Through the tarp. And then just keeps walking with his hand up. The and tarp's a finish line? Yeah. Like and I go, uh, I go, Maybe he's... It's so weird because no one is around, and I come up behind. I go, Jeffrey. He turns around. He goes, that's fine. I go, what are you doing? He goes, oh, that's uh, that's what the Undertaker does when he comes through the curtain. Through the curtain. Was anybody, was he doing that for no, anybody? No, he was no doing audience? it for himself. No wow. audience whatsoever. <laughs> that's, that's weird. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Tomorrow we can diagnose if Jeffrey has brain damage like we did with Dieter today. Guilty. Actually, after the news, I have a story about Jeffrey and why you will not be seeing him tomorrow. Oh, no. Major League Baseball gave the Players Union a Tuesday night deadline to accept one of their options in a new proposal that would reinstate the 162-game season. That would be with full pay following all these negotiations. So if we don't know tonight what's happening, I believe they're going to cancel more games. So hopefully there can be a deal reached, because if no deal is reached tonight, 
or at least by early in the morning Wednesday, Major League Baseball officials said another week of regular season games would be canceled with the fourth the players forfeiting. I just saw a headline that says that the, uh, I think the guy who owns the Yankees is, he goes, oh, I'm worried that we're going to end up with no season at all. This one, That would be terrible for baseball. Uh, people will be so disinterested in baseball. A year off of baseball, like, I don't think people are super interested in it to begin with, but uh, I, I just don't see this being good for anyone. And, and, you know, the players, they don't get paid for the entire year. The owners, they obviously aren't making the bucks, but And see. finally, happy International Women's Day. That's right. International Women's Day is observed today, March 8th. This year's theme is hashtag break the bias. There are also colors that we wear. They say that the uh, colors are traditionally worn purple on this day, purple Mm. along with green and white, considered the colors of International Women's Day. There's all kinds of information out there. The campaign is asking that people show their support for this year's theme by posting selfies to social media. And the theme is, we're asking the world to call out instances of bias against women when in the workplace, at school, and at home. First came to me, the company said it's International Women's Day. Rover, what do you want to do? I said, I, I don't know. What do you, a bikini contest? I said, no, no, stop. Yeah, that's not exactly I kid, I kid. Joking around, but lots of different ways to celebrate the day. And you can find out more information on their website, internationalwomensday.com. You asked for more JLR, so Rover gave him an entire radio station. WJLRBM, the 24-7 All Jeffrey Parody Song Station, exclusively on RMG Plus. Songs like And who could forget? Whatever. All the shark topping hits are on WJLRBM. Download the new Rover's Morning Glory app and sign up for RMG Plus now. You mentioned our friend Jeffrey LaRoque. What were you going to say about him? I uh, was at uh, an event last night for my daughter, and I get this call from Jeffrey. And I know he never calls me unless there's something pretty mm-hmm. important or he's not coming in. Mm-hmm. So he calls me, and he's like, hey, I hate to bother you, but I'm not going to be there on Wednesday. And I said, okay. You okay? What does he have? Mary Elizabeth has a vag uh, uh, appointment. No vag. Uh, it is, he's waiting for a phone call from the Social Security Department. What do you mean by that? Exactly. <laughs> what I said. I said, wait, what? He's like, I've got, a, I've got a call. I got a letter, and they're supposed to call me on Wednesday, March 9th. So I have to be available for them Why to call. Can't do it in the hallway here. You have a cell phone, right? And I said, oh, I said, okay. And he goes, they don't tell me what time they call. He goes, I have to be ready. And I said, okay. He said, here's an idea. Why don't you still come into work the second the phone rings, go into all of these empty studios on the fourth floor, Mm -hmm. private rooms that Mm -hmm. nobody's in. Mm -hmm. Go there and talk to them. Oh, I don't want yeah, you guys playing around with this. I don't trust you guys. I don't trust Dana. Jeffrey. Yeah, go lock yourself in an office. Yeah. They're empty here. Yeah. No, By he... the way, this probably isn't even a legit thing. You probably got some scam letter from India that says that they're going to be calling you on this day. He's going to call, and they're going to go, 
Hello. Uh, to verify your identity, please give us your social security number. And then he's going to give it. And then they're going to say, oh, we're looking at your account. It shows that uh, you owe us uh, $1,200. You need to go to uh, Best Buy, get us some gift cards, send, scratch it off, send us the numbers. Um, I said, why don't you just come do everything here? And he goes, well, all my information is at home. Bring a little... I totally agree. They're going to call you before 9 o'clock? They're not going to call before 9. The show ends at 10. What's the chance they're going to call before even 10 o'clock? Come in. If they happen to do call, you have your cell phone. Maybe it's important, though. Maybe you can't miss this call. Are they calling on the home number? He did this last year now that I'm remembering this. He does it every Social Security year, day, whatever. And he just calls off work to get a phone call, and he'd be like, let your wife answer. She won't answer the phone. Right. Do they call the home number or his cell phone? His yeah, home, he and he won't update it. And he won't. Uh, or you could even just forward your home number to your cell phone. I just call him and say, here's my cell phone number. <laughs> could you change it? Uh, you're going to call me. You could call today and be like, yeah, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was going to do that today, Charlie. You, call, you probably could even do it online. Because sometimes they'll say, update your information. Oh, yeah. You know? So, yeah, he I will not be here. And I did try. I'm like, let me at least try mm-hmm. and suggest. Mm-hmm. Did not work. So he's like, it's a serious matter. Gotta get taken care of. Okay. Well, he probably they're doing a benefits review, I guess. Okay. So three out of four of people in the home are getting some sort of social security benefits, and he does not want to miss that. Can't miss that. Right. This is this is his payday. Do you think that two kids get the check deposited into their accounts, or does he get that because they live with him under his roof? I think he controls it. Yeah. I don't know if they have their own account mm. or what, but, yeah, he he, he gets that, okay. of course. So, yeah, so no Jeffrey tomorrow. We'll have him on Friday. All right. Uh, let's see. You've heard the song Shape of You by Ed Sheeran, right? It's yeah. the heart of it, yeah. Here is a little bit of Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. He is being sued. He had to appear in court yesterday. Uh, And there is a guy named Sam Shokri and Ross O'Donohue. They say that he ripped off their song, which was released two years earlier, which no one, as far as I know, ever heard of. Uh, Their song is called Oh Why. And you'll uh, listen to listen to the chorus of that. My
Is it the O-Y, O-Y, O-Y? Yeah. That's what he, that's the comedy? Yeah. There is, yes, yes. Uh, here is Ed Sheeran. I didn't hear it right off the bat. How do you not hear that? Are you serious? Really? I mean, the, the duo, I was like, oh, okay, I, I heard that. I heard this more so than duo. Yeah. I mean, look. I don't think that he ripped it off. I don't think he's going to be responsible for paying anything for this. But uh, I'm in love with your body. All right. And then this guy is, let me go back to his, let me go back to him here. And here it is.
And Ed Sheeran goes, I don't think I would have seen that. I was off social media all of 2016. I he only, was. I only had a flip phone in 2016. He, he did take a break. 2016? He did. He disappeared for a bit. Uh, he the, the guy, this Sam Chokri, says that he claims that he met Ed Sheeran at a 2011 party. And uh, but he says he has no recollection of meeting this guy or anything like that. Did Ed they Sheeran talk music? Uh, well, did he? Did he? Is there proof? Is there? Do you have a picture with the guy? Yeah, like did he talk beats? Uh, I don't. I don't know about any of that. But yeah, I really. I mean, to me, you can hear one more time. Sharon, here you go. And Sharon just basically took the same part and it and turned it into like something good. Yeah, like if you actually had some talent when you were performing. So whether he ripped it off or not, I I I think that could be completely coincidental. I think. And you can hear the rest of the song has all of this. The original song doesn't have any of it. Big news in the NFL yesterday. A uh, guy got in trouble for something he did. I'll tell you about that in just a second. But some people are saying, hey, this is a little hypocritical of the NFL. We'll be right back. Hang on. for the entire 2022 season. Whoa. 
for betting on games. Uh, like Pete Rose all over again, right? Well, he got a lifetime ban. Um, Pete Rose did. Yeah. The, uh, this player apparently bet on... Now, this guy's pretty good, Peter. Yeah, last year, no one played a couple games because he had some kind of mental breakdown. He, he, he stepped away to focus on his mental health. Mm-hmm. But the year before, I think was so 2020, he was the best receiver in the league. Yeah. I had him in fantasy football. He helped me win the whole championship, really? the iHeart Championship here, because I had that guy, among others. But, yeah, last year he just had an off year, and I think he played maybe five, six games, and then he just walked away. It was for his mental health. Yeah, because I got to focus on my mental health. And I was like, where the hell did he go? That is weird. I wonder what... Uh, it was like right around Halloween. And I, I was like, okay, maybe it's just missing a game. There's a death in the family. He never came back. Um, well, it was during that period of time, actually, Theater, that he apparently bet $1,500 total, according to him. He tweeted this out. Uh, that over a five-day period, he gambled on a few uh, games. He placed... It parlay bets in, involving three, five, and eight games, so multiple games on a parlay, uh, that included the Falcons to win. And he used his cell phone in order to place these bets. Uh, he claims in a tweet it was $1,500 total bets and that um, he does not have a gambling problem. But the NFL says this is a serious violation, betting on games. And we're going to suspend you for the entire 2022 season. Who cares? Well, he, he, let me, and in his tweets, he says, I don't have a gambling problem. I couldn't even watch football at the time that he made the bets. He claims that he was in, you know, doing whatever he was with my mental health. He says, he's going to be more healthy when he comes back. I know I was wrong, but I'm getting one year LOL. Now, he has the ability within three days to appeal this suspension. I don't know if that will work or not. Um, Wait, this wasn't even when he was playing? This was when he was taking the break? Correct. That's right, yes. But he was betting on his own team. Now, he did bet on his own team to win, so that's better than uh, than losing. But if he's not even playing, 